Yeah. Just appreciating life. You know? I've been listening to birds cry. I've been viewing from a bird's eye. That's why I always keep my third eye open. I'm focused. If it's real, you know it's gonna come back. It's that season, but there's no comeback If you let go, then please don't run back Cause if it ain't love, then we don't want that yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome that to the show uh, We the are like currently live and recording Thanks for joining us, my friends Tonight is actually game night uh, Smash, take it away, tell people who can and cannot be here Go for it Cheers, everyone, over here on a great night Thank you for joining us, thank you for being here uh, We really do appreciate it Kinda. We only really do this show to hang out with you guys and that's about it man other than that follow your local laws for cannabis whatever the fuck that is 21 plus where the hell we are um and get the fuck out if you're a kid that's about right uh well said smashed and uh smash is 100 right we, we certainly don't do this channel for uh fame and glory i can tell you that uh we don't do the show rather for fame and glory my friends we do it for uh, uh yeah an appreciation of cannabis uh good friends good people that kind of stuff and also good stories you know sometimes we've had really good uh experiences on here i don't know i, I wanted to take yesterday's show down because honestly it was, was not really a good one frankly but uh whatever people did a poll like at the end people were like oh leave it up so whatever if you guys saw yesterday's show uh, i don't know I, all the sentiments still apply but i don't know there's really nothing different to be perfectly honest but it's just a different day i guess uh but uh i do appreciate honestly a lot of people who uh dm'd and stuff uh frankly it is really telling to be perfectly frank that nobody really disagreed and was like oh fumi you're wrong you know bro the, the cannabis scene is fucking oh, amazing it's incredible you should just see how great it is nobody said anything like that so it's pretty much like you know we're not wrong about this right a lot of people have, have noticed this that it's just a dumpster fire of dumpster trash you know just a flaming fractal dumpster fire basically it's a dumpster fire filled with flaming dumpster fires that are themselves kind of like root aphids that are themselves filled with them just all the way down just flaming dumpster fires that's basically the cannabis industry and it's really kind of unfortunate you know what i mean and it, it touches every single part of cannabis that's one of the annoying parts of it is that it's not just the dispensary scene or the hash scene or this scene or the whatever it's fucking everything and it's compounded by the fact that we have very few um uh well no organic means of uh, communication but very few sort of moderated means of communication like instagram and stuff that is constantly messing with uh, uh, weed content youtube is honestly messing with weed content Oh, it's a frustrating situation, ladies and gentlemen, but uh, I don't know. Perhaps some of us will get through it together. Perhaps not. I mean, you know, I don't know. How do I say this? We don't all have to be in cannabis forever. You know what I mean? People come and go. Uh, that's something too, but uh, I don't know. Uh, if the rest of us uh, stick around, at least we can remember not to eat our own, ladies and gentlemen. That would be, I think, a very helpful thing to remember. Don't fucking eat your own. Don't rip off your own. I saw, uh, what's his name? Um... Uh, Oh my goodness. Uh, Jay Plant Speaker, dude, has crazy following and all that kind of stuff. He said, support your friends. Even that guy's apparently uh, felt the struggles of just uh, uh, living in, in the cannabis world. Well, of course, we know from having heard that, you know, cops told him to cut down his plant supply and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, whatever. Listen to the plant speaker. I don't know why he speaks to plants, I don't know if he communicates to them in different languages, but whatever, however he communicates to them, he's right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, support your fucking friends. 
don't support your enemies. I, I think that feel I feel sometimes like that needs to be said. That is kind of obvious, I think, to a lot of people. But also, don't support the people who. And by enemies, I don't mean perpetuate problems. That's juvenile, right? But people who you know are not going to be your friends, don't make an effort with them. You know, there 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 are people like that, and you 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 get old enough fairly quickly in this life, I think. So I think most of us are old enough, all of us, honestly, are old enough to discover or to realize when we really pay attention to those kinds of people. You know, don't, don't, don't spend your time on uh, a well that cannot draw water. You know what I mean? Anyway, um, we'll move on from that, my friends. Apparently I'm a little congested right now for some reason. But in the meantime, uh, welcome, my friends. Cheers. Uh, it is game night, my friends. So please uh, come and join us. We're going to be uh, goofing off here a little bit. Uh, we don't have any other ideas. I was I was literally just going to be like, oh, I'm going to Google other games again. Because every once in a while, I just Google like games to play on Zoom. And we haven't found much except for the all bad cards, which we have a lot of fun with. But, you know, I think a lot of us are a little bit tired of that. So if you guys have any ideas for another game to play, we are not stuck on that one like is you don't don't feel like we have to play that fucking game like we're all actually receptive to a new new game we'll have fun with that one too i'm sure but ladies and gentlemen we would be perfectly happy to play fucking parcheesi or something i don't even know well, one of the problems is like a lot of those games uh that you can play online everybody has to have a paid copy and it's like 30 bucks a piece and it's fuck right off you know we're not i'm, I'm not gonna pay for 400 worth of people's games and i don't think anyone else is either so uh we always want to find games that ideally we can play for a small amount of i have no problem paying a few bucks you know i pay, I pay for the all bad cards every month uh i pay for what paid for that jackbox games that turned out to be kind of a bust although Smash actually likes it because uh, Smash always wins is why. But uh, uh, Potato Spud or whatever the fuck that lies. I like it. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, well, we can play that one too, honestly. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I'm perfectly happy to give you marks, but that he just Smash is a little bit cocky here. He's like, I just beat everyone down like a freaking uh, clown. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, let us know if you uh, exactly do. If you want anything, uh, if you want to try anything else, ladies and gentlemen, just let me know. Nice to see everybody. Nice to see uh, who was uh, first in the chat. Oh my God, it might be an upset, ladies and gentlemen. Let me switch to live chat, just like you guys, to see who it could have been. Holy cow, Elite is first in the house. And T.O., they beat Atomic Spoon, both of them. It's wow. it's, it's incredible, ladies and gentlemen. It's incredible. Yeah. Two people beat people him. Do you think they were holding him back? Like in the, the uh, I don't know, it's like smushing his nose and stuff? I don't know, man. He's probably changing his life here. Dude, maybe. Maybe they chained him down or something. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome. Cheers, Smoke Sins. Cheers, uh, Atomic Spoon. Nice to, well, I just said Atomic Spoon. Cheers, Buddha Boy. Uh, cheers, uh, Stone Root. Nice to see you. Crime or Grows in the house. Welcome, Crime or Grows. Uh, Bugs in the house. Cheers, Bugs. Good to see you, buddy. Uh, who else in here? Shit, I'll happy. Nice to see you. I always feel like I'm swearing when I say his name. Uh, yeah. What was I going to say? Uh, who else in here? Miss Chronic. Cheers, Miss Chronic. Uh, congratulations for winning yesterday. Uh, Nar Murphy and uh, Kauk. Kauk. I don't know how to pronounce that. Uh, who else in here? Uh, Ned Kelly. Cheers, my friend. And Josh Colbert. Welcome, everyone. Let me post the link, my friends, to uh, come and join us. Like I said, it would be nice if you guys actually did come and join us because we have a lot more fun that way. It's really annoying. Annoying. One of the feet, like there are these tiny little feet on my keyboard, and one of the little feet, it, it turns out, like the little laminated part fell off. And so now the keyboard is just slightly unbalanced. Fuck off. That's so stupid. <laughs> it's so dumb. Yeah, it's like just slightly bad. And so it like slips on one side. Oh my. Anyway, um, what's that, D? 
good Kuku can't be good yeah, enough. Exactly. A full on wireless fucking Kud actually gave me a keyboard, but the annoying thing, and I, I hate to say this because like Kud was very nice and gave me this cool old like Korean keyboard or whatever. Um, it does type really well, but it's just it, this is this is kind of I don't know, I have to be honest, this is a little bit like first world shit, but it has a cord that comes out, and I'm just like, oh, with this I don't have a cord, with the other one I have this fucking cable. It's kind of annoying. I don't know. And also that one is like double, well, not double wide, but it has like a number pad or whatever. I don't know. Coot would laugh at me. He probably is laughing because he's like, well, you don't have the backlit such and such from Japan. That's like hand machine brass keyboard. I mean, what is it? Smash, you're the one that got Coot into the keyboards. Like, what does he got? What does he have these days? Is, I like, forgot. is it full on crazy. like hand machine and shit? And what is it? Like yeah, atomically he's weighted? Got, and He's got custom caps. He's got Special each, each key is engraved. Clackable's coot is the best. <laughs> the one and only. That's what it is. The one and only. Each each key all right on the side just says if you have to look really close with like a magnifying glass, it says the one. Then if you look closer, the and only. That's it. Uh cheers, Grokoski. Nice to see you, my friend. Cheers, uh uh who else in here? Uh well if I've missed you, my friends. Uh, uh good to see you. Still haven't posted that link here. Here's the link right here, my friends. Uh, come and join us. Uh, come play with us. Come join us. You guys don't have to actually come and play the game if you want to come on the panel. It's just always a lot more fun when we have uh, people on the panel uh, instead of uh, just uh, people playing in the uh, uh, chat. You guys are welcome to... Cheers, Sungrown Bags. Maxi, I knew I missed somebody. Uh, you guys are more than welcome to play with us if we do play All Bad Cards or a couple other games. One of the reasons why, play, why we play them is because people in the chat can play and actually a lot of times people in the chat win, so that's kind of fun. But like I said, uh, if you guys hop on here and uh, uh, talk with us, you don't have to play the game. But likewise, if you play the game, you don't have to talk to us or whatever. You guys know what I'm trying to say. Cheers, Ryan. Good to see you. Nice to see you as well. Uh, what was I going to say? Cheers, D. What's the, what's the good word, buddy? Welcome to the welcome to the show, my friend. What's going on, chat? What's going on, panel? Peace. Pink Venom. Mm -hmm. Pink Venom tonight. And then Black Death Bubble later. We're speaking uh -huh. time. I need to really uh, join here myself. That's what I'm in the process of doing. Uh, you there? Find me on Instagram at D underscore zombie underscore. Come play with us. That's it. Come, come jump on and play with us tonight on uh, Game Night. My favorite night of the week. Yeah, man. Everybody. Welcome, D. Cheers, buddy. Uh, what's going on, Smashed? Another much, man. Just working on another event for the gallery. Uh, we're setting up an ornament show for Christmas. Like That's fun. Hand blown glass ornaments for trees and stuff right. like that. A hand blown glass ornament from a friend of mine that I got at one of the tasting meetings. I'll have to find it here somewhere. Those are super fun. Uh, is it going to be like mostly hand painted ones or like glass or what? Whatever. All of, like all kinds we have of some, yeah we have some play guys doing some stuff we got a, a bunch of different artists it's pretty cool because we bring cool. together a lot of different styles right on sounds like you're having lots of fun over there it's all right it took a couple of days off like like you have kind of been burnt out man hmm. like all the social media like thinking about having to reset everything and start over like, 
it's uh it's it's not a good thing you know like it really isn't and it's uh i think a lot of these fucking trolls that that uh, uh play little games with people's lives i don't think they realize that they're living in adult world where people's consequences are real in their lives you know what i mean i think a lot of these people are just fucking children basically like mental children some of them are literal ch uh, children uh, not that there's anything wrong with living your parents, but I mean, a lot of them still live with their fucking parents, you know what I mean? And act like children. And, you know, I'm not one of those people to say, oh, it's, it's, it's bad to live with your parents or something. You know, plenty of people in New York and stuff have different oh, yeah, lives. But some of these people live like in a fucking basement and talk shit about other people. You know what I mean? It's just like, bro, don't, don't, you know, don't, don't fucking, uh, what's the expression? don't throw stones if you live in a fucking glass house. You know what I mean? But that's, that's the real life for these people. So, yeah, I don't know. And Italian families, they stay together. Yeah, yeah so, absolutely. So, so I actually think that's a lot more healthy, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, that, I think our kind of American culture, we're, uh, well, we're not alone in this. I guess the Chinese do it now, which is a big problem now that they're having this very aging population and stuff. But a few cultures have taken this very American uh, way of doing things where you basically kick the kids out at 18 or whatever, uh, whether they're ready or not. Uh, that's a very good thing for capitalism. It gets a lot of people buying houses and stuff. But if you notice, of course, houses now, are literally like over half a million dollars in most places. Excuse me. I think I, I read that the average price of a house in Canada, like average is over $400,000. Like that's it's crazy. I mean, that, that includes like the far North and everything else, you know, where there's like a hut that costs you $8,000. So you can imagine what, what that brings all the freaking averages to. But, um, yeah, how do I say that? I'm not I'm not criticizing people for how, you know, how they live, but I am criticizing people for when they do live as a child and then behave like a fucking child. That's just that's that's that shit's not cool. You know what I mean? Like people should know better. My friend actually just like most people is down payment for a house and had to put into a disabled van for his children. Jeez. You know, yeah, like, a lot of people would be their their retirement fund is their kids' college or something, you know? So he's trying, he's got a child that's in a wheelchair. Mm. Uh, no, ver she's not verbal. Um, at, like at all. Mm. She, she can walk a little bit, but then she has to have like a, it's kind of like a walker for her mm. almost. Yeah. Um, his other daughter's okay, but yeah, think about trying to bring his daughter or going to an event or going yeah, camping, mm. you know, like, Thank God he got the van because, like, this thing will actually help him be a little bit more free mm. with the children, bring him to the beach and stuff. Mm. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, it lowered, dude, it's the coolest thing. So, if you meet the door opens up like this, the ramp comes down and the whole suspension, it's like a Dodge Caravan and it just goes, mm. and the wheelchair goes right up in there. They have the third or the second row completely taken out. For a secure wheelchair, and then his the captain or not, the passengers is like a captain's chair that goes back and rotates. Pretty cool. Nice, it sucks that he has to do it, like just to hang out with his kids tomorrow. I mean, you do what you got to do. You know what I mean. Um, I've said this before. The U.S. Uh, you know, you you, you uh, very. It's very easy to think pretty negatively about the U.S. in many ways, but honestly, we are ahead in in a number of different things. One of them is actually in. Uh, uh, disabled uh, um, access, you know, the, the ADA, the Americans with Disabilities Act has mandated that almost every single business that there is has to have some kind of uh, um, 
uh, yeah, the disabled access, a wheelchair ramp or some other basically a uh, method for people to get in, you know, and a lot of other countries have been so many places where it's shocking, like there's fucking steps right in the way, you know what I mean? There's, there's no way to get in. Even if you had a wheelchair or anything else, you'd have to jump out of the wheelchair in some cases to get up some stairs or whatever, you know what I mean? The U.S. doesn't have that kind of stuff. Um, but anyway, I'm getting fucking distracted. What's, uh, uh, what's going on, Stone? Oh, look at that, Femi Stone, uh, I understand. I'm trying, I'm trying <laughs> to get my, my phone to work correctly, but I can't. So, right. uh, I, made, I made this, I had this idea. <laughs> you can read backwards. It says human for president. So I figured you should just take the weed. You should just become president. I'll be your, uh, I'll be your enemy. That's it. That's it. We're <laughs> a weed for everybody. Uh, well, everybody that wants it, we're not going to shove it down your throat. But let's say weed for everybody. <laughs> um, kind of like Oprah. Uh, you get some weed. You get some weed. We all get some weed. What else are we going to campaign for here? Stone root. We're going to say. Uh, Mushrooms too. Mushrooms too. No matter what the kind of mushroom is, if it's a lion's mane or a freaking uh, magic mush mushroom, they're they're good to go. Weed and mushrooms for everybody. What else? Lasagna. Uh, Ooh, well, I was thinking everyone should make the same amount of money. That's good. Really I like that. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. Well, I don't know. Can we say no douchebag rich people? It would be nice if we could. No excessive wealth. Can we? Yeet the douchebag rich people with a trebuchet uh, into as, as, into like a soft place, maybe like a a pit uh -huh. filled with teddy bears or something. I don't know, but wouldn't that be funny just to see like Elon Musk flying through the sky into a pit of teddy bears? I was originally thinking something like that, but I was thinking if you just make it so everyone makes the same amount of money, that would probably be torturing them way more. Be like oh, he would be horrible for them. Yeah. He's not better than somebody. Oh my fucking god! Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I agree. No, I agree. Uh, what does he just do? He's been banning people. He's been talking about free speech or whatever on Twitter, but he's banning people for parodying his, parodying his account, which is like legal. Like parody is a, like a legal concept in fucking free speech. But yeah, he doesn't give a shit. Uh, he says they fall in a pit of bushes. Yeah, I, I like it. I like it. Douches. Sorry. Douches. A pit of douches. Like that too. That's it. That's it exactly. Uh, we tar and feather them, but with like molasses and sprinkles, or or chocolate syrup and sprinkles. So it's like kind of awful, but not that bad, right? Because we're not sadists. You know what I mean? Anyway, we'll figure it out. We 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 have a, we have a while until 2024 to to figure out the Phoebe for president campaign. <laughs> you ever heard of this place, Liberland? Uh. -uh. Oh, so it's like uh, rich people's like paradise. They uh -huh. like took a part of. Yeah, they took a part of like a, a dis a, like line dispute. This like Sir, it's in like Slovenia. No, it's in Croatia, I think. It's on. It's on the border. Hmm. So like, it, it's hard. They won't even let them go to the land, but they're trying to get them to like claim the land. And it's all cryptocurrency based. Oh my fucking god! Yeah, all the most they they actually have like a passport. It's they had. It's funny. Yeah, sure they do. Go into a couple countries. Uh, Facebook just uh, uh, laid off a bunch of people today and fucking Mark Zuckerberg was saying, I take full responsibility for these problems. And I was like, oh, so that's why you're firing 11,000 people because you take full responsibility for these problems. Okay, that's exactly how it works. I take full responsibility for your people's problems and now you get the fuck out. 
I'm gonna go smoke some meats. Yep. And damn it, can't eat on again. <laughs> oh, whatever. He could be, I have to be honest, he could be worse than the cannabis industry. So there there is that. You know? What's that what's that smash? I haven't checked the garden in a few days. Yeah, but the check. thing about the cannabis industry is that it fucks you with like every single aspect of its fuck. Yeah. Where most industries it's like you can deal with like one aspect of it or like two aspects of it, but the entire thing is screwed from the start simply because of the, the prohibition of that. Yeah, it's an interesting point. I don't know. I mean, you're probably right. And and uh, how do I say it? Like, uh, uh, it, is it like, is it one of those things? It's just a rotten tree and we're just going to always have rotten fruit from that rotten tree. I fucking don't know. Because I mean, like it was criminalized and for a long, like for a super long time. And so a lot of the people, I don't know, I've been thinking about all the people who are in cannabis and it's, it's really bizarre to me. It's not, it's not any one really group of people except for, I guess, probably rich people, frankly, but I don't know. Like there's a bunch of people who've been in it for 20 years and they were lucky enough to stay in it for 20 years. And now those people are big time, but if they had any problems along the way, they're not in it now. Um, I don't even know what I'm trying yeah. to say. Exactly. It's, just, it's, it's, it's really a big mess to see. And then all the perception from the outside, a lot of the friends that I meet or a lot of people who I'll meet who, if, if anything I say, Oh, I'm, you know, I do something in cannabis or something, or I have a little tiny seed business or whatever else they assume immediately. Oh, he's one of those weed bros. And then we have a whole conversation about that because all of the weed people that they've ever met, literally all of them, except for me will have been basically like douche bros with like trust funds and all that. It's crazy. Like I'll meet people who've met like 20 of these guys that are like douche bro, freaking, uh, 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 trust fund guys in Portland. You know what I mean? So if it's just in one city, you can imagine how it is around the country. Oh, it's really interesting. That's, that's how it was when I was at RISD. Hmm. Yeah. Like I was one of the, like the first people I knew that at school, everyone was just in, like their parents would send them there. They'd buy them the apartment building that they lived in. And then they, they didn't have to worry about anything the entire time. I couldn't even afford the uh, furniture for black people. It's like, hmm. you know, I'll be in the store. It's the same way. It doesn't matter the way you walk off. Stone, I hate to interrupt you, but I think your noise canceling is getting in the way of your talking. If you could talk a little closer to your mic, or I'm not really sure what it is, but there we go. I think that's better. Yeah, I got it. There, that's better. That's better. Wait, is that better? That's a lot better. So that's what it was actually for anyone listening in. Basically, Zoom is not smart enough to know what a person talking is necessarily, but they know what certain frequencies are. And so when you were sitting, like when you're close to the mic, the, the uh, Zoom uh, uh, noise cancellation is like, oh, okay, I'm just going to cancel all the other stuff that's not stone root. But when you're standing away and it's like the same frequency as the fan, it basically fights with each other. And so you come across like, oh, whoa, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's really, it's really kind of <laughs> Sorry. a fun thing. No, no, it's not your fault. I'm just saying for other people. But uh, cheers. Uh, back to you. I forget what you're saying. Oh, sorry about that. That's all right. Oh no, I'm just saying. I was like, yeah, you're just. There's all sorts of obstacles and similar obstacles, but mm. not as many as there are in the cannabis industry. It's like I was. I was a caregiver. That's why I gave it up. It's just once once legalization happened, mm. then the city was able to start screwing with you, and I, just, I wasn't going to put up with that. Yeah, it's pretty messed up, honestly. And it, it doesn't have to be, right? But of course, none of our 
problems in society are accidental. A lot of them are really caused by people and people making conscious decisions, right? So, I don't know. But uh, like every other industry too, I was like thinking about it when I was trying to when I was when I had my um my business, um, you know, like all the people who started their businesses in the in the sixties or the seventies or the eighties, even the nineties, they all get grandfathered in with all sorts of weird like things that we all have to put up with, and they're all expenses for a new person. And everything in life costs more than. You know, when the boomers were around and they keep on making more regulation and more regulation. That I've been talking to my friends about that. Yeah, there's there's so many examples of that. Like, uh, I'm not a huge fan of Terry Gross on NPR, but she continues to be the main like fresh air host basically for years. I remember vividly that she said she was going to retire about six years ago and that she's unretired. Um, and she's, I think, in her like 70s already. And she's still doing that. She's been doing it literally for like 50 fucking years. Uh, which is fine, except that nobody else gets to do that too. Like she got to start when she was 20 something and now retire when she's 70 something. If someone eventually pushes her out, you know, like it's, it's time that other people get a chance to also try to do those fun things too. And I know that sounds terrible. You know, like people are like, well, fuck, I'm not, I'm not uh, a dinosaur or whatever, but Jesus, there's an element of that. It's like at some point in the past, people did understand, oh, you know what? I've been around here too long. Maybe it's time for me to retire and enjoy my life. And they did. But now people are living into their freaking 80s and working until their 80s. And then they're not allowing anyone else to come into those positions. And then what happens is by the time they retire, it's a little bit like King Charles. Honestly, it's a lot like King Charles. Queen Elizabeth was so old by the time he took power that he's extremely old now. You know what I mean? And he's probably not going to be around for that much longer because he's a dude and everything. He might be, but you never know. I mean, his dad I've lived to like 100 or whatever, right? But still, um, point is, uh, 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 I don't know. It's a weird situation. And it's it's kind of unprecedented in, in human history. You know, like we haven't had these generations, well, one generation really kind of monopolizing the entire uh, 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 scene, you know, and then making decisions for all the rest of us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, the decisions that affect everyone. Yeah. Yeah. It's not so. Yeah, um, the amount of stupid decisions they make about the internet or anything else. And I think to myself, okay, has that particular 78-year-old geriatric ever sent an email? You know, like some of them have. Some of them, many, many people have. But I can tell you, for example, my mom is completely clueless about anything related to technology. And kind of proudly so. And she's known a lot of people like that over the years. There's a lot of people her age who don't give a fucking shit about computers. They think it's ridiculous. They think computers are still a passing fad. That's a ludicrous way to think about anything. But there are government officials that are like that, you know? I remember Ted Cruz talking about the series of fucking tubes. It's still funny today. You know, this idiot, this old man talking about a series of tubes, you know? And again, no, no disrespect to old man, but that's a particular fucking dipshit old man. You know what I mean? I think we can all agree. Yeah. A lot of people. Yeah, you know, COVID changed a lot of that, though. Because, um, a lot of everyone had to be on Zoom calls and stuff, even just to see your family. So a lot of That's people true. learned it. Uh, um, a lot of people didn't, which always puzzles me. I mean, I guess there are different reasons. You know, if you're a car mechanic, you don't necessarily have to do Zoom meetings, but. Uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, yeah, everybody. Like, speaking of even car mechanics, like, even they probably had to meet with, I don't know, Audi headquarters or some shit. You know what I mean? Like, they, they had to learn about some new part or something because now it's all about electronics and this and that. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. It's weird when you meet people now 
who don't understand smartphones or email or anything. But I remember this about like, I don't know, a few different people in my life that I've met over the years. At some point in their life, here's Smash, there's a lot of feedback coming back from you. I'm going to, Ken, there you go. Um, uh, uh, at some point in their life, they became a dinosaur. And in one way or another, I've talked to people and they like, at some point they realized they were like, oh man, I'm a fucking dinosaur. And they realized like they're behind somehow technologically and whatever else. It's really interesting to see that. I don't know if it happens for the same, I don't, I don't know if it happens for everybody. Cause you know, like there's people we know, Coot and everybody else who are as technologically savvy as anybody you'll meet. But there are definitely some people that I've met over the years that, well, for example, my mom, she's basically a dinosaur and that's actually gotten to be a problem because of some of her life choices and stuff. We cannot do anything normal, like uh, 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 online banking or anything. It's become a real big life problem and uh, a normal person will be able to fix it in three minutes. You know what I mean? Like online banking. Oh, come on. You know, that's easy. Like that's old hat. Like a, a child can do that. Literally. I think that's uh, what broke. So I, I resisted. I resisted for many years. I didn't have a smartphone until like probably two years ago. Um, but it was probably online banking. Again, a little bit closer, but we're getting that same feedback again for some reason. Oh, sorry. No worries. Yeah, no, try, try and, to um, sit closer if you can. There you go. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm closer. Sorry. Right on. Um, yeah, now I forgot what I was saying. Uh, oh, for about you resisted oh, for many like, years. Stuff. Like I, I resisted all that shit. And when I was like doing my business, when I was doing my, bu- my business, you needed it. You needed it for networking and all sorts of things. So you, it's like it was. It's essential. And um, now I don't do Facebook anymore. Mm. But, uh, yeah, I've pretty much abandoned Facebook too. I try to avoid it. In fact, I basically avoid it. Like there's all kinds of times I probably should use it, but I honestly just avoid it. Uh, it's such a fucking cesspool. I remember I used to be part of a game group. I was quite serious about this one game and it was a super fun community and stuff for a while until all the trolls little by little by little by little made it this extremely, uh, just unpleasant place. Like it was, it was really unpleasant to hang out on, uh, any of those boards, basically all the friendships and stuff was basically for nothing. Cause it was so, how do I say this? Dude, we had people that were literally on a game group, by the way, mind you, a fucking game group. Uh, they were, this, this was for like world war two planes. It was like basically like kind of a simulator for world war two planes, super fun, whatever. Um, uh, these guys were advocating civil war and shit. Like literally, like they were like, we, we gotta, we gotta kill the libs. And this is several years ago. And these guys are in fucking they're using their real name, using their real fucking name and everything. And it just, it got so uncanny. I mean, I don't know. It's not even, you can't even really say it's weird. It's like, why are they talking about civil war in a game group? You know, you stop and think about that stuff from time to time. You're, well, because they're fucking nuts is why, honestly. But basically what you come down to is like, what I came to is like, most of these people are fucking nuts. And the ones that aren't, are not on my feed because Facebook is fucking with the feed. So I just basically abandoned it. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I regret sometimes the camaraderie of, you know, I don't just, running into friends or whatever on Facebook, but shit, it's, it's, it's such a cancer. Same thing with uh, uh, Instagram. The problem with Instagram is Facebook, really. Like it used to be a fun app. It was, it was a cool place, cool photos and everything else. I mean, it was a social media st- site, so it had the same problems for apparently young girls and everything else. But, you know, I'm not a young girl, so I don't have those problems. But like, uh, uh, how do I say it? Now it's just so messed up because they don't know if they want to be TikTok or this or that. So Instagram now is like this gigantic dumpster fire on top of the fact that it still has all the same Facebook problems. Thankfully, there's less of the civil war shit, but oh my God. What, what have we come to as a society now where this is like an open topic of conversation? I'm just absolutely baffled. 
It's nutty. It, it, isn't it? Google too. Google's Google feed lately has been. I don't know if they changed something, but it's just like it's not even local to me anymore, and it's all like seriously right wing, like pressing propaganda. I've heard that too. Uh, Google has had this really big problem actually for search results for years now that their uh, search results have been gamed by a bunch of different people who are using like uh, 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 search words and and uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Whatever, SEO. They basically uh, uh, maximize their search engine optimization and they basically shove all kinds of inappropriate stuff at you. So the, Google's whole thing was that they prioritized uh, 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 results by uh, probability that you're going to be interested in it, basically. Probability that you uh, are interested, how do I say this? Probability that it's the correct thing you're looking at, probability that you're interested. Like it used to be you'd get like 37,000 results and you had to sift through yourself, basically, right? And Google came along and was like, no, no, these people actually want to know when they look up fucking German Shepherd dog. They want to look up, you know, the, probably they want to look up German Shepherd dog instead of all the things that have the words German Shepherd dog in it, which is basically what the search engines used to be. But the point is, how do I say this? Now they're gamed uh, uh, to uh, 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 local German Shepherd dog uh, um, uh, uh, training facility or something. And that'll be the first result that comes up because the local freaking German Shepherd uh, uh, company, whatever, hired some SEO optimizer to basically sit there all day, every day. We'll probably just outsource it to, to, to Asia, but have somebody basically sit there and optimize their fucking website so that, how do I say this? You can't find the shit you're looking for anymore on Google. It's, 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 it's a little bit ridiculous. Um, so I'm honestly not surprised that there's like right wing gaming and all kinds of other stuff there. It's, it's really fucked up. Uh, I heard the other day that in a, I don't know, related but slightly different way. Apparently CNN basically got bought out or at least, uh, what is it, Time Warner? I don't remember. But any, evidently there's a new right-wing billionaire that owns them thanks to the, all the billionaires that we have that get to decide all our policies for us. There's apparently a new right-wing billionaire and he's basically taken CNN real far to the right. That's, that's yay, that's awesome. I, we, need I, more, I, we need more right-wing networks. I, did, I didn't like them before and now I can't read them. Oh, for fucking real. Yeah, it was vapid garbage but, before. I've heard that Wolf Blitzer is one of the stupidest people in the world, but one of the reasons why he's good is that basically he has an earpiece and he just repeats whatever is said in the earpiece. And so, like, that's what, I mean, when you think about it, like, that's all they need. They just need some producer to talk out of Wolf Blitzer's mouth. <laughs> it's, it's funny you say that. I was, I forget which show I was watching, but it was a cannabis show. And I was, it, it seemed like that's what was happening. Uh, it was really funny. Some of these people get lost without the cue cards. Oh, put it that. <laughs> What's my name again? Uh, oh shit. Now I forget the, the, in Anchorman where he says, that, oh, I get it. I know. Cheers, Bud Kilowatt. Good to see you, my friend. Cheers. Uh, uh, who else in here? Cheers, DGC Jeff. Good to see you, Bud. Lock in the house. Cheers, my friend. Welcome. Who else in here that I haven't said hello to? Cheers, Bake with Shake. Uh, T-Ben in the house. What's going on? Dr. Dang420. Welcome, everybody. Dude, I love having perfectly dry weed. Oh, I know, right? Um, it's like a little bit dry, but as soon as you start breaking it up, it starts getting sticky. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, Stone, you coming to Harvest Cup? Absolutely, dude. Nice. Okay. Um, what time are we meet? Should I meet you? Like, I'm 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 the guy that's always late, man. <laughs> <laughs> Plain and simple, I'll say twelve o'clock. Probably be there around one. Oh, okay. Okay. I, I'm trying to think because I have to. They want me to go Friday night to like the before party. 
Oh, you do? You are going? They, they want me to. They hit me up and they were like, oh, you come in? I was like, I don't know yet. And then someone asked me to go to the after party. Martial artist is coming down. He said he's going to the after party. What's, when's the after party? I don't know. He sent me a flyer. Hold on. Let me check it. It's going to be fun. I hope you can come down to the uh, conference. Even if I can't get to the conference, I'll link up with you. Uh, I'm thinking about it. Obviously. I don't know what I'm going to decide. It's got, I don't know. I need to decide maybe the next month. It'd be fun to get out there. Uh, we'll see. I probably would have new seeds then, but I, uh, I don't know for sure. I think so. Pretty sure. Um, so that'd be kind of fun, but it would be fun to meet uh, some of those people. It'd be fun to see. Uh, never actually, I don't think I've actually met Wendy in person. I've seen her in person. That sounds weird. Her. No, I think I've seen her at like an Indo Expo or something, but I don't think I ever met her in person. Um, or James, actually, for that matter. Uh, I've met Suzanne, but uh, who else? Yeah, there's a few people there that, that Dan Kittredge do is apparently pretty good, uh, pretty cool. It's always interesting to hear uh, Kevin Jodry talk. The puff down. I have fun to have a party. I don't think I, I certainly can't go for three days. Yeah, I know. I do the hardest. Blame you. Yeah. I'm going. It's hard yeah. for growers at all to ever get away for three days. I'm on, I'm on trying to autopilot this water and step away for a couple of days. Hmm, that's cool. It's a good way to but I can usually do that. I can usually go for three days, but. This year, my plants got way out of hand, and they're way too big. I don't got what. I have two shitty plants in the flower tent, or the big tent. It's not in flowers, so I can't. Um, Cooch stuff looks amazing. And then that Sunset Sherb to Ken D looks amazing. Apple fritters bouncing back. I'll probably put that into flower. That's cool. One more time. Yeah, don't, uh, don't toss it. I still have... A cut. I still have clones. I have a cut. <coughs> um, Delman wants it back, but then he had to shut down. So I'm sending it to Steelbird. Shout out Steelbird. Rockhound. You know, it doesn't matter. Uh, tough with uh, tough with Delman. Uh, but yeah, that's one of the reasons to send stuff out. Honestly, people forget that. Like they'll just hold on to stuff forever, and if they ever lose it, it's gone. You know what I mean? Whereas if you gave it to somebody else that you could actually trust to get it back, well, you know, you can get it back. But then again, be careful. Like the person I gave the Mac to, I'm not going to get it back from that person. I can ask a hundred times. Oh yeah, sure, sure. It'll never happen. Uh, so, you know, be mindful of that. Sometimes you'll give it away and you're not going to get it back. Um, but yeah, sometimes you got to think whatever situation happened to you could happen to someone else too. keep that in mind too. So if you actually need something to be uh, uh, kept, you got to have two copies at least because somebody else's garden might get fucked up. You know, that happens. They might get oh, shit, got, or some shit. I got, yeah. yeah. I got aphids root. Absolutely. That's why know. I started giving seeds out originally. Hmm. So I wanted people to have my seeds so I could get them someday if I needed them. Hmm. I dig it. Cheers. Get up, gal. Nice to see you. Strands up in the air, get up, girl. That's it. Do it. Put your hands in the air like you just don't fucking care. Uh, and then when you do that, ladies and gentlemen, hop on here and join us, my friends, so we can uh, play game night. This is actually game night, so come oh, join wow. us. Don't play with us, John. Definitely got better. I gotta find this. Second time around is almost always better. 
He's saying. That's exactly right, D. He's pretty good. I'm going to clean this bowl. Forgot to show my website, ladies and gentlemen. If you guys uh, need any uh, genetics, take a look at Fumidoro, seedco.com or fumidoro.com. Uh, you can also type chronictable.com. It'll take you there. And of course, you can listen to the Chronic Table podcast. That's this. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, we have a new setup now. So actually, there's going to be probably almost uh, uh, instant, not instant rather, but like farm to table uh, 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 podcast production, hopefully. Like the other day, I was so happy about the audio quality. I was like, oh, fuck it. I'm just going to edit the, the podcast and throw it up right after the show. Point is, ladies and gentlemen, uh, take a look. If you guys uh, have been annoyed by the sound quality in the past, I really don't blame you. Uh, uh, I did my best, but every time I freaking uploaded it, it was cringy how bad it was. I was basically downloading the YouTube and then sending it back, and I was essentially like just squishing blood from a stone, basically. There was not enough data there to, to have a good sound. Hopefully that is not the case anymore, ladies and gentlemen, and from now on there will be excellent sound involved. Um, you know, if you guys watched yesterday's show, uh, we'll see, you know, maybe I will start other channels or something because it, it, it does seem a little bit ridiculous to be kind of pigeonholed in a couple of small channels. But in the meantime, I have plans for the future, folks, so please uh, uh, keep tuned or whatever, I guess, and uh, hopefully we'll have some uh, fun stuff to do. I'm thinking about taking the ye old grocery store down. Honestly, it has not been super profitable, ladies and gentlemen, so if it's rewarding to look at these things. I don't know. Just let me know or whatever. If you guys do want to buy something, feel free to do so. Uh, I don't directly sell these, which is kind of the weird thing. And I'm like, yeah, I might as well just take it down. Uh, you just get like this tiny little commission from them. And I think Amazon pays less than they say they do. So it's, it's kind of ludicrous the amount that they're, I don't think they've actually even paid me yet because the check is too small. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I might take it back. But if, if in the meantime, if you want to know my rep recommendation on papers, or uh, I actually have that watering can, or uh, my favorite macro lens right there, although the RF uh, version is actually uh, uh, probably a little bit nicer if you have an RF camera these days. Uh, Photo Plus is pretty much the only microbe that I have any interest in buying. Um, uh, well, like regularly, I mean, I suppose there's like, what? I don't know if you needed to buy like Bavaria or something. That's a different story. But like in terms of like inoculating your soil with a microbe, I don't do it with anything but Photo Plus. Anyway, other than that, I guess, take a look, my friends. And of course, uh, if you are unfamiliar with uh, any of the strains on here, I'd be happy to answer some questions versus, uh, via DM or email, my friends. Uh, take a look. And uh, I highly recommend uh, Morgana or Lime River Rose. Any of the versions of Morgana are excellent. Uh, Morgana V1, V2, and V3 are available. Uh, V2 is the only one that's not pictured right here. She is different than uh, uh, basically the V1 uh, in that she has a different father. She has Black Prince Ruby as a father, as does Sour Morgana, as does Lime River Rose V2. But the V1 of Morgana and Lime River Rose both have Ruby Jack F2 as a father, ladies and gentlemen. Lots of terps in both of them. Take a look, my friends. And of course, you can get uh, package deals if you'd like. Anyway, coupon code BRAINS, B-R-A-I-N-Z, for, that's it right there, for 14% off, my friends. Take a look. And then hop on, motherfuckers. Holy shit, we need to uh, have more people to uh, uh, play this game, ladies and gentlemen. And I haven't seen any new suggestions, so it's going to be all bad cards again, ladies and gentlemen. So hop on here and so, um, uh, come up with us. The, stunk, yeah. the, the after parties on Saturday, starting at 7 to 12. Oh, damn. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to go. Yeah, I figured it's late. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to be at my home, my buddy's house. I haven't seen his house yet. It's in, uh, you got a new house in Rhode Island, so I don't know. Be on that. 
Yeah, I think me, Miranda, Family Farms, Martial Artist. I got my buddy coming with me, uh, Natural Collective, the Art Gallery. Got a couple people. It's going to be a good time. Mass Cana is going to be there. He's mad chill. He's come to a bunch of events I've been at. Hey, if you come and see me, I give you free seats. What the fuck? Why wouldn't you come and say hi? Yes. You know, we could play bad questions instead of the classic. So here's some one? options here. Let me share this screen. Uh, Did I, you want me there Friday night? Because I don't care. I, can, I, I wasn't planning on going down Friday night, but I guess I could. I don't know if I'm going to go. I'm trying to figure out what, like, exactly what the, because they invited me. Okay. It's just like an after, it's just like a kickoff party. I don't know what the fuck it's going to be, you know? Yeah. yeah. I got a lot of stuff to do, so I'd rather not go down until Saturday. I'm going Saturday, definitely. I'll be there probably. I'm going to, I'm going to try to be there for 12, like when it opens. Okay. Maybe 11, because I have early access. Yeah. Being a media is the I'm a media person this time. Hopefully, uh, I'm gonna keep some of the content for a different channel and put it up. Oh yeah, Mm -hmm. nice. Yep, I have a couple ideas what I want to do. I want to interview Jenks too while I'm there. Talk to him. Super awesome guy. He's cool. I gave him my weed last time. I want to see what he says. <laughs> I think I gave him apple fritter. That's right. It's horrible. Worst weed ever. Probably not. I gave uh, Soulfire Genetics high desert seeds. That's cool. He was cool. He was like, hell yeah, I'll grow these. What the fuck? I was like, take two. Here, take two so you can do a decent hunt. <laughs> So high desert, keep an eye out for your stuff coming out of uh full fire. Thanks. Well shit, I have it uh, teed up, ladies and gentlemen. <coughs> but it is challenging to play with four people, I have to be honest. So folks, if you do yeah, want to uh I don't know, people say they want game night, but I don't think they want game night. So I'm thinking like uh, this this might be a I'm doing that shit Why once a month thing or something. I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm kind of tired tired of pulling blood from a fucking stone to be perfectly frank. We'll see how it goes. But ladies and gentlemen, if you want to play the the game, hop the fuck on cuz otherwise it's do. kind of boring honestly then the flow is all fucked up cuz people that are not in the the, the yeah it's, it's, it's I don't know why I have to say this but whatever ladies and gentlemen if you want to play hop on otherwise you're just going to stop doing game night cuz that's just kind of dumb like uh, me like I'm doing stuff right now all you have to do is cover the camera it doesn't matter phone whatever if you don't want to be on camera you don't have to I mean I don't like like counting seeds on camera I look like a dummy yeah a little bit um, and then that's right. One, two. So I, I can't do both. I can't watch YouTube and do the game, and I can't watch YouTube and be on Zoom. Hmm. So I have never done the game. Update. What's that? You gotta have backup phones. That's right. Yeah. Or a fancy pancy computer. Yeah, I haven't bought a computer in like friggin' 20 years. It's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> You're not into it. 
Check this out. This is two or three years. Of what? Just phones that you've had? Yeah. Hmm. Broken screen. Broken, uh, broken. This one's still good. This is my backup right now. Dude, why don't you like cases? You need to put a case on it. They have cases. So put, a, put a screen case on it or something. I did on this one. This one has a screen case that actually saved my screen. Nice. I said, thank you, remember? I was like, I actually put a screen protector on my phone. There you go. Mm-hmm. I got a case for this phone, but I didn't, it didn't come in time, and I dropped it too soon, and I, I broke the camera. I actually, I broke the uh, the flash. Mm. It, it doesn't even point at the thing I try to put the flash on. It'll, like, point off to the side. It's kind of funny. Everything's, like, side lit or, like, back lit. I'll be um, shooting 4K, too, with this phone. That's cool. And I have extra storage. Plus, this is 500 gig- or 512 gigabytes. Hmm. So I have a decent amount of storage. I wanted the Pixel, but it didn't have a fucking SIM card slot. Pretty annoying, yeah. I wish iPhones had a uh, uh, SD card slot or something, but they've just always... It's really annoying. They've never needed to have that kind of design ethos. Like, uh, all the best parts of Apple stuff were not how thin the iPhone was. You know what I mean? But they always thought, no, it must be thinner, even thinner, even thinner. You know, like, Jesus. Like, it, it wouldn't kill them to have a couple of slots for an SD card, like a detachable back or something to put a freaking SD card. You can't see money I guess. I mean, honestly, it basically ended up handicapping a lot of people because a lot of the people I know don't pay that extra 20 bucks or whatever for freaking, uh, well, first of all, they don't pay the extra several hundred when they buy the phone. They're like, no, whatever. You know, like most of the people I know have basically a smaller uh, stores yeah, than I do. Yeah, you know what I mean? And they're just like, fuck, a bunch of people I know, they just delete all the extra photos they have. I don't know, the, the horrifying stuff I've seen. You know, people have to delete old photos and stuff. I'm like, what are you doing? You're deleting a picture of your dog or whatever. They're like, I don't, I'm out of space. They do that rather than you know getting more storage. So it basically just handicaps people. Whereas if you had like a SIM card or, a, or now, an SD card, fuck, you can get a new one for 20 bucks. Fuck, nowadays with people shooting 4K on their phones, like if like Whistling Diesel, people hate him, but whatever. He shoots with only iPhones almost. He has one camera. I think it's a Sony, but mostly everything he like films is with iPhones. He has a stack of them because once they're full of 4K, they just kind of puts it away. Hmm. Wait, he has a stack of phones? Mm-hmm. That's so weird. Why? Because every year he would fill up one up and then it would be an upgrade to the next one. All right. It's kind of, it's crazy, but... Has he thought about downloading the, well, I don't know, whatever. Let me guess, the guy has like 20 million followers, so like I'm not anyone to tell him what to do. Hi. <laughs> um, so, ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be a different one. Uh, we're going to try this. If it just totally blows wieners, we're going to try something else. We'll go back to the regular game. But right now we're doing bad questions. So, uh, I guess we. I guess that's the answer. And now we have to come up with the questions. It's kind of like Jeopardy or something. But, like, so, Evil Jeopardy or something like that. YouTube having still got 4.3 million. Say it again. He has 4.3 million? Yeah, subscribers. Jesus Christ. YouTube hates him. Why why does YouTube hate him? Because he's like the biggest like risk 
he does like the dumbest stuff, like breaks cars, jumps cars. Well, yeah. probably didn't hate him for that. They probably love him. They didn't like that uh, FPS Russia or whatever, but he was just basically super into guns and stuff. Mm. And anything like that can hurt someone from watching a video, they kind of like shy away from, I guess. I suppose that's true. Like if someone tried this in the video or like tried this in real life, you know? Objects in the mirror are far more deadly than they appear. Dude, Reddit, speaking of which, uh, Reddit is filled with uh, uh, videos of Ukrainian drones basically dropping grenades on Russians. And it's bizarre when you think about it. Like, so many of us probably are immune to basically being horrified by those videos. But honestly, it's kind of horrifying. It's like, you know, a fucking drone from the sky, pilot at the moment, still piloted by a person, but in the future, it won't be piloted by a fucking person. Uh, how do I say this? A, a drone from the sky dropping death. And I mean, that just sucks for China everybody. Has, I don't care who you are. Yeah, I don't care if it's Russian or anybody. That sucks. China yeah. has autonomous battle boats right now. I uh, think that's like what? Boats? Boats. Oh. Like China is largely a paper tiger. Like, their stuff basically is garbage, but... Uh, 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 it's not going to be garbage forever, but, um, you know, they're developing like, uh, um, how do I say this? Like, for example, with their aircraft carriers and stuff, like the U S is really functionally the only country that has like an aircraft carrier force. Like other countries have a couple of aircraft carriers, but they literally have like one or two. And so it's not like, it's, it's, it's not like a useful ship at that point. Here comes about kilowatt. Our air force is crazy. Yeah, our Navy is the second biggest Air Force in the world. It's ridiculous. Uh, using your teeth. I said, no hands. Why aren't you sucking? <laughs> what do you talk? Uh, what do you talk to today's youth about? Using your teeth. When you can't think of a good question, using your teeth. Why'd you get fired? Using your teeth. What does your inner child want? Using your teeth. What does your charity raise money for? Using your teeth. What do you, where do you plan to have your honeymoon using your teeth? Uh, I mean, that's pretty funny. Why'd you get fired for using your teeth? That's good, kind of why, yeah. Uh, I'm going to do that. Here we go. Major Woody. Nice job. Get up, get it sounds up. like you were describing Skynet earlier. Uh, sounds like I was describing Skynet. Yeah. Uh, All the there are a lot of people. There, oh, yeah, you're not wrong. There's a lot of people who think that AI will turn into Skynet at some point because AI will huh. optimize itself to basically think like, hey, humans are the problem and let's just get rid of them. Uh, yeah. yeah. So even they've had like reactions where like the AI voices that Siri or whatever, Alexas that are learning have like said crazy shit and they've had robots say crazy shit like just randomly because they're they're generating speech and stuff from AI. Um it's gonna become a point when we have like autonomous missiles and like actually like you're saying drones that can stay in the air for like years with solar power and stuff. Like it's gonna become a problem when like we get to that level, I think. I think right now, because I was like, how do I say this? I was reading an article today about like uh, a robot mall cop, pretty much. Hmm. 
And the thing pretty much just self-destructed itself because it was sick of, sick of working. <laughs> it like threw itself into the pond. It knew what it was doing. It was, it probably didn't know what it was doing. No, I, I know. I'm just kidding. Point, but that is pretty funny. It's like, fuck, he'd be a security guard and it kills itself. <laughs> Jesus, sorry. But it did. It fell into a pond. Like, you're not I there yet. I to be a painter in France. We don't even have self-driving cars yet. My hands are closed. But we do have supercomputers, quantum computers. So that's going to make things way different. Quantum computers are going to be pretty bonkers. Yeah, no, no modern uh, uh, encryption is going to hold up to a quantum computer, basically. So passwords and shit, no, no use for having those anymore. They said that it's a Google. Google published a paper saying they solved the puzzle that or uh, whatever, a calculation that normally would take like 10,000 years or something stupid in like 200 seconds. Hmm. Crazy. Cheers, bud. Uh, what happens when you run backwards through a field of crickets? What do I smell like? Buckfutter. What the fuck does Inagata Davida mean? And the answer is little pieces of shit cleans your anus. What do you see every day but refuse to acknowledge? What did Jesus die to save you from? And what is your $200 dildo meticulously engineered to feel like? <laughs> Who do you blame for giving your kid autism? What happens when oh, I read that one? Oh, on that note, I think it's time for that. Have a good night, guys. Hey, cheers, Stone. Good to see you, buddy. Later, yeah. man. Have a good one. Hey, bro. What do you see every day but refuse to acknowledge little pieces of shit cleaning to your anus? That would, that would be a problem. Cheers, bud. Nice to see you, buddy. Yeah, I came in and picked a winner. Lucky me. Let's get it going. You have your finger Hi, on the pulse or butt of the public, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, let me move this over so that we can see both the chat and the freaking Well, game. some nights I've gone the whole game and never even picked one winner. That's true. But I'm still here. And Happens. Oh, wow. We got a lot of people there. Yeah, That's man. good. Right? The strange man that dad brought home one night who apparently lives with us now. Go ahead, Smash. I'm smoking banana tangy rosin, actually. Mm. It's good. We're going to kill our deal. Um, typing so hold on sorry I don't like dead air but it's hard to type and talk well that's right I was going to put like oh, wait how do I do that I, got a timer. I was going to say I was going to put the another microphone under my computer because I can't quite figure out how to play music yet uh, I could play not open source, but basically the music that I pay for. Okay, I got to think about how to do that right now. I'm not 100% sure how to do that. Might be possible. Yeah, I'd have to say I love music, but whatever that, like, what do you call it, open source? Or like oh, it's that not free... open source. Although Google has some. No, but but you know what I'm talking about, this free stuff you can get yes. or whatever. Yeah, some of that's, I'm not even sure that's <laughs> classified as music. <laughs> Why'd you have sex with your sister? The strange man that dad brought home one night who apparently lives with us now. Who is the little piece of shit that clings to your asshole every night? 
the strange man that Dad brought home every night who apparently lives with us now. What does it take to turn a hookup into a relationship? Strange dude. What is Dad's special friend Frank the Stank? The strange man that Dad brought home one night who apparently lives with us now. What got you in the no-fly list? What should be a uh, what should we put a pin in for now and circle back to later? The strange man that Dad brought home one night. Daddy, why did I hear you thumping with that man? You said deep can you said deep can I help you dig the hole? <laughs> Strange man, the dad brought home with us. I, I got nothing. I need to smoke a joint. Dude, that time limit's fucking it's so hard to like. Let me put out like a sentence and I'm like, fuck, 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 six seconds. That's it. Uh, let me briefly work on this freaking speaker situation. Day and night. The tossing chair. Uh, no. I've been playing Call of Duty. Warzone. Warzone's about to be out on the phone, D. Oh, really? Yeah, the 16. There you go. Alan, I can't wait. Uh, I'll be oh, playing really? that. Yeah, they're finally going to update it. It's going to be pretty fun. Fucking right. I can't wait. Let's stoked. Um, a bucket full of seven people's vomit. Hmm. Let me see. This is harder than the other ones. I need a fucking lighter. I can't find my lighter. Oh, I found it. Look Fuck. Uh, that was a light. That's what she said. That was a, that's what she said. <laughs> uh, which chat spoke it on? I love asking that. I like I like reading what they spoke on. What are you smoking on, bud? Kilowatt. Hmm. Earth to kilowatt. I think he's frozen. Oh, I thought he was just intensely staring. <laughs> thought he was hurting his head trying to think too hard. Jimmy's getting. Uh, I think he's trying to set up music. Yeah, I'm trying. Working on it here. We'll see. It's going to be a little janky at first, but we'll see. We'll see how it works. I mean, we could we could barbershop quartet to them. Yo, I know you get pissed. Yo, you get uh, away. You get pissed in there, blood stains. Oh, oh shit! The game's already over. You, freaking major Woody wins. Nice job. All right, we'll restart the game, ladies and gentlemen. I'll give it a couple minutes before we. Uh, 
uh, hit the uh, start button. So here's the link again, ladies and gentlemen. Feel free to join us. Feel free to also hit the uh, uh, live and, and freaking join us on the panel here, ladies and gentlemen. We'd love to, to meet you and talk to you and have a conversation or whatever while we're playing the game here, ladies and gentlemen. Don't mind me. I'm just freaking doing random shit here. But anyway, back to you guys. Let me mute myself for a second. Um, I've been thinking about buying a console. I have to get my computer cleaned out. Smoking near my computer definitely isn't good. But it's hard to fucking not do. I, I don't, I hate, so like, when they're all dumped up, but it does overheat fast now. So, yeah. two years of smoking has definitely affected it. Dang. I'm trying to fucking. Sorry, I don't know what was going on. I'm to smoke some black pepper. What are you smoking on, bud? To the what? Oh, you're back. He's back. The cat in a hat shirt. You're a frozen. Um, I'm trying some new kinds. The last one was. Well, I named it Ben for short, but it's ben of, it, it, It's the word beneficial in Spanish. I can't pronounce it. Ole. You know, like beneficies or I don't know how to say it, but that's what it is. And it was from some Bay Area guys on free seed day. And it's dank. And then wait, I also have Mike and Larry that I grew. I've only been smoking this stuff my other buddies grow and uh, yeah that's what I'm smoking on right now cool testing testing there you go smash testing 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 red pills smoking testing. on sunshine sure not sunset sunshine dick testing testing Dude. testing testing I got the sun, I got the testing. shirt I got the sunset testing Testing, testing, testing. Hey, can you guys hear me? Can, uh, I'm using a different microphone, but is that uh, coming through? I'm going to smoke. Don't come on for the next game. Get started. Get in on it. Hey, uh, uh, can you guys tell me if you hear this other microphone? Testing, 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 testing. No. Yeah, good. Annoying. All right, I got to root it some other way. I, I can hear it, but you guys can't hear it. All right, whatever. So we can't do the music for the moment. I mean, I can just play it on the fucking thing, but it's going to be too quiet, probably. We'll figure it out. You might be able to switch between them on your settings. It's way too complicated. Yeah, and, and uh, oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Teachable is trash. Super, 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 super trash. So I have a problem where I basically literally bought a course for this recorder that I have. And the the somehow there was a, a problem uh, uh, signing up. I have no idea how this ever happened. But um, anyway, there was some kind of a fucking problem. But the, the guy that runs the course can't seem to find me in any way. And Teachable managed to find me. But now essentially like they not only... 
somehow locked me out of the course, but also it's a recurring pay, recurring payment. Somehow, somehow they signed me up to basically pay over and over and over and over again for this fucking course instead of just once. And I still can't fucking watch the goddamn course about this fucking recorder. Well, it sounds so like you better to cancel together. the charge. No, for real, yeah. But I was dumb <laughs> enough to pay on a debit card, so it ends up being actually a bigger pain in the ass, whatever. And I, I do it on yeah. a debit card I don't use very often, so actually that customer service is kind of trash. It's a little bit of a nightmare. Um, yeah, so we'll see. Yeah. I, I managed to cobble together this recorder to actually do live streaming, but obviously can't use the second microphone, so that's pretty annoying. I, 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 per, I do my best to stay away from reoccurring charges. Oh, fuck that. Yeah. They, no, dude, next thing real, you yeah. know, like, yeah, you forget about a few of them. Some, like, once in a while, and then I look at my statement, I realize, holy shit, let's add all these up. Know, what the right? fuck? Too much. Damn porn charges. <laughs> if you eat out once a week, that adds up. Your coffee once a day. People don't realize, like, I pay five bucks for a coffee now. Hmm. Well, like I'm a homebody for the most part, especially with the inflation and gas prices last year. So I realized when I think about, oh, I get bored sometimes. Think, oh, I should go out and do some things. I realized once I drive off my property, the cash register is running, period. Or it, oh, that was always the truth, but... Not, not, it, it wasn't like, yeah, six fifty a gallon for gas. You start really seeing the gas register run. <clears throat> and any day I can just stay home, yeah, I'm making money. Just staying home. <laughs> okay, that's not too loud, is it? No, no, I would say a little down. Is it too loud? A little bit. The, the, turn, turn, shut the fuck up. Cheers, Bruce. I like these apples really. Check it out, let me tell you all the stories we do now. I'm never gonna. You know, like after, I guess it's been a year or two of coming on these shows. I'm, my dog, Turp, has figured out that if he starts barking, I'll give him like uh, milk bones. <laughs> and, and he like, he, he uses it. He, like he, he's smart ass. So he knows like that if he bugs me while I'm on doing this, I'll just get up and grab him bones. <laughs> And keep him shut up, and that's what he does. I, I, I realized I created a monster. Cheers, All right, here you. I like staying home, but I like going out once in a while too. I mean, I try not to go out too much because I have to be broke all the time. 
once every couple of months. Maybe once a month. Oh, I have to be honest, I have the best freaking uh, torta ahogada earlier this evening. Mexican sandwich. Oh, how do you... Oh, what's, what's smoking on something that's a Spanish name? My old method, I used to spread out my errands. I had things to do during the week, like different days. Now I stack them all in as many as I can into the one day or two days where I go do errands and try to knock everything out at once. Shit. I make people come to me a lot of the time. Like if they want to hang out, I'm like, yeah, you can go over. <laughs> I only go over one friend's house. Are you the friend yeah. that has milk or something? My old house for 17 years was, even though I was in the country, it was a few minutes off the freeway. Where I live now, I guess when you leave the freeway, you have at least a half hour. So less people, definitely. People are like, ah, no one. My, a lot of people just say, oh, can you meet me in town? <laughs> they're, they're not coming up the hill like that. What can nobody ever take from you, Pearl Harbor? How did the Roman Empire fall? Pearl Harbor. When is a good time to practice your kegels? Pearl Harbor. <laughs> what does she nickname your gooch? Pearl Harbor. Because <laughs> the bomb. Uh, what does it feel like to get fucked really hard in the ass? Pearl Harbor. Uh, oh, we lost some players. Look at that. Let's see here. Uh, that's pretty good. What's your name? Gooch. Oh, yeah. Seeds wins it. Oh, actually, this is where that dude gave me the stuff. DC Godbud last year. <laughs> the glorious invincibility bestowed by PCP. Latest tracks from Epidemic Sound, ladies and gentlemen. If you wonder why the sound is not always the coolest or whatever, some of these are great, some of them are not. Oh, Dr. Dank, I'm sure there's a better way to do this. Uh, I just need to figure out how I need to figure out how to route the computer sound through the recorder and then back out to the mix. Uh, but I, that's beyond me right at the moment. Uh, or at the very least, I was hoping to hook up basically, and this is pretty janky by itself. So actually that would be the best way to do it. But the, the like fucking, I don't know, dumpster fire way to do it would be to run another microphone uh, uh, to it. But I couldn't figure that out just now. So we'll have to wait until another time. So my apologies for the music being kind of crappy sounding, but at least it's music. Um, not bad. Is it not bad? Right on. 
Perfect. Stop. What'd you get a really good deal on from your skeevy guy on Craigslist? Where'd you, where did following your dreams lead you? Glorious invincibility bestowed by PCP. What's the latest, what's the last thing you paid for with cash? PCP. Where will we find the strength to carry on? PCP. What else did Nixon secretly record? PCP. How do we fight domestic terrorism? The glorious invincibility bestowed by PCP. Joint, ladies and gentlemen, I think I have some uh, Sunday driver. Yeah, I think I have some Sunday driver right here. Actually, it's going to be a small joint, but it's very flavorful because this is quite a nice cut. Nice private parts. <laughs> I gotta trim up some of that blueberry OG mm. or blueberry Kush, whatever. That stuff's good. I like it. Sounds good. I really find the blueberry strain. I like it. Uh, Delman sent me his uh, blueberry muffin. I'm excited to grow it. I haven't had a chance to flower it yet, <clears throat> but soon. I'm looking forward to it. Those are some big dogs. Do I play and listen at the same time? You need another. Yeah. Here's J5. What's that, Smash? Dr. Dane says, How do I play and listen at the same time? Uh, I think he was asking me how I was doing it. Yeah, I was like janky ways. Like, this is, this is definitely not the ideal way to do it. Um, we'll figure it out. We'll get there one of these days. This recorder is capable of fucking incredible shit, so I just need to learn how to use it because it's a little bit complex. So we'll figure it out. I'm thinking about grabbing some mics. What kind of lights? Mic, like a microphone for interviewing and stuff. Oh, mics, I'm sorry. I guess I'm not hearing very well. Here, hold on. Maybe I can turn up my mix. Wait, no, that's not it. Let's get some big dogs in there. Uh, Ryan's on movie. Alright. I don't know for some reason. No surprise.
next time. Yeah, start the round, Ryan. Yeah, that's why again. Excuse me, where they like take entries in to squish weed. The best flower rosin produced wins. Hmm. Oh, the squash house and stuff. Yeah, those are fun. Uh, Fumi, when you had some uh, rosin or something a week or so ago, wasn't it Rainbow Belts? Were you smoking on some Rainbow Belt? No, I, think I, had, I was talking about Rainbow Belts though because uh, uh, who is it? Fuck, Archive uh, has uh, yeah. Rainbow Belts over here. Uh, that's their that's their breeding and stuff, and they actually have like a cut of it and whatever. Uh, so I was thinking about getting them, but Flora and I were just kind of talking back and forth, and we're like, yeah, you know, maybe, maybe not. Um, uh, it is super flavorful, though. I think you've talked about it before. Yeah, I what got. I have smoked of theirs is uh, Moon Boots a couple times. Go ahead, Moon Boots. Uh, I, I don't know that I can't read the name, but it's one of the LA rosin guys. Uh, yeah, it was Rainbow Belt, whatever. You're right about the tasty. It's really super good rosin. Or, I don't, yeah, rosin. Um, I went to this, well, he's doing another one this weekend because it was so good last weekend. But it's like a night session at, at Fairfax where it's just for rosin or, or ash. Or it's not just, but like most of the people that came there were I guess dab boys or whatever you want to call them. Uh, man, when those guys get together and try to start impressing each other with all their little jars, yeah, those are some gnarly sets. <laughs> I tasted some shit way out, way out there, man. Even this one guy, you know, everyone talks about all those weird smells. Yeah, this guy gave me some of his that smells like dirty socks. Dead flesh, every foul smell, rotten milk. Hmm. That's what this rosin he made smells like. Oh, I, I, I've never, I've heard people on here talking about that. I never really smelled something that was like foul. Hmm. I mean, I haven't even taken a hit of it. Probably smokes super good. Or hmm. nah, when you smell it, you're like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I feel. I don't now, get it. Now, some people it. are attracted to that smell and are going, "Yeah, give me that all day long." I believe they say that on, 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 you know, on on YouTube and stuff. I hear people going, "Oh, how like all how these smells, shit, yeah. yeah, like stuff." That I'm like, "Yeah, no," uh, but it's made its way. Into, it actually has made its way into cannabis. Like, I don't really think cannabis, without the help of humans could put these kind of fucking smells out. Like, it's, no, I've been fucking with cannabis for a long time. I never smelled anything over the back years ago. It smelled like, that's it, like foul, like straight foul. Unappealing. Like, most cannabis, even commercial, well, some of those tricks had some weird smells. But, uh, for the most part, it smells good. Even just I open that jar and the smell still over in this area. 
Like I'm thinking I'm above a pile of, of, of stinky socks. <laughs> it's crazy. Now, would I would I be searching for these cuts? No. Like I'm not like, oh, you got to cut a dirty sock or how it goes. Yeah, I'm serious. Like there's so much of that cannabis conversation where people talk about those gross flavors. And I'm just like, dude, I can't smoke that with my friends. You can't smoke that with your girlfriend. You can't smoke that by yourself. Like, where are you going to smoke? No, it is a conversation piece, you know? though. Exactly. It, it is like a conversation piece. Like, this dude was at this thing with all these people, and everyone else was pulling out great. <laughs> and he pulls out and clears the room. <laughs> it did. Like, I was, I, at first, I was like, wasn't so sure. So I gave it a second whip and he had the big jar of it. It made my eyes, it was made my eyes tear, but not like because it was like, I don't know. It was made my eyes tear because it was that foul. Okay. <laughs> um, I have like flower wise, I had a strain that like it was offensive gasoline. Like, like people would pull their face away from the bag when they smoke. Hmm. Yeah, but those gassy smells, that's not that I would classify offensive. those as foul. Like burning rubber. I'm talking that's foul. foul. I we're talking a... like smells that, that come from foul things that most humans avoid. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, like honestly, most people like the smell of gasoline, right? Like most people when they go to a gas station, they're like, oh, that smells so good in a weird way, right? Like most people kind of feel that way. Uh, but like poo. Only kind of specific people are super into the poo smells and so on. Well, I've never had kids, so I don't know what baby poo actually is. Speaking but. of that, <laughs> anybody that I know that basically either has kids or has had kids or has had fr- family that has kids, they're not into the baby poo smells. So when I talk about like blueberry muffin having this predominant like baby poo note, they're like, no, pass. You know, like just hard pass. And it just amuses me because like, you know, so much of the cannabis discussion talks about poo and halitosis and all this weird shit that most people are not into. Well, not that many people are really into that because I'm around a lot of different shit and this is the first time somebody presented something of that caliber that I got to smell or see with my own eyes. I've heard about it for a long time, but usually if I hear about some new pineapple or turf or comes out yeah no this dirty foul smell stuff i heard a lot about but i didn't see it with my own eyes i finally saw it and it's the first hours of your imagination no joke red bill by the way thinks that i should get that uh he thinks that i should get that rainbow belts uh, he says it's basically pure Skittles. Uh, I, that's what I've heard it is. is basically just like a bowl of, of uh, Fruit Loop cereal, pretty much just like smoking in your mouth. Sounds very appealing, you know, honestly. But uh, it's one of those things they charge, like, I don't know, like 80 bucks for the cut or something. I think it's actually 90 bucks for just if you go in there, you know, just uh, uh, don't show well, I'll say one whatever. thing. Even though uh, Archive's not really a SoCal or Cali thing, this year it seems like he's rock. He's like hmm. top, top, top shelf guy. Hmm. Like his I'm library surprised. is top shelf. His genetics is top shelf. 
uh, I don't run any. Well, I've run some of his stuff over the years, but uh, I, 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 from what I hear, yeah, he knows all those. He's on another level. He's really doing the work. You know what I mean? Uh, his dispensary is the only one that I know of that I like here in town. Uh, um, yeah, they have good weed. They have good hash. Uh, good clothes, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, and I know some things about his like way he runs. Yeah, this guy's like who owns it? He runs things tight and right. I think you know a couple guys, him and a couple guys. I think. Yeah, yeah, but I don't even know who. Him is. Pardon? Well, I don't know who. Him oh, is. Uh, the guy's name is uh, Fletch. Fletcher. Fletcher. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, start the round, bud. He's definitely someone to. Yeah, he's top one of the top guys. I'd say you know, as far as like doing the work and really you know representing good shit consistently, doesn't put it out if it isn't. You know what I mean? I mean, you can tell even a lot about uh, his shop just from his bud tenders. Like all the bud tenders at Archive seem to know the flower. They seem to have smoked it. They seem to have uh, uh, experienced it. They seem to have like some understanding of where it came from. Um, pretty rare because a lot of times you go to a dispensary and man, they don't know shit. They don't know anything. And this is this is not necessarily a knock on those people because they don't get paid in many cases enough to really give a shit. So it's like I kind of understand why they don't know stuff, but at the same time, it's frustrating as a customer when you walk in there. You're like. But, but just give me something real quick. I'm, I'm in a hurry. Something, you know, like I, I want something, you know, super flavorful. Give me some really flavorful hash. I'm on the way to a party or something, uh, you know, and then you have to basically pick it yourself. That's kind of frustrating. Whereas at archive, do they can tell you, do you want to be heady? Do you want to be freaking body high? Do you want this, that, the other thing? Do you want gas? Do you want, you name it. You know what I mean? They'll say, oh, this has been more popular lately. Da, 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 da. They fucking know all that stuff. Anyway. Well, but like, especially today. I don't drink, but I imagine I know from my wife's experiences. Some bartenders, she was a tequila thing. They they would know and tell her about all these different drinks. Other bartenders, they didn't know anything except how to make the drink. You know what I mean? It's kind of the same thing, right? Like a lot of people serve alcohol as a bartender. They don't know anything except the mix. You know what I mean? Oh, put this much and this and this. But they can't really tell you about the differences of the the different bottles of why you want this one or that one, you know. Even waitresses with wine, a lot of times, yeah, they they only really know a little what the the, the the restaurant told them to say, but they they never drank it. They have no real experience. They're just telling you what the oh, it pairs good with the fish, you know. I want a Skunk Master Flex GMO. What? Like really bad. Winner, but yeah, I'm sorry, I got it. Um, okay, okay. I'm mostly like, I don't know, you see GMO everywhere, but I don't know, it's I never know around here. Yeah, at least, GMO is one of those ones I'm surprised people are still into. It's a it. beautiful flower, but I'm just surprised that people are into that kind of garlicky, oniony, whatever. But it gets you really high, really stoned. It's one of the weeds that gets you stoned. If it's in concentrated, it gets you stoned. Flower, it gets you stoned. Not just high, stoned. Which, yeah, 
a lot of and it washes good. That's really why it's so popular. It fucking washes good. But that's like seeing that happen. Like, how's that going to work in the future? Is this breed? A lot of breeders are breeding for washing at this point. So, like, how's that going to affect what's available overall at five, ten years ago? Like, I assume things that wash good smoke good. But I've noticed in my preconceived thing, as I'm like going through different things, things that I know have been marketed as washers have like, I'm, I don't know. I, I preconceived that the, the flat other ones are better. You know what I'm saying? Like, as a flower I'm predominantly like, I don't wash, but I grow things. I grow things, but I don't wash. Right? So I, I think even, you can breed for both because I've definitely washed a lot. I want to get back into washing. I've just been so focused on seeds and testing and stuff that I haven't done a lot of washing lately. But I can swear that, how do I say this? I've, I've washed, especially Ruby Jack and all that kind of uh, uh, the, the paternal line of my, my stuff. Uh, it's pretty easy to focus on both. It's pretty easy to focus on both flavor. I, honestly, it's pretty easy to focus on a few things. It's pretty easy to focus on the big fat trichome heads basically that's a that's a trait and then you can just basically look for it 100 plants or something and 10 plants or 50 plants like however you're breeding you can always select for that okay. trait basically well, so if you know how to wash you'll know basically how to select you want well, this particular a under a microscope you want the trichome head to basically be trichome stock rather to be a cylinder but at the tip basically come together essentially a little bit like it looks like it's basically um well, it's just getting narrower, essentially. And then right on the top, like, you know, like those like those paintings or whatever, like those pictures in Arizona where there's like a fucking rock balanced on another rock. And it's like, oh, my God, how does that happen? You basically want it to look like that. You want it to look like a like a but, someone but put a crane and put a trichome stock on the freaking uh, uh, thing. That's that's with, perfect. Without the hands on right experience, I've come to know just from my my homie that's big, at, you know, he runs big things. Certain strains that are like the best strains don't wash good. Okay. I will give one really good straight, straight up OGs. No, they're not even, nope. The yield's nothing. Like, oh, it does smoke pretty good. Because they have no. an oily trichome. When you touch them, okay, oily, all right? the oily, oily strains. So what are we going to? To try you to select make for it one that's not an oily, you basically pick a hundred plus. That's a pretty easy one, to be perfectly honest. You find some well, way to knock seeds together there, and then you find the one. Well, in this case, no, seriously, the, the oiliness versus sandiness of a trichome star or trichome head is one of the traits that's available in cannabis, basically. Like the yeah, branching, some, some like of the best hair. weed, and 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 have been selected before anyone was looking for hash were oily. Right. I don't. Like, I don't so, doubt it. I don't, I don't disagree. I don't. So, disagree. like, are we going to like wasn't start, for start selecting away from oily because people want to like at least be able to have to be able to say for like hash you reasons. Said, both. Yeah, for hash reasons. You know? I see your point. I don't think it's a. I don't think it's a super durable. I don't think it's a conscious thing. I don't think that oily Just versus like how skunk disappeared, right? Skunk supposedly, I believe this disappeared because it was so fucking smelly. But I remember having grow houses that you could smell two blocks away, right? Okay, all of a sudden, years later, we don't have that anymore. It seems it's gone, right? Now that smell doesn't matter, we don't have it no more, right? What? Some of the logic is, oh, well, we the breeder bred it out because of that. Well, the same thing here. Breeders will breed it out 
because they're trying to, you know, at least have three to five, six, seven percent wash, right? Mm -hmm. So anything under that, some of the best weeds I've ever smoked are way under that, like, you know, the oily one. So, you know, we'll see what happens. Somebody, somebody will stay true, but I think in the general thing, I see more and more people throwing their hand in the thing of, well, my stuff washes good too, you know, like as a mark, you know, selling to the people that are trying to grow for washing only. You know, I know one person switched his whole thing, just like mine, but they, he just grows for washing. They don't keep nothing for flour. I, I, don't know. Honest, I, mean, I think I think the focus I think the focus on commercial stuff is going to stop soon because the commercial people don't give a fuck. They just they're going to start running with cuts only. I, I'm actually surprised that any of the commercial people even bother with seeds because most of those people I don't think give a single fuck. It's money that they care about. So I mean, commercials the, all the, with seeds. the overwhelming cannabis scene <laughs> is focused on a dying part of the cannabis market, and it, it's it's frustrating as fuck to see this constantly just the 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 douche bro trust fund uh megalopolis freaking uh ten thousand light facilities that shit's going to be running to the ground those guys are going to compete with colombia they're going to compete with thailand they're going to compete with fucking china before long no i think there's no only point winning in, hand in, that, in that those guys are if they're lucky enough to have gotten to a point where the big conglomerate's going to yeah. buy them but but if you go back and when this happens this ain't the first conglomeration when big companies buy up everything they're only gonna buy like 10 percent. they're gonna pick a couple brands that they think are enough for them to squeeze out the rest that's 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 the that's the game right so a lot of i get i get if you're in the ballpark that's like winning the lotto, you know, getting the big hundreds of million dollar payout for your year's worth of work, branding and becoming something. But I think a lot of people are going to be disappointed when that happens and they aren't in the group that got bought. They only buy a few select and they use those as leverage against everyone else. That's that's business one on one. Right. Like I'm watching a music fight scene right now. Is that Smash? Like a like a game fight scene. The music sounds like oh, this song. Yeah. Going to the YouTube channel near you. They get a dab of this uh, banana candy. Even this one, I guess it was an offer. It's too, like, it's up in Harbor City. I was like, ah, I don't want to. But I like it. I like the offer. It is a licensed nursery for basically teen clones, but they don't really buy clones. Some of the commercial operations are guided in the same way they buy. Oh, just lost him. Oh, sorry. But uh, by teens, I don't even have to veg. By the hundreds. And, <laughs> and they just run. That's how, they're, how they run their operation. And there's these nurseries in L.A. that are licensed. And they're licensed. Or I don't know about licensed clones, but like registered clones. There's a menu of what's happening, what's popular. 
or what's working in the commercial thing. And yeah, like even having a job there, I thought that's that would be great because as far as cloning teens or basically running a facility that's strictly veg, right? And getting paid to manage it or whatever. Well, shit, the, the pressure of being a grower is the flowery, right? And making sure you're, you don't fuck up there because all the money's on the line. Shit, running a veg is like, yeah, there's shit you got to do. There's work, but it's way less pressure. Mm-hmm. And in, and basically your main thing would be IPM, really, in a facility. Like mandatory, you'd have to be keep your shit clean of everything. And that would be your main thing, not how it's cured, how it's dried, how it jars up, like <clears throat> running a place and being in charge of a fire room. Shit, that's a lot of pressure and stress. Because it's on you. If you're the person that they're paying to fucking produce, you know, work the whatever job title they call it, whatever, managing a flower chamber. Yeah, I'd rather just manage the veg side of it. No pressure. That's why I look at it. I don't know what other people think, but this song is going slow, by the way. But this thing that it's a bunch of investment money spent a lot. Only a couple years old, but their whole business model is supplying clone teens, whatever, to licensed grows like in a, oh, and the timing of it all. When customer needs their thing on day whatever, they need to be ready perfectly at day whatever. You know, so that's part of it. I interviewed with it. I just thought, I don't know. One, no, I think I, I think ever, you're right. You know, it's like you're you're into being a free spirit and everything else, right? Like that would just be like even well, in a veg, in a veg, you'd have to be. <clears throat> I mean, probably in flour too. Honestly, they're basically the same. But I think especially in veg, you have to be like clockwork. You know, like everything has to be perfect. You know, and and uh, well, these guys are like literally yeah. thousands, hundreds of thousands of cuts that you have to deal with. And if you had failure rates, you know, if you have failure rates of fucking 25% in your home grow, just toss them in the trash. Nobody's looking. But if you had a failure rate of 25% at that facility, they'd fire you, right? So you have to have a failure rate on clones probably that's less than 5% or something. You know what I mean? Like it has to be constant, nonstop cleaning on and on and on and on. It'd be lame, honestly. Well, even in this whole thing, and this ain't my first time, I've managed to get this far in life being the most unorganized motherfucker (laughs) on the planet, right? All these things, like I might have the technical skills of how to fucking grow the shit, but like when you're talking about, like we're talking about quantity of plants and schedules and, oh, no, now you're talking about organization, right? That's that's a key part of what it is. Yeah, I'm like six, coming up on 60. What, am I just going to wake up tomorrow and be organized? No, that's no. I made a choice years ago to be Linus or whatever. And I, it's like an art. Like even my my people around, they like to, when I'm not here, I'll leave town for a day or so. They'll clean up my table and do these things. And 
Well, they don't do it anymore because it pisses me off. Because like, yeah, the mess is part of like me. Like, don't don't fuck up my it's mess. Process. Don't fuck up my process. Yeah, it's my art. Like, it took like months to get there. You know what I mean? So even though half the shit on the table, if I was to clean it up, it would be like, yeah, why am I holding all these empty jars on? Like, throw them out. <laughs> but I'm a weirdo. I just let them pile up. Some of that is like, oh no, I didn't used to for 20 years. I was married to Sabrina. Oh no, everything had to be in its place. That was her. So now it's like four, three, four years. And I found that certain things, like even me smoking in the house, holy shit, that was like, wait, not only smoke outside, smoke 20 or 30 feet away. Because I can smell it. Like, so now I don't have to answer to her. I just said, fuck that to a bunch of things. Okay. <laughs> now I'm sure some other woman's going to come along and fucking get me back in line. But yeah, I've gone like, I guess, bachelor style for the last three years. <laughs> Overcompensated too. She as well. <laughs> or getting so yeah, this is the kind of the music, music was so that, dramatic while you were talking. <laughs> yeah, well, this is the kind of music that I question, like, because I kind of know how it's made and stuff. And it's really like one thing in it is there's algorithms that know all the chord changes of all songs. So, whatever it is, it can't have any of that or what mm-hmm. past the thing, right? It can't resemble. Any of the written oh no, stuff, this is right? basically no. This is this was the uh, this music is written for this company. There's a few different companies that sell this kind of music. Basically, yeah. I pay for this service to have music that I can use for my YouTube channels and shit. <clears throat> so basically, I'm allowed to use this music for this background this. music, right? Well, Loops, I mean, Loops, I, I actually uh, use it for the, the podcast, to be perfectly honest. Or you know, whenever I do a, like an actual like a, a video that I edit, I you know I edit with music and stuff, and I get the music from here. But also all the podcasts, I basically add music. Well, let's to just from say here. that we sat here and listened to it. Like we would end up in the state of like it's not on paper. This is supposed like to be allowed. Other music I mean, like leaves you with like some kind of. You you can actually license oh, no, uh, ASCAP the music. The music you, on your soul. Well, you can get. Oh, I know what you mean. Like, actually, a lot of these bands, believe it or not, some of this stuff is. Yeah, very much as like I'm listening the, to this, it's like that kind of. It reminds me of Fish. It doesn't go anywhere. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it just moves yeah. around. Like no, a lot like, of it is like new bands as a music and stuff. Guy. Yeah, yeah. No, this is this is definitely not like A grade music. You can actually get an ASCAP license. I just have it because it's like fifty bucks a month or whatever. So it's like, you know, well, <laughs> even how many things Edgar, you can get? Masonic. But, yeah. Somehow he's on Instagram like all day long with music playing hip hop or rap, right? It's, it's, but it's kind but of when I talk to him, like, why don't you get kicked off, right? Because other people play like half of a fucking note or whatever. Boom, their the algorithm boots them. He, and this dude's into music, oh, he's sure. aware of, like, the shit he's playing is weird, obscure shit or so fucking new that it isn't in the algorithm. Well, I'm not even into that genre of music, 
But what that makes him do is play a bunch of crappy music. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, holy, yeah, that song's never going to be popular. But that's why it's not in the algorithm. But you play the other songs. Oh, boom. You're kicked off in like five seconds. I don't even. Well, I know how the algorithm works. It recognizes. It recognizes the 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 frequency, you know, the tonal whatever music, and if it fits into what's already licensed and whatever, it boots you off. It's not like a person does it. Fucking computer program that can decipher the music sound and quantify it down into into the licensed anything that's licensed. You know, any chord progression that's laid out sorry there was too many things to focus on there. or I beat yeah. I listen to a lot of house music uh, how the algorithm gets a bunch of house music going um, and music most of the time it's being mixed on the like right there so it's not copy it can't be copyrighted or see okay I live in Grateful Dead world where Grateful Dead lets you tape all their shows since 1960 free music Jerry's thing was once we play it's yours but see in the modern era the the catalog has been bought by Time Warner and these different agencies they own the rights and songs but like even all the music that's free on archive.org all their shows which should be free why wouldn't you better play that why is that in the algorithm it's a personal recording of a concert live Oh no, the reason that, and they're really strict on our music. You play any of it, you'll be instantly fucked. It's because Time Warner bought the licensing of the songs, the, the copyright of the songs. They don't own the, it's weird how that works, but yeah, because they own that, then they, they haven't stopped the archive and all that, you know, because we have like 255,000 recordings of live shows and we only did 2,500 shows. So then each show has X amount of people that, you know, spend a lot of money on like expensive recording equipment and recorded all the shows. And yeah, somehow that's banned from like the algorithm, which uh, shouldn't be really, in my opinion, it's, it's, it's not the record that they made. You know, I understand why that's licensed and all that. The, the, if it sells any like something that, that but not owner owns, they can play it. Yeah, we'll get down to that. It's, it's really what creates all this is the ownership of the songwriting writers and them getting paid fractional cents every time. Like if you wrote the song then there's ways you get money. Not every time somebody performs your song, you don't get money for that, like live, but if they use it in any kind of broadcast at all, any, which this would be that, then they get like a fraction of a cent or something. And because of that, the legal apparatus around that leads to this algorithm where I, a bunch of music just can't so check this out. I see used by people, which it uh, promotes the music. Like if you're a legacy act, the only way your music's still going to stay relevant is if it's yeah. out there. All right, like <laughs> certain acts that have been really tight with their music, 
But these rules, yeah, become less relevant. Less, become irrelevant. Because, you know, even if you go to Instagram or you can add music to your song uh, post, they got a lot in there. But there's certain artists that aren't in there because of whatever reason. Uh, that That's going to hurt their being relevant in long run. Like if you're a legacy artist where, you know, you're not putting out anything new, you're just counting on the work you did, you, then you need it to be played. And without radio stations isn't a part of it. And yeah, it, it counts on this. And some stuff is played a lot. And that's the stuff we all know of. And a lot of stuff isn't. Like Beatles. Yeah, the Beatles have a real block on their stuff. Now, they're never going to become irrelevant. So that's not what I'm talking about. The tax below that become irrelevant in this system. The brand. You know, you know, Shaquille, you know, Shaquille O'Neal owns like, uh, fuck, what is it? Like 21 different brands and identities and stuff. Uh, Marilyn Monroe. I think he owns the copyrights to her name. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he got in late. There were people that were buying. Remember, the first person to buy the Beatles was Michael Jackson. Okay. He, he owned the, uh, that, that for a while. And then whatever his thing got dissolved and, and sold. Uh, but yeah, that's a big thing now, owning those catalogs. That's why in the last few years, all these huge artists, even Neil Young, which if you know him, for him to sell, he didn't sell. He still has majority stake in his uh, library or his catalog, but even him sold all the art. They offer you hundreds of millions, if not yeah, billions of dollars. Yeah. Right. I mean, how do, and you're alive now. So why wouldn't you? Yeah. You know, I get that's a sellout move, but then in the end, it's not really because otherwise you're going to be, your music will become irrelevant. Like even Huey Lewis, yeah, he had those few songs. He wasn't, you know, he was cool. Uh, um, if he doesn't sell, then they, they, it's the same thing we're talking about with business. You just get rubbed out. You know what I mean? Squeezed out. By the way, squeeze out the round, bud. He said, I don't know if you know about it. Huey Lewis was the original truck driver for the cream that the uh, Mary Pranksters had a creamery up in Eugene way back. And maybe they weren't the first, but they were one of Nancy's yogurts is really one of the first yogurts to be on the market. And Huey Lewis used to drive his beat up truck all the way from up there, break down to San Francisco where they had the customers to buy the yogurt. Uh, you would have to hear Huey Lewis tell the story, but he was only like 18, 19 years old, but he was the truck driver for the, uh, the, the creamery, which is the prankster's business. Yeah. So Shaq on some five guy, he bought and sold 155 five guys location. Danny Pretzel is 17. Pretzel Krispy Kreme, Papa John's, 24-Hour Fitness. Uh, 
Yeah, well, I never hear much about him, but whoever's that guy, Mike's, Jersey Mike's, shit. I mean, he started with just a, a sandwich shop, and now he's, I don't, that's, those those restaurants or sandwich spots are like everywhere. Like more, as many as Dom, uh, what's the other sandwich place? Subway. Like, Subway's apparently shitty now. Yeah, well, New Jersey Mike came, came to town and kicked his ass. Really, <laughs> I haven't eaten a Who's Subway. You want actually good food? Oh, I'm surprised. I mean, now neither of these are that good, but uh, yeah, Mike, uh, Jersey Mike's makes Subway look bad. Yeah. Yeah, you know, when uh, Subway first opened, I was in Florida, and my my roommate went to one, and I'm like, "What the hell is this?" And he's like, oh, "It's a new place, just opened up." And uh, must have been like 1990. And uh, I got a steak and cheese, and the steak and cheese was sitting in a heating tray, already shaved, and friggin' like a ajou kind of sauce, but it was just water basically with the juice from the steak. When they used to cut the rolls, when they cut the rolls, the sub rolls, they 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 cut the V out of the top. They didn't like just slice it. You know, mm-hmm. fill it like in normal. Yeah, it was just weird, but it was horrible. <laughs> like, so, but then of course, I, I'm very picky. Like, I like when I was at work the other yesterday, I said uh, I asked one of the girls because I don't know the area that well, and I said, "Is there any good sandwich like mom and pop sandwich shops around there?" She goes, "Oh, there's a Subway and a D'Angelo's down the street." And I said, "Well, <laughs> one the other." <laughs> I take no, yeah. D'Angelo's is way better than Subway. Oh, no question. I don't mind D'Angelo's, in fact. Uh, now, I've never yeah. heard D'Angelo's. What's that? Uh, like a regional uh, thing? Yeah. Yeah. It was started well, by... Like, like a small, small place or something. No, the, no it's no, like... No, a it's a small chain regional. But, but they cook it right there and stuff. Yeah. I used to live with the guy that actually... Well, uh, this guy, uh, Mario uh, Antetomi. He, he actually... Um, he was in R&D for Papagino's for years. And Papagino's bought out D'Angelo's years ago. But he's the one who made the tomato sauce and the meatballs. Those are, that, those are his recipes. And they were actually very good for a freaking sub shop. Like, very good. One of the few places I'll get a meatball. But they do make a decent steak and cheese. And that's one of my favorites from D'Angelo's. So Shaquille O'Neal spent over what, $135 million to buy people including Muhammad Ali, Elbridge Presley, and Marilyn Monroe. Copyright. Yeah. Those are good ones. Those ones aren't going anywhere. Yeah, those are the ones you want to buy if you could. I mean, him himself. Well, like the the one to buy is whoever's like actually pop like the one to buy is popular fucking now. That's actually going to end oh, up what? being historic, like like those people. Because, like, what, there's thousands of celebrities, but only a handful of them are going to have legacy power like like the ones you listed, right? And somebody's gambling on those right now. Like, I don't know. I would have to think of celebrities, but, you know, who's, who's going to be 50 years from now still relevant? I mean, not too many. Uh, I don't know. I think some... Yeah. That dude, Jake Paul, is going to be our next uh, <laughs> Well, like, even, even <laughs> things like Muhammad Ali or Marilyn Monroe, especially, there's only so many Casey images Mr. of her that are licensed. And it's, it's a sm- <laughs> you know, it's a small amount of things. So, so like, to use those, those images, you got to pay. Somebody from the current thing, there's so much in our new world of public domain of a, of a celebrity that 
Yeah, would it be the same as Marilyn Monroe? Because if if you realize there's only so many images of Marilyn Monroe, you see the same ones over and over. It's not you like know, there's. I, I really love Amy Winehouse's music and stuff. I watched her. Pardon? What was that one song she had? That was a good song, the the bluesy song. Oh I forget God. the, the name whole of album, it. Uh, the Back in Black uh, album, perfect. But you know, another person that put out like great album, and she's still out there doing shows, but kind of became a member. Tra- Tracy Chapman. Oh yeah, she's still. Oh yeah. yeah, he was fucking good too. But she was he a street performer. She get it right now. She had that one song that was real good too. Yeah, she was doing New York and Boston. Yeah. She was like in the subways. Yeah, when she first started. Was, I, like I, I thought I. She pops up a little in the scene. She's still out there doing her thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Some people, them, that's you know. what they chose, like to, to choose the big pop path, money. Yeah, that's. Well, a lot of times that doesn't give you longevity. Just gives you. Where some people are fine with just being a working musician, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's so many different genres. I mean, just from doing, um, I saw a thing on it. You know, some of these well-known and, and mainstream artists, even from the '70s, that were, you know, pretty famous, like people from Traffic and stuff. No, I'm not talking about what's his name. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the, uh, I, I can never remember his name. Uh, the singer from Traffic, but anyway, you know, they do doing. Uh, you know, scores for different different uh, videos or movies or or um, um, yeah, that's really exercise of money, even exercise tapes, kids shows, you name What's it. The guy Stuart it. Copeland, he was the wait the drummer from the Police, I think. Is this, mm-hmm. He's that's like he's one of the top guys when it comes to uh, movie scores and shit mm-hmm. like that. Sure, yeah, many many many. Areas in the industry that you can well, make money, man. I mean, we, most of us realize it, but like that is really an important part of movies and stuff is the soundtrack, the score, soundtrack, yeah, the score and all that. Yeah. All right, guy. I had um, Elfman, the guy who does a lot of music for TV shows. Yeah. And, uh, I had him in my limo once back in the turn. I had no idea who he was, and he even said it to me. I said, he, you know, he was in town for some. Always with some other group or something, and I asked him. I said, "So, you know, what's your involvement or something like that?" Super nice guy. We had a great conversation. And he goes, "He goes, well, he goes, I'm pretty well known in the industry. If you didn't know, it's short little guy." And I said, "Yeah." He goes, "You won't, you won't know my name though." And I went, "Well, you never know." And he said it. He goes, "Elfman." And if you look at all these different TV shows, music by Danny Elfman, I think is his first name, Danny Elfman, yeah, something like that, David Elfman. Danny. But anyway, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's been doing it for 30, 40 years. Mm-hmm. And he's very, I mean, that's who they go to when they want to potentially make a, uh, a theme song or a, or a show or a cartoon or whatever the case. Yeah, yeah. He makes a lot of money. Look at John Williams, how he started, for sake. Back in the 60s. You know, and then he did Star Wars in it. Well, in the, for like three years, Boston Symphony was. The private chef to this lady named Diane Warren. Do you know that name? I know that name for some reason. Who is that? She's oh, no, lady. she's an actress, isn't she? No, no. All right. But, like, if you, Diane like, something. go through the top hits in the last 10 years, especially, like, Rihanna, mm-hmm. Beyonce, all these type of 
this lady. Yeah, right. She's just a plain lady. Like when you see her, you're like, what? That's the lady that right? But she Yeah, didn't she help um, Taylor Swift? Fucking hit. Yeah, didn't she help Taylor Swift? Yeah, because I remember seeing behind almost probably 50% of the big fucking hits in yeah, the last yeah, yeah. 15, 20 years. Yeah. And yeah, she was really trippy. Like she was when Swift first came vegan. out. And Sharon yeah. makes a lot of shit for people too, which I yeah. thought. Yeah. Good. Yeah. And yeah. she's super powerful. Like, yeah, my God. Yeah. She's wins all these awards. Hits. Wins. Oh, money. That's where you make the money. Is that that's the place where you make the money. Being the writer of the songs. Or yeah. The, God, yeah. That, you, get that fucking, you get the copyright on those, man. I mean, that's what usually what bands she, are freaking fighting she, over. Look at 10 years after they got stuff. screwed. They like got screwed. Her, they gave their rights work for that Knowing her personal life and all that. It's, but it's weird. She writes these ballad love songs, all this crazy stuff. But that's mm-hmm. not the life she lives at all. She just knows yeah, how to write songs yeah. about it. Perfect example is John Fogarty. I mean, uh, he's one of, you know, 10 years after they got, they got, screwed because they in the very beginning in 1970 or 71 they signed all the rights away they didn't realize what they were signing in their contract and he fought it for 20 years all the way through the 80s and 90s or something to get them back and he lost because he legally signed them away when he was young well that happened to the money that that oh yeah and even the era before that the motown or whatever yes yeah they they, i they're they're still making billions and the people that made it are literally living like yeah. in squalor and they don't give a, a friend fuck. of mine helped write the friggin' album with uh what's his name? Um yeah. I always forget his name there, uh Els Cooper. He he wrote trash. He actually wrote the song Trash. He's on he's, he's got the credits of it. That's the only thing that he wanted from when he helped him write that whole album was he wanted the credits for the writing because he still gets <laughs> he became a serious junkie and I believe he cleaned himself up. The last time I saw him he was clean anyway. But um you know, we go we go to the bank like once a month or this was in the nineties, like ninety-five, ninety-six, and he'd uh he all of a sudden he'd get he'd get a phone call from the royalty company saying, Yeah, you get a thousand dollars in your bank account from the worldwide royalties of playing the song trash or whatever song happened to be the combination of them all, but the main one was trash because that's one of the well, most popular songs that Koopa when my mom sings. Her, my mom was a partner in a business management firm and years and years ago they started well, they do production payroll, but they started this other company called RPI. It's called Residual Payments Inc. And so they do residual payments for uh, the for the like yeah. 20th Century Fox or for Capital right. Records. Right. Like they don't sure. have the whole industry, but yeah, and they have a good shop, yeah, man. And that's all I'll it makes. You this all it takes, they print a lot of checks that are uh, like between. Under ten cents in mail. Yes, like yes, like because a lot of times the residual might only be nine cents, and then they'll right. spend sixty cents to send you a check for right. nine cents. Because John, John used to tell me wait, that. Here's the yeah. interesting part of this in business: they've run this thing for decades. There's yeah. like millions, if not tens of millions of dollars that has never been cashed because people get checks for like nine cents. They don't. They don't even bother. Right. Course. They just throw them away. So there's yeah. like this accumulative money that is whatever. Like yeah. no one ever claims it. Yeah. yeah, you have to leave it when you write a check by law. You have to keep it for so long, but then at a certain point, it's yeah, it's a done deal. Because John yeah. got six so, cents. He got six cents every time they played the song. 
business, part of your profits is the uncollected money. <laughs> right. right. So a yeah. lot of the time, yeah. if you're, a lot of these artists, so the big thing is to rip artists off with the farm trailer. They pretty much buy, like, look what happened to the comedian Dave Chappelle with his contract. They bought his likeness, and he can't even do the Dave Chappelle show anymore. Well, I mean, wait a minute. It all started, I mean, this has been going on a long a time. Different. But the person that stood up first and paid the biggest price was Prince, right? Yep. And when, yep. when he was artist formerly known as and all that, that was basically when he finished the record contract after all these years, made them billions and wanted to not be with them anymore. It turned out they owned his name. Like yeah. they owned the name. Like, yeah. like, so that's like, why he wrote oh. slave on his face. He wrote slave yeah. on his face. Remember? Like, like it had come down to where they actually owned his fucking name and it made it that he couldn't use his own name to, to do anything. I mean, that's pretty ridiculous. But cutthroat. Cutthroat. And now the, the, it swung the other way, though. Like the the contracts today. Oh, yeah. yeah, they don't know. They there's representation in a lot of these new contracts. Uh, yeah, they 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 favor the the other side now a little. Yep. Yeah, I heard something about it um, I, a couple of years ago, a few years, whenever it was. There was a, a guy who was not really known in the mainstream. But he online was huge and it was all online stuff. And he had absolutely well, no, he didn't have to pay they, anybody except like Spotify or whoever. Uh, internet and the politically correctness of our society makes it that, like, let's say Capitol Records had some artists everybody loved. And next thing you know, that guy was being fucked by them. Well, that mm -hmm. was like in the past. We heard about all these things afterwards. Right. In real time, we didn't know that these artists were being fucked, right? They, but now they, we do. Like they were living the life, right? Yeah. Uh, even most of that life is like this weird thing where, yeah, when you go out on tour and they, you have limos and hotels. Yeah, but and they're paying for it all. Yeah, at the end of the contract, next thing you know, you, when they settle up, you're like, well, I made a lot of money, right? Oh, well, minus all this money. Right. Well, back it, you still owe us money. You know, everything I mean? from the dancers to the friggin', yeah, the tickets, the hotels. Yeah, you everything. Know, bottom yeah. line, nothing in life is free. And even That's how, um, what's his name free. went broke there? Um, you know, um, uh, can't touch this. What's his name there? He, he, you know, he, he, he didn't want to go bankrupt after his tour, even though he made millions and millions. But then he paid his entourage. He had to pay his friggin' dancers. And he was like, I didn't know any of this. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, yeah, they didn't like, well, hey, you hit it big. And all of a sudden you're thrust into this life. And, you know, that's a lot of like my, my you know, my mom was a business manager for Hollywood for a lot of years. Yeah. A lot of her thing was recruiting new clients. And, you know, you, you, same thing. You're kind of like looking at who's out there and who you think really, you know, because when you hit up somebody and say, yeah, well, we'll manage your money, but uh, it's 15% of your gross. Yeah. Well, not everybody's willing to give up 15% to have somebody manage their money. And they give yeah, up. It's all changed now. Even though the average is 10. 
Yeah. To yeah, the manager, then you give up a percent or two to this person yeah. by the time you're done. Yeah, you got all these people making money off of you, but you're still making money, but not as much as you think. Right. Yeah, I used to. I was really good friends with this guy Charlie McKenzie. He used to want to uh, manage the band Boston, and got them signed to their major contract. And uh, but he managed a few other big bands, and uh, he was telling me how it's you know he's one who actually taught me that it's ten percent is the average. I mean, some average. people can squeeze yeah. out a little bit yeah. more. Some people yeah. a little bit well, more. No, the yeah. average ten. And then how it goes is, I know they killed like At first, you hit them up when they don't have a lot of money, so. When they're coming up at 15, then they start making money and they're becoming famous. You blow it to 10. And then when they're really fucking rich, you accept like, oh, well, okay, six and a half. Because what happens is the firm across the town is going to offer to do the same thing for less. So you got to spend it out. Because ultimately when like they become a superstar and it's fucking hundreds of millions of dollars, well, that percent starts to be a lot. So they, right. of course, yeah. And then the they got somebody else in their ear. They got a financial yep. advisor. They get money. Right. Like wherever right. there's money, there's all these vultures. You know what I mean? Yeah. They make yeah. money I mean, off of money. Perfect example is uh, Billy Joel. I mean, his, his brother-in-law ripped him off for millions and millions of dollars well, in the 80s. Remember that? Wait, wait. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar lost most of his fortune to a bad business manager. Yeah, Johnny yeah. Depp just got burned for six hundred million from one. There's like a yeah. a, yeah, a, lot, a long tail of oh, a lot of times it's oh they don't go with a, a one of the big firms. They go with their homeboy right. from college, and yeah, yeah. oh everything was good until it wasn't. And next thing right. you know, uh, yep. they're out all their money. Yep. Yep. Because so money true. corrupts people. End of story. Oh yeah, yeah. I say it all the time. Yeah, how righteous and moral and ethical you are and principled and most of that. those people if you have a business manager you do not receive your mail or your bills at home no, right they, right to them. they get sent to the office and then they're paid and then you get a di- uh what do you call it stipend you know, like a, no you get a sheet that shows they don't even care right the when you make that much money, they don't care about their bills or anything, but they, you know, they get a, I forget what it's called, like a accounting of it all. But right. like rich people, they don't give a shit about like yeah. small things. I knew, but, I knew one. But the whole hustle yeah. is, is, well, you're giving me 10%, but what I'm going to do with your money is going to make you 11%. Right. That's, that's, right. and, and, you know, investments and stuff. So, uh, and we manage your taxes, we, we manage your books, and we keep your records, and oh, da, 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 da. and uh, yeah, it's a kind of a no brainer. I only know one person who ever got an and insurance from a record company, and they let him go I and let him keep the money. Power of attorney like, over your money. Yeah. So, like, you know, that's the tricky part. You're giving somebody power. Of attorney, that means well, they can take it all and nothing you see about it. Yep, it happens. Yep, that's a fact. Of course, yep, it happens all the time, especially with these young bands. Well, like they say, these young bands don't know I any just, better. I, I would always think I'd have the character that I think I have, but like they say, everybody's got a price. You know what I mean? Like, right. oh, what's mine? Is it 
Ten and million. That's why, you know, people like million. Clive Davis. You know, they have a good record. They never, they never, they never really burnt anybody. You know, not not that we know of. First of all, well, Clive Davis except, is a shrewd motherfucker. Don't get of course don't get he is. But he also took care of the people that were taking care of him. He used to say, "I'm taking yeah, care no. of the." Yeah. Well, wait a minute. But wait a minute. I don't know the Clive guy. Davis I'm not owned a huge record company with oh, a yeah. lot of a lot of artists on it. He only yeah. ever took care of a few people. Right. Yeah, if but you not were one of those made people, it. right? You were but Alicia like, Keys. You know the big ones that he made. Well, you know what I mean? Alicia Keys, Whitney, like he's yeah, Whitney. yeah, yep, yep. Fact. It's a fact. And you know. shit, you should read that stories and know the stories of him and and the Dead's time together. And yeah, the yeah, time yeah. they ghosted him when they came up to the studio to, uh, they, yeah, he, did they really? They just broke oh, these yeah. <laughs> oh, he tells that story. Yeah, he had a crazy story because he was like pretty square. He, yeah, he and was a coconut though for know, a while. He says it. He goes, I did a lot of abuse. He was a coconut for a while. He liked that blow. Yeah, well. That was did? back in the 70s. Yeah, of course. Like, that's, like, that's who that. I still yeah. love fucking blow. I just wish it didn't have side effects. But That's right. That's right. No consequences, I'd be doing it too. Yeah, like that's, like, that's life. I get to me at a certain point, it was like hit the euphoric button. Well, if you hit the euphoric button too many times, yeah, you get fucked up. But man, that euphoric button was pretty cool there for a while. Yeah, hitting the so button, uh, but hit the uh, game button. I'm sorry, that button gets worn out after a while. That euphoric button just, just wears out. <laughs> My case, anyway. Well, right. If I did it now, I probably have a heart attack. It's been twenty years. Nice. Yeah, that that's, one, that's how close. it goes. That's what keeps me away yeah. from even in situations where it's still going on. I'm yep. like, yeah, no, nah. yeah, I'm good. I'm good. You make a cup of coffee instead. <laughs> yeah. I'm good with my coffee. It's Coffee weird because once I herb. left that life, I thought it like fell out of fad. Nobody fucks with it. But then every once in a while, I'm in these situations where the window opens and I realize, yeah, yeah. holy shit, nothing's changed. Nothing's yeah. changed. Still right. like a bunch of freaks fucked up on blow. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's what I was saying the other night. I came back from Florida after four years, four and a half years, whatever the hell it was. And man, I, I picked up exactly where I left off with all my customers and working at the fucking clubs and the bars again and it literally had never it didn't change it didn't change it's the way it's always going to be well it's always going to be even this like they're not on here telling their stories like but weed people like yeah i sold weed for for let's see i've i've grown it for 34 years so i'll break it into 10 year increments 10 years i didn't take less than four grand a pound Ten years, it was like maybe twenty-eight and up, and then now the last so years we're in the teens and going lower. Yeah. Low is the same way. There was a time I don't know, remember the numbers. Of it, a, a kilo was fifty thousand dollars or some shit. Now this shit's like a couple thousand, and yeah. you know, a gram was a hundred dollars. Now you can get them for eight dollars. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. 
So the bottom fell out on, in that business years ago, too. You know what I, I mean? I was getting keys in 1986. I was getting keys for 8900 Everybody else was spending about anywhere between seventeen and 19000 Yeah. Straight up from Columbia. Fish scale. Just beautiful, yeah, beautiful well, stuff. That was the day. You know, that lasted about 10 years. That's about it. Yeah. I became my own best customer. Yeah. That's the way it went. And I used that. to be able to go to bed with it. Go to bed with cash, go to bed with blow, and not have to stay up fucking days on end. You know, I know we've talked about this before, and I know how you used yeah. to stay up. Yeah, you go. I was the opposite. Time, I was yeah. the opposite. I mean, I go three, four days, but then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna get some rest. No, the part when if I had it, which I always did, there was no yep. going to sleep if I had it. And I always had it. Always had it. I just had. No, so I, I had other sleep. friends that that didn't do that, but it was more because I wanted to get away from the people. But more than anything else, yeah, and I mean that. I used to just. I had a couple safe houses down the South Shore. I used to get out of the city just to fucking get away from the people because I couldn't stand it the fucking people I sold it I to. Mean, it, it cost me money to use it like that. But that wasn't the problem. Like after so many days of no sleep, you're not even in your right mind. Oh you're no, like, God, you're hallucinating. It's like yeah, exactly. Fucking, yeah, you're totally exactly. hallucinating. You yeah, still had to function and turn deals. Yeah, get your shit together and deal with it. I was crazy. Yeah. I can't even believe I lived through that. Twenty years of it, like no, actually twenty years of it. Yeah, man. Yeah, I did my first line when I was fifteen, and I was fucking loving it. I'm like, I gotta do this shit for the rest of my life. Back in the seventies, I was like, fucking hey, man, this shit's best. Yeah. Line. I'd be out shoveling my driveway, geeked out of my fucking mind. I did a, a, a big hit of Freebase when I was like 15 yeah. with my parents. Oh. And they said, right? Jesus. And I remember that. Like, I remember the hit. I remember the rut. And then that was it. That was the love yeah. affair that took 20 years. And like the fact I survived it is a miracle. The yeah. fact that I don't do it anymore is beyond a miracle. But yeah, it all started that one night. That's why I say I'm lucky to be alive, man. I'm the same way. But I totally, totally relate to that, man. Because that's why I say uh, it's a miracle I am fucking here on this planet. Guns to my head and everything else for fucking chump change. Now, fucking that was the, the first hit of Freebase at 15. I think the first line. I didn't mind it. Like, 1986, We would call it my I didn't brother like was two two years younger than me, so he couldn't do it that first yeah. time. But at sure. Christmas Eve, when we were opening up our gift, uh, one gift on Christmas Eve, my at thirteen, I was able to do one line with my parents of coke, and that was the Jeez. first time I ever did it. And then that was it. It wasn't like That's funny. Oh, Dude, I did my first line Christmas Eve when I was 15. That's funny. You did yours Christmas then, when you were 13. I, I, over the years, I started like stealing it from my dad. He would have it out in the workshop in his little thing. And then yeah. one time he pulled a trick on me and my friend Mike. When Bacon this soda. Is, this is way before. No, no. This is when I've had that happen. it was called Green. <laughs> They, they called it green, but it was ketamine, okay? Oh, and so we're on the little mirror that there was always coke, he put yeah. a couple lines of ketamine, and sure enough, me and Mike went out there and we cut the lines and made a couple for ourselves. And next thing you know, like a half hour later, we were I was laying in my bed, Mike was sitting in the chair, but we were paralyzed. Like our minds worked and our, our eyes were open, but you, we were so fucked up on this line of ketamine 
we couldn't even move our arms or anything, right? And we were in my room, and then I remember the door opened, and he turned on the light. And, like, like yeah, we were busted. Like, it wasn't <laughs> like, no. Sometimes he would say, did you guys fuck with my shit? And we would yeah. always deny it. I always deny everything, right? Right? Sounds like Well, me. this time, like, we were, like, paralyzed on the ketamine you put out. So there was no denying it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you caught, you caught on that one. Never done that shit. Never done it. A lot of things I haven't done, though. Thank God. Uh, yeah, coke. My brother put me off. Well, back then, before the ketamine craze of the butte here, it it came out of high times. They had like a, a article in like the seventies where this is how I know about it. They called it green. Like that was what people said. Oh, you got any green? That was ketamine because back then, when people were catatonic in mental hospital. Yep. They would use ketamine and they would put them in like what the rubber room or like whatever the room. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. those green rooms room. always painted this very light shade of green. Yeah. Right. Like, and that was why they called it green because like the only people that knew of it that took it and, Basically. you know, uh, the uh, medical world. Like, yeah, it was always in a green room and they were given this ketamine that would knock them on their ass. Like if they were too fucked up on acid or anything else. Yeah. That was like the remedy. I mean, the remedy, like for bad acid trips in the 60s and 70s, which, really? yeah, bad acid trips then were like serious. People like mega dose. Yeah, I've seen film. I've seen and, film. Uh, yeah, they would hit them, they'd hit them real hard with ketamine. And throw them in a room that was padded, but it was painted green. Yeah, that was the the protocol at most of the mental hospitals. I believe it. I, I seen some footage back in the sixties when they had some people in the hospital and they'd be out of their fucking minds, uh, full points, you know, on the fucking gurney because they're going nuts on a bad trip or something, or just not necessarily a bad trip. They're just tripping hard. Well, I, I was surprised like a few years ago when that became like the party drug like k-holing and stuff because like i had experience with it when i was like a teenager and like i said that shit would not it wouldn't knock you out it would paralyze you like you your your brain would you 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 could tell your leg that you want to get up but it, you couldn't it wouldn't do it right it, and you'd just be i guess that's the k-hole or whatever yeah, see, I, don't I, like like, that. I never like yeah that no feeling. yeah no that's not my bag yeah yeah, well, I did. I used to do. I, I did it a couple of times, like two and alls and three and alls, and forget it, man. I was just well. Oh, I couldn't see when, straight. When this bad oh, came back around, it was shit. back when I was at at the high times events doing booze at every cup, and I'm not going to mention whatever. But it was the people that worked high times at the highest level. That on set Friday and Saturday night back at the hotel when everyone was done for the day, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's when we'd, we'd smoke or they'd smoke or take this case, and I'd be like, holy shit! And the next morning at six in the morning, we we're back out there doing boost and shit. But like at night, it was like all about K hole, not smoking fucking weed, K hole. Like that was the that was the hip thing to do back in oh, twelve and thirteen, fourteen. I was like, wow. 
that shit's back. But that's like many other drugs. I realized just like fashion, they come back. Like they get in fad. Yeah. And then yeah. they go out of fad for years right. and then they come back. Yeah. So, like, PCP will come back. Watch. Like we haven't heard much about that stuff. in a while, but that'll, that'll come back. Stuff. They're doing ketamine yeah. treatments now. Um, yeah. That's legal in Colorado to have like a psychiatry that does ketamine. Uh, they say uh, ketamine's actually better than MDMA. Well, I watched that guy, uh, what's his name, that had that show, Hamilton, where I didn't know this, because why he had ketamine on there is because at high dose, at a certain dose, which is pretty high, it becomes a psychedelic. It's a crazy dissociative, yeah. Yeah, but not on the like, the, the, the the first the time I ever felt most of us are in I felt like yeah. I was floating above my body. Yeah, it's a weird drug. Well, I mean, I don't know because, like, again, in time, any of these drugs were always a bunch of them are like, oh, it's an elephant tranquilizer. I forget the other drugs that. Are how many drugs they got that are elephant tranquilizers? Because three or four drugs that humans like, if the word, I mean, the, it's like rhetoric. It might be propaganda from the, from the government, like to try to scare people not to use it. But it seems like a lot of things are elephant tranquilizers. I'm like, should they no, sure have a lot just, of different elephants? That's just the hype. So most of the ketamine comes from the, horse industry and the veterinary industry yeah well because it's a tranquilizer for huge animals uh they use they usually use it for horses i don't they probably do have like ketamine but most of the stuff that was on the street like was the stuff that was easily accessible well there's there's another drug that's like semi-popular people it's a one of these heavy tranquilizers too i forget the name of it Technically, uh, that's what the robo tripping was when they little kids, like kids, were drinking syrup, like actual cough syrup with yeah uh, extra morphine or whatever in it. Hey, way back when I was total crazy coke freak, there was the one thing I could do to like make myself so sick that I would stop would be drink a bottle of Nyquil, like not a bottle of whiskey that that would just give me more party but if somehow i could get about three quarters of a bottle of nyquil down i i could like stop the train basically by making myself so ill that i couldn't do no more blow <clears throat> nyquil basically od on nyquil yeah that shit's nasty Go get your fuck I up. Always, I don't know if they reformulated, but the old formula was like X amount of booze in it, for sure. It was alcohol. Cocaine, most of the time, like, I always say this, I don't fly without landing gear. Because if you don't have it, you're going to crave it more and more. Yeah. You have yeah. something that, like, calm you. Like, I usually smoke weed now. If I'm like, like I don't really do any more drugs like this anymore. Just um, like I have, I, I've literally only I've done mushrooms and smoked weed last, last seven. Well, years. this Sunday, I took acid. I see. And then Tuesday, I ate a shroom. And 
I did an interview, Patreon interview with, with the Sonic, where I ate a shroom called Hillbilly Psycho or some crazy shroom, and then started this interview. It should be pretty interesting. I don't even remember what we talked about at all, but I was fucking high as a kite. Oh, yeah, I used to do this for the panel. Wait, it was called something. Uh, I can't Let's remember the name of this Wait, I have some of it still. Oh, it was a good one. A I used to do NyQuil in the eight, in the nineties, rather, when I was sick, dope sick, and I used to do. Uh, somebody was like, "Yeah, uh, I guess the kids are doing it," but they used to do WD forty. I mean, not WD forty. Um, Fix forty four or whatever the hell the forty four yeah. cough syrup is with the NyQuil. And you're right, man. I would. Be dying by the time I got halfway through that bottle of freaking NyQuil, I'd be like, and then that, 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 I was so sick, I would uh, taste nothing but NyQuil for days. It was like this disgusting. Oh, I'm just, I'm just thinking about it, it's making my stomach freaking nauseous right now. So I saved this. This is Jungle Boy's latest creation, strawberry knit later, right? Until this morning, first joint. I didn't want to like smoke it after all day of other joint. I wanted to really, because it looked and smelled really good. I'll say that. Strawberry knit later, right? Yeah. I smoked the whole joint to myself. Nice. How was it? Did you like it? I, the, 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 it tasted good. Melt yeah, up the roof really high? good. No, there was, was just high? like, no. Wasn't no, way? Not, yeah. none. That's all I care about. I mean, I, I mean, it was, you got it. I got it. was like, yeah. But it didn't have legs. It wasn't no, a fucking knockout. No, it's not like, yeah. oh, wow, I'd like to get some more of that. That was good shit. Dang. You couldn't say dang. It, 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 yeah. One box wasn't checked. Mm-hmm. Like, it looked good. It smelled good, all that shit. But no, that there was no leg. I guess legs. No. Legs is what I call it. Yeah. I rolled a joint of whatever the pancakes that I've been rolling two hits into it. I was like, I, yep. I, I let it go out. Maybe beautiful hits, And then I was like soaring high, whatever yeah. stone for an hour or so. Right. Nope. That jungle <laughs> shit. No, nope. but I mean, Holy shit. The most beautiful fucking rooms in the, in the game that I see, I don't follow everyone on Instagram, but, they're set up so dialed in, maximized, rooms fully sand, uh, sand. You know, they let it flush out or, you know, grow all full term. Really looks good. But yeah, I, I, I don't know how that happened. Because these are strange that probably if someone like us or smaller grower grew it, oh, it would get you stoned. But somehow in this big environment, even though they got all the... All, all the tools, the the shit doesn't have the the dankness. It's the, you know that ain't the first time with their weed. I've been over the years. I've I've oh, ex- done the same thing, and it just didn't get you stoned. Yeah, I used to follow them until they had the fire. Are they the ones that had the fire or something? They've had everything happen. They they literally had yeah. somebody rent the building across the way, tunnel. I made a tunnel and then popped up in their thing and robbed them yeah. through the tunnel. 
Like they, you know, they did bank robberies that way. Yeah, double yeah. boy that way. Listen, they did that at the place I just moved out of. Man, they used to. Uh, this is you know ten years ago, and um, <clears throat> they used to. Uh, they they broke into one 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 room just like Thunderbolt and Lightfoot. You remember that with uh, with uh, Clint Eastwood and and uh, what's his name Jeff Bridges. Yeah. And uh, when they took the gun and they blew the bank, this, you know, they got into the store next to the bank and then they just went through the frigging wall with that huge frigging whatever the hell gun it was. But they did the same thing at this uh, my old place, man. They used to do it all the time. And they actually went through the roof one time. They came in down through the roof into a freaking grow. And, and these people don't even know what the hell they're stealing because one, one time they went in and they took the plants and they, weren't, they were like only in week yeah. three or something. No, there's been a couple where... Like literally, they took the shit that was like three weeks from being done when there was shit that was done right next to it. And right. Left that. Right. Like yeah. Like it's I've heard like but shit but like you that. know, now that the price has gone down to I think that takes a lot of pressure when that price was really high. Oh yeah. probably for a big thing in LA, especially in these warehouses in around downtown. There's very the police don't give a fuck either. So uh yeah but there's a lot of robberies of these commercial places that was a big thing they 24 hour security all this shit they would still fucking jack the place they they'd hold them up with you know all that uh no joke but that was because there was a lot of value now the value's down imagine the robberies go down right yeah yeah but did you see i saw a thing i what well, was certain states voted today right so then some mm-hmm. went wreck and then there's a some that said, "Hell no!" Fucking so Arkansas, you believe it? Arkansas, but that's well, like, well, 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 it passed. Well, here. So they, oh, it did pass. Does, but then again, maybe that's the state I should move to. You know what I mean? Like, hey, I've been a political. I'm a political junkie, man. I, I've been glued to the TV for the last three, four days. Oh so. well, wait, as much right, as, as much as I can be now that I work. Uh, I'm a Democrat. We got our asses whooped, right? No, 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 just no. the opposite, actually. But wait, who's going to be the I mean, speaker? Them or us? Uh, they don't know yet. They don't know yet. Oh, yeah. oh see, even why yeah. I'm not paying yeah. attention, because I just assume, you got to remember, every president going way back has come in with the majority and then the midterms lose it. <laughs> right. That's the way that goes, right? Yeah, but this time it's uh, he's actually... Broken like uh, one record that that hasn't been hasn't been done. He's done well. Uh, things have been done this this midterm that haven't been done in uh, some in sixty years, some in forty years, and some in fifty years. That um, you know, it wasn't a red wave like everybody thought it was going to be, or something. So I mean, but be. either way, it's a losing situation because it, what Pelosi stays Speaker of the House. I mean, oh, oh, fuck! I'm a Democrat, and I, that has to change. So no, like, this is good. Republicans this, taking over, I can right? Tell you that. Well, yeah. I get that, but not much. Holy fuck! No, it's it's, it's, a, it's a big fucking. Well, I know, you know, it's, I'm a fucking no, die the Republicans hard at this point are not. They're not serious anymore. They don't have a platform other than fucking with the Democrats. So it's right. like end of days shit. They would they would just scorch the earth. They they they're open about it, right? They just they want. To well, I assume. So that's not you know, I assume yeah. that it was a done deal. So to hear that it's maybe there's a chance, I that'd be all right. Yeah, but, yeah. even Warnock and friggin' thank God Herschel Walker is going to be a runoff, and all those everybody that went for the independent. Well, uh, he got like Herschel a little bit, Walker, little bit more I than two percent of the vote. I, I saw go, a month or so ago a little 
thing about whatever drama he with these women is. I'm like, but I heard him speaking. I'm like, wait a minute. Like, right. wait. Is this guy even smart enough? This is what gets me about like him. This? Come on. If you know anything about Herschel Walker, the only thing he ever did, and they used to always, you know, when as soon as he started running, they were like, oh, an NFL star. No, he wasn't. He did not even finish one year in the pros. He was a Heisman Trophy winner at, at, at Georgia, and that's all he ever did. And didn't he have and like that, a big injury? Like he blew out his leg in that version no. or something? No, he wasn't producing. They let him go. Oh. He was one of the number one draft picks for the pros because he won the Heisman Trophy, but then literally in the yeah, pros I he did remember. it. Like, he was he played nothing. the Rams or something. I, I like, can't even remember. That's how short his career was. But it, there was a lot of hype on him because of Heisman, but then he Mm-hmm. Came in that's it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Exactly. And they actually. Well, wrong. I mean, that just shows how he, he can't even California talk. can't make a complete sentence where anybody runs for governor. I mean, we've had porn stars run, Schwarzenegger, anyway. Herschel Walker seems like one of those, but I guess they they took him seriously because he's been a runoff. I mean, holy shit. Yeah, but he it's Georgia, like a so joke. of course. Plus all the money they had to dump into that campaign. My whole thing is, listen, I'm not a screaming liberal. I am not a conservative. I am like most of the country. I am a moderate. I am socially liberal. I am fiscally conservative, just like most people are in this country. We don't want to just pull out a credit card and go crazy. But you know what? If it doesn't affect my life, I don't give a shit what you do. I ain't got nothing to do with me. You want to get married? You want to do whatever? I don't care. That's got nothing. In fact, I want that. This is America. You should be able to do whatever you want. But that doesn't make me a screaming liberal. That just makes me a normal human being that just is like, yeah, you know what? If that's your thing, because <laughs> everybody else is doing, you know, because you got all these conservatives that, that scream all this, you know, conservative um, social social conservatism. And it's literally they're they're banging little boys in their friggin in their friggin house. So don't screw yourself with the hypocrisy, man, because it's a big I'm fucking joke. Look at Newt Gingrich is a perfect example of it. Green Gingrich, just perfect example of this bullshit and what the Republican Party hey, stands for. Hey, Charlie, I'm probably neither of these things, but I know it bugs the people that I know on the other side. Because like I say to them, I'm a proud snowflake play, and I'm a screaming liberal. But I don't think I'm really any of those things, but right, right. Like, they're so fucking whacked out that I'm I, I, I Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. when they I mean, tell me some of their shit, I'll go like right. they don't use the I mean I've had people throw it at me. Like just because I go it was supposed to be an insult that you called people like me a snowflake and I was like yeah, I like snowflakes. They're like, yeah, each one snowflake. Yeah, What's they the call you a snowflake, snowflake, but call them a name, and they're gonna go crying to their mommy. I mean, it's a perfect. No, example I embraced it. I'm like, bullshit. I'm a yes, of course. What call me whatever you want. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Call me a snowflake, whatever. You know what? I got thicker skin than any of those motherfuckers do, because toughness has nothing to do with anything, especially when it comes to politics. That's just a bunch of freaking branding. That's all that is, man. Get the base all riled up. It's a bunch of crap, man. You know? But it's, it's, it's you know, yeah, call me a snowflake all you want. Why? Just because I don't like a bunch of fucking fascists that want a one-party rule? <laughs> you know? And anybody that pays attention, even a half, half, half an IQ point, pay attention to what's going on, knows exactly what the hell they're doing. And, uh, you know, if you don't like my opinion, oh, well, tough shit. You're not paying my bills. Thank you, Daddy. Oh, yeah. No, this shit has gone too far, Charlie. I hey, Smash, be good, buddy. I love you, man. To live Hope you're feeling better from yesterday. Thank you,
Evening too. Have a good night. Yeah. Jared, you know, Jerry, he played longer. He played like maybe how many years did he play? Who's that? Oh, he played like uh, three years. No, no, no. Professional career. He played. Yeah, but he just didn't do anything. That's the, that's my yeah, point. That's very possible. I think he, had he, wasn't, an he wasn't an NFL star. <laughs> that's that's my. I, I somehow remember him. Someone in the chat was saying he played more than one. Well, he played a few years. Yeah. And yeah, I think he had an injury kind of derailed him, uh, his hamstring <laughs> or something. I mean, I watched him win the Heisman. I thought I was a huge fan of his in college, when he was in college, man. He's only a couple of years older than us. Uh, but, and I was a huge fan. I love watching Georgia when he was playing, man. He put you in the back pocket. He put that ball in his back pocket. But it's that weird how, line like no how this thing happens with this pro-life thing where, like, somehow if you're on that side, you got to take that position. And then anything in the past of your life, you have to deny because you're like, why wouldn't you say, well, when I was younger, I wasn't pro-life, but I've come to that now. No, this guy's going to lie and say, no, I don't even have kids. I, that kid ain't mine. Oh, my God. That's about as low as it can go, right? Yeah, yeah. When that's the kid says, hey, politics. that's my Both dad. Both sides. Like the Both guy, sides. We need more than two parties, my man. Dad. So this guy's going to, like, deny that in public. I'm not a Democrat either. Like, that's pretty low. Like, to like, deny your own family to get in office? Wow. Yeah. I mean, regardless if it's, like, oh, yeah. not a marriage, that's still your kid. Like, think of it from that kid's point of view. The, the dad basically is trying to deny the truth. That's pretty low. Anybody see DeSantis's cult cult commercial right before the election oh last my week? God, yeah. It came out. Oh God, it literally God created. Yes, DeSantis. <laughs> it is a cult. It, it's a. It, that's all I could think of. Like this is something that you've seen in freaking really, documentaries was, seriously, about. Seriously, like on the eighth day, yes. God created a man that would fight for your truth or some shit. Oh my God! Yeah. and the way they filmed it and the editing, it was just yeah. like, oh yeah, just yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's a he's a yeah, but, too. Like I was gonna say, we yeah, there's like both sides have like all these things over the decades or century, but whatever happened in the last whatever years, I guess five years. Oh no, this is something else. Like this is like like we're in a it's like a nightmare. <laughs> Yeah, we potentially were just about to go right back into one just in a different way. Yeah. Like, Thankfully, like it's, I, you know, I, they might, they're probably going to take control. They only need seven more seats, man. They're going to take control yeah, of Congress, well, but, well, you know, I, I don't know. I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to keep talking politics and turn people off either, you know, because I can talk about it all the time. You know, well, that, that was one of my, this dubstep, boy. poli sci was one of my degrees. So it's like, yeah, I can, I was going to go into law and all this shit. Well, I used, Charlie, I used to pay attention to this shit like that. And, and then actually finding this cannabis content, I stopped yeah. watching the news going on three years ago. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah it was making me sick. Yeah, I know. Like, I, knew I mean, I, 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 like, if I was going to get some kind of real sickness, it was coming from the bad. Yeah, the anxiety. Yeah, yeah. No, I got to take a break every once in a while, man. 
You know, yeah. you got to remember, you got you to remember how media works in America. And if you know how media works in America, like yeah. really how it works in America, it's all about getting that anxiety up. It's all about making I had to drive to the have to be glued. Today. It's about the drama. It's about the brainwashing. It's, you know, I flipped my series on to CNN. I don't know why. I, just I watch them the all, camera. man. And I then watch them all. They were, I'm, so I knew it was loading and all that. And they were mm-hmm. talking. I made it about one minute, and I went back to music. But I was like, "Oh yeah. shit!" I watch like, Fox. I, I know what I today watch, is. Well, yeah. I watch Bloomberg. Like Bloomberg. you say, they're going to take control. One of my favorite friggin'. That that's unacceptable. Like when I want to see what the economy is really doing, and hear what the serious economists and what people who really know what's going on in this world have to say. That's I watch Bloomberg, man. Because that's that's one of the most credible friggin' sources that you can have out there. That's a fact. CNN, yeah, that leans totally liberal, of course, but I have no problem with that as long as you can friggin' you know, you can read through all the friggin' bullshit. And Fox, Fox, Fox is Fox. They just entertainment. I watch them because I want to see what the other side is saying. Anyway, period. Well, At this point, they're the, the other side. Even though I'm an independent, I've split my ticket many, many years, man. Even history is gonna say that the term fake news was really like MSNBC and CNN, maybe CNN, but actually fake news is Fox. And way before all this, they were fake news during Bush, right? But somehow it's the fake news label skipped yeah, because them. Because of uh, Roger fake, Right? And landed on whatever. They've always it, been. Yeah. Is They've always been, though. You got to remember who started liberals. It. But CNN ain't fake news. The only no. fake news out there is Fox. No, they're telling the facts. That's all they're doing. Yeah. You know, you got some, well, they you got some they liberal-leaning people in there, it. but you know who they are. You know who the conservatives are. They, well, they, they, they disclose anybody that works for them who is a commentator Here's or works for an affiliate because they're Time Warner owned now. The channel so. that I watched a lot was MSNBC. And mm-hmm. I was a fan of Iman and Tony Simons, right? <laughs> I used to watch that crazy fucker at three in the morning, and he, he was crazy. And then he fucked up, and they kicked him off, and they replaced yeah, yeah, him yeah, with Scarborough yeah. and Pika, right? Yeah. But yeah, then sure. the reality of what I'm going to say is, on MSNBC, that's definitely the most liberal, demo, you know, leader. Yeah. Half the main people, Nicole Wallace has two hours. She was Bush's fucking press secretary. Mm-hmm. Joe yep. Scarborough was elected yeah. as a rep, uh, Republican. Yeah. Like, there's, I know there's like, tons of them have equal time. Share. Remember what, what, have you what Fox used to be? You know, fair, fair and independent or fair and balanced. That's it in the 90s, because that's, you wait, know, supposedly that's wait, what started, The one guy that became uh, really famous uh, at Fox, Fox took it over. his early yeah. career came out of yeah. L.A., where it was two this is dividing like, conquer, keeping two people fighting over the same bird. Oh, of course, that's politics everywhere. That's what politics is. Well, okay. Yeah, well, reality's yeah, right nonsense on, then. Like ultimately, right? I mean, he's, he's entitled to his opinion, man. It's all it's all all objective, man. It's it all depends upon what you say. Politics are nonsense. Many people on the networks, like four four yeah. four or five people on like three hundred networks. Come on, three people. On all those stations that you're watching, the names. That's why you gotta know. You gotta know what you're watching, brother. 
That's why you're gonna do it again. It's it's well, not they, just they, you know. You just sit, you'll pull up in front of any any tube, and you're believing yeah, anything they're saying verbatim. Then just you know, you gotta do more well, research than just watching the news. You gotta read. You know when, when how it all put together. When there's something that happens, they report. That happened. Bullshit. That's what the news is to me. Especially when you like, grew up with real news. I don't there's an earthquake in Haiti and it wiped out people. Well, then they show it on the news. If the tsunami in Japan and pumped up the nuclear power plant, they showed it on the news. That's what the news is to me. But, you know. That's all, all I care about, though, is that we don't lose our constitution and we're going to fucking not be a fascist or authoritarian state in any way, shape, or form. That's all you Listening to the editorial thing and the opinion thing, oh, that ain't the news. But my daughter's going to inherit this earth, man. Oh. Shit, like what you're talking about is, is opinion and editorial it should be separate from the news but it oh is. absolutely separate I mean our local stations make it separate you know when they do the noon and the uh, editorials at noon and at night you know they put the disclaimer right out there it's an interesting conversation politics should never be taken personal like Jefferson said you should never lose a friend or a family member over politics because it's all opinion. It's like an ass. Everyone's got one. Uh, no, politics and religion are usually uh, kept to a different genre of uh, chat and talk and different area of life, not usually on weed shows. Uh, just another subject to talk. That's all. Yeah. It's a hell of an interesting subject. Yeah, it just it, it triggers a lot of people. If it, click, if it triggers certain things, man, it's a hell of a topic. No, it's not. Behaviors. It's not yeah, a happy state, please. It, it, it more of a deterrent. Uh, it piss people off. Thing. Yeah, that's why I said earlier we should change the subject because I know some people will take it personal. Yeah. Hey, anybody else grows cheetah We got this pheno of cheetah piss, and it, it's yeah, it's funk. It's like pissy funk. Did you get the lemonade flavor out of it? No, it gets like a cheetah. It's like pissy. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe it, I don't know. Is it supposed to be cat pissy? I'd gotten the Dr. Green Thumb cut last, maybe about a year and a half ago. And I grew that out. And it was like piss and lemonade. If you can combine, imagine like cat, like a fucking ammonia and lemonade. It was rank as fuck. But you know what? Like, it was an direct. Like, you smoke a little bit of that shit and you can fucking clean your house. You're ready to go. Oh, I like that stuff. That's the shit I like. I don't know about the cat piss, but I take it if you got me that baked. Oh, get right. Wolves of the people. I'm a close I like the side. fucking the uppers, man. I like the I uppers. grew the first <laughs> cheetah piss was actually Morgan? cheetah piss straw nana, but then now we have a I have a cheetah piss cut, not the cross. And it's how many strains you got good. now, bud? How many strains you got going now? At least twelve. Just a round figure. Round figure. <laughs> twelve. Did you keep twelve. Fourteen. Bud, did you keep huh? the jealous? Did you keep the jealous? No, no, I didn't keep that. I had over twenty once, and it was too much, man. I was like, "Fuck this." Because, I mean, uh, you must have had at least that many times. I, 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 uh, one and done. There's it. been a couple things that I out of seeds that. Might be being kept. Uh, this uh, sky cover gorilla glue four, pretty good. And, Man, uh, beer people always have great fucking names. Like 
They always have great names. Uh, well, I didn't name them. Excuse me. Yeah. No, I'm just saying, like, with our cannabis, like, we, we've gone into this, like, you know, dessert candy shit for the last, like, six, seven years. It's all like, cookies, yeah. So these guys are from Newburgh, a little bit south of Portland. My grand's fast. Not that far south. <laughs> just like uh, half hour, forty minutes south of Portland. Uh, fun fact: this this town used to have a disgusting smelling paper mill, but now the paper mill's gone. So it doesn't it doesn't reek of farts? <laughs> the whole town. <laughs> Yeah, in Washington, there used to be a Scotch paper mill in Everett, and like the whole town smelled like incredibly terrible. And then once they tore that shit down, it was like a whole new place. I know, right? (laughs) You guys have a smell of pig farm? I used to drive by a pig farm on the way to my grandmother's when I was a kid. The dairy farm farm was bad enough. Yeah, I used to live right down the street just a couple of years ago, and it's still the farm where I got my comedy one. Right down the street. See, it's not as bad as a pig farm, I'll tell you that, man. Oh, oh that I pig farm used to smell it 10 miles away. We go from the Wuben freaking toxic waste dump, Bro, smelling that. That was nothing but sulfur and raw, gay, raw, raw eggs. They're on their own shit. There you go. That's. Uh, that's back in the 60s and 70s, man, when oh, it was still trichinosis was around still. Thank God they bred that out. Was it a hazel? Probably. Yep. Truffled hazel. Wow. I bet that's interesting. Yeah. This is my first beer from them. I'm having a Kismetic, an American stout. So far, it's quite nice. You have the same spot you get it every time? You know, like they have a great variety? Like, what do you, is there a couple places uh, you have to go? There's a couple places, but yeah, Portland is fucking spoiled. There's there's a couple different places. There's John's Market, which is a little bit too far uh, away, but that's literally like a, a, oh, it's almost, it's not Costco size, but it's fucking close. And it's basically just a beer store. <laughs> it has all the beer you could possibly want. Uh, I got this at Belmont Station, which is kind of the same thing. A lot, lot smaller, but still easily 300 beers uh, from Holland, Belgium, Germany, just a fuckload from uh, the West Coast, you name it. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I used to be like, really into beer. This is this is the one place in Oregon, I should talk into the microphone. Uh, in Oregon, we're the one place where we beat the uh, craft versus non-craft uh, uh, numbers. Basically, in Oregon, 50% of beer uh, that's consumed is craft beer. Uh, one of the reasons why the, the big uh, companies have been so aggressive in Oregon and buying up those companies is actually because they've been out uh, uh, sold by a lot of these freaking craft uh, breweries. But we're really, really into our freaking beer. You you run into like uh, uh, house moms, soccer moms that are super into like crispy IPAs or some shit. You know, like they'll have their their specific beer that they're like. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you, you'll run I got into people a that drink. A I like IPAs, like know? pale ales. I got a place. question for you, Flumi. You seen it in no beers? Like you know, San Diego's kind of has its own craft cult beer thing going, right? Nothing like Oregon. Oregon so, well, I know, but we have we have you know we have. Thing. Do you have any, any experience ch- trying any of the craft beers from the oh, San Diego sure. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember some of the, the, the beers I've tried from that, but Stone was one of my favorite breweries. They're not, I mean, they yeah, they kind of became like corporate, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, 
I mean, they're real corporate. They got sold out for sure. They have a cool restaurant right here in Vista, their main spot. It's it's the brewery, even though it has glass partitions, so you can just see it, but it's a working brewery, and then it's a restaurant. We're all, well, yeah, you, you, you can see the uh, bats, the whole operation. It's the uh, stone, it's in Vista, stone brewery place. But there's, even how I, I know about our beer thing is because there's people in uh, Amul, which is, or no, uh, they're growing hops. And I saw a show about uh, growing hops locally because there's a uh, beer, the craft guys like to better say, oh, it's local. So we even buy our hops grown local. Even though hops doesn't really grow that well in San Diego or hasn't in the past. But people are growing it. Grows really tall. Hops grows almost like wheat. But like it's very three finicky times and tall. You have to yeah, they like 20 yeah, lattice up and shit. In Belgium? Yeah. Yeah, they've got them on a huge lattice work. Huge. And they go with <laughs> yeah, the cherry picker. <laughs> they go with the yeah, cherry picker, man. And then not even a cherry, but uh, just a you know, platform, you know, friggin'. And so they harvest them. They gotta test them too. You know, they have to test it to make sure it's a you know certain grade and all that. But it grows very similarly to, to cannabis or to wheat. That's one of the big things now. Everyone's growing hops in their uh, backyard yeah. gardens. I wonder if they're all secretly just Believe preparing it. to grow weed or something. Just practice runs. Make some good beer at the same oh, time, though. Just, you know this what I mean? Hop supply. <laughs> well, at the rate we're going, hops is probably going to be more valuable than crop to seed. But how much hops do you need to make a beer or to make lots of beer? I mean, for a big old kettle of beer, not a whole lot, honestly. But it's kind of it's it's kind of expensive, like like uh, weed flour is. Um, yeah, because it goes by the terpenes. It's yeah, sold yeah. by the it by, has the, to be by super the fresh and super aromatic, mm-hmm. you know, just like just like weed does. Yeah, yeah. But like I think, yeah, I think honestly, like a fistful basically flavors up a whole uh, like a big old kettle. So I mean, if you make more, you, you need more. You need like a bucket full or something. But you know, on a smaller scale, like eight or ten gallons, you know, you only need like maybe a fistful. So like company. Oh, like so in the process, it's just for the flavor. It's not for the uh, basically it's 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 a bittering agent, I think. It has to do with uh, basically a preservative in the beer. Like without the hops, I think the beer spoils. Gosh, I don't remember what that actually what uh, What were you gonna say for? Oh, I was wondering. Oops. Go ahead. So it adds bitterness, aroma, and preservative properties to your beer. Yep. I have. Have you ever brewed? I have uh, freaking. I know I've asked you this before. I brewed but. with a friend, but I've never brewed on my own. Uh, I want to get into to brewing, but yeah, there's so many fucking things to get into. I want to get into mushrooms and everything else. I haven't gotten time to do that really. Just Same here. Dipped my toe in it. <laughs> I mean, it's it's the infuriating thing is that they're all fucking right. Like, a, how do I say this? Uh, Kudos told me this. 
everybody that's ever been on the show that ever does mushrooms, they say it's super easy. And you know what? It, they're right. It's yeah. super fucking easy. Yeah. Uh, the, like the mushroom thing. bags that I got. I mean, it's, it's obvious that you and I would be brainlessly good at this. Uh, you get a fucking bag, you put grain in it, you sterilize it, you inoculate it, you let it fucking sporulate. I mean, there's a little bit more to it, I guess, yeah. than that. But basically, that's all it is. And then you essentially cut a fucking hole in it yeah. of some kind and, and then spray it and look at fruits. Yeah. Even a model no, child is easy. We played three people only. Pardon? the game there's only three left in the game <laughs> there's only three play uh <laughs> if you want we can play again like, but everyone was like kind of leaving like you we were waiting for yeah, you well, and then because like i was like oh i'm i'm picking there's only two i'm like wait we, we can totally play again but here there's a poll oh we don't have to what's play the, again. What's the, I think we'll get down to three it's what's down the poll the polls at 23 uh we're at 43 percent no uh, yo fam, I'm here for the dubstep boy is actually winning at 48% and yes is at 9%. <laughs> I almost well, we, voted for that. We had a few good rounds. We had a few good we rounds. We did. We did. All right. All right. Well, when this one, whoever wins, we'll call quit after this round. All right. They so, take the crown. They take the crown. One, oh, one, one and done. It takes it all. That's it. Brian was oh, playing earlier. Was. Wasn't he here? Yeah, he timed out and then Smash timed out and everybody else fucking timed out. I'm like, mm, right. I got a lot of work to do. All that shit I was supposed to do last night, I got to do tonight. I'm like, what? No. I still got to go to work tomorrow. I did find out, though, I have Christmas Eve day off. We were supposed to work Christmas Eve day, but I got to pay it off. Christmas, Christmas Eve day and Christmas day. And that's a good thing. Same with New Year's Eve and New Year's Eve day. I got off. I got paid off. Thank God. It's fun having a real job sometimes. Hmm. <laughs> you know. I'm not running out yet. They're getting me actually a stand-up desk, man. Thank God. Wow. Yeah, because I, I, you know, I, I played off my hip, but it's more because I, I just want to freaking be able to get up and down during the day. I'd be going crazy just sitting behind a freaking desk all day. Yeah, it's not me. So I approved today. Yay. He's going to get the doctor to sign some paperwork. Hmm. So, that's good to go. Complaints received by human resources. What is way funnier? Oh, never mind. What did your state approved curriculum tell you the Civil War was fought about? Fuck, there's two of us left? Jesus H. Christ. That's what I'm saying. Can I win? I, yeah. I mean, that's actually well, technically not true. What did your state approved curriculum tell you the Civil War was fought over? That's what the South tells you. It was complaints received over human resources. <laughs> that's all it's about. That's it. Simple. It just summed it right up. <laughs> summed it all up. Because of that, not country's history. That's it, man. It was an HR problem, bro. <laughs> Didn't you get the memo? Come on, man. <laughs> That's rich. That's a good one, Jimmy. Touche. I think two of us are playing. Look <laughs> what you guys do to me. You guys are a bad influence. That's right. Terrible. Yeah. That's why I have you around. <laughs> What's going on, Christoph? Bonjour. I can't wait to find this. is my thing at work, right? Just real quick. You know, office setting professionals, right? Christoph, all I think of yes. is in a year, 
who am I going to find out smokes weed? <laughs> Swear <laughs> to God. That's all I think about when I walk in and see all the suit and ties right. in, the, in the business outfits. Absolutely. I think of that. Like in a year, I'm going to find out like 20 people fucking smoke. We all smoke there. Once everybody starts opening up, because I'm the new guy, you know what right. I mean? A few drinks one night, he'll come out. <laughs> I know how to play the freaking human behavior game, brother. Grand, grand manipulator. In a humble way, though. I say that humbly. So. <laughs> I wonder about mushrooms, too. What do you think about uh, how many people are going to. Are you talking about the smoking? I mean, uh, growing magics, right? Is what well, you're yeah. How about, many people right? are going to admit to basically doing microdosing or whatever yeah. else in a couple yeah. of years, right? Like yeah. now, no, oh, nobody yeah. would admit it, but you know, in a couple of years, oh, holy yeah. shit. Oh yeah, I know. There's a couple of cokeheads sprinkled in there. There's absolutely oh, a couple sure. of fucking oh, heroin the CEO addicts sprinkled. Everybody is still a cokehead, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean that. You know, those are all sprinkled fucking in. Fucking Elon Musk is out there. Closet deadhead. Oh, Jesus, okay. Plus, by the way, that guy's in the news literally every day. It's Who's right Elon, Musk? That's Elon Musk. He's in the news yeah, every single sure. fucking day. No I shouldn't what. say that's a strong word. I don't hate that's the man. True. I, don't I wouldn't know sit the man. there and, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know the man. I, I probably would piss on him if he was on fire, but I don't know. Right. Sure. <laughs> well, <laughs> you have to scratch your ass first. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Drop a log first right. while you're thinking about it. I got to piss now. Should I piss on him? My, Should I wipe my, my ass? Uh, Longest-term worker, Zooey, who was, like, fully college-educated. I'm sorry, I thought I was helping. Ago, and and <laughs> worked at a job that deal, Can I assist deals you? with Elon Musk on a day-to-day basis. <laughs> and travels wherever she That's a great picture in the head. For his is, job at Tesla. And Zooey, I trust with my life. He I bet think he's going to fuck the world up with Twitter. That's what I think. He's going to get a fuck. He fucking yeah. fired half the staff and then asked one of them to come back the, the next day. Because, oh, yeah, image. shit, we need you. <laughs> the whole image and character. You know, this is a rich guy on, that's got all this power. Yeah. Oh, my God. On, on the media about Elon Musk, that's, that's a character. Dude is that's this a other right guy. There. That, like, according to my buddy that works with him, like, day, every day, you know, he's in charge of one of these divisions of his thing. Uh, no, no, he's all right. He's fucking all right. He, he's not that guy. Like, that's his fucking Apparently, he gave, the, he gave one of his executives shit for being at the birth of his child. He was like, well, either you're here or you're there. Well, accordingly, I mean, you got to remember when you're one of these people of his position, like how much of what we hear is even fucking any, you know what I mean? Like, and of course he's in the news every day because he's so rich. He's he's erratic. He's erratic. He's 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 not all there. That's his thing. He just has to be in everything. He has to fucking be in everything. By the way, stay relevant. It was your idea. I'll to tell you the, one the thing. Image. I know this much about him. He's a total stoner. He smokes weed and is into all the best. He's one of those crazy stoners. All huh? that. <laughs> Just a crazy. And that makes him cool with me. Too much fouls in one man's 
like, especially when it comes to imagine somebody yeah, just so much R and D for our, for our government. SpaceX is involved in. There could be way worse people than him. That would. Oh no be question. Be careful what you wish for. Yeah, no question. Be careful what you wish for. Right? You know, because there's always that is little him, chance. Whoever is one of those super rich people. True. You, no matter how, even if they were this really good person and cool person, being that person is going to create this this thing, right? Of I guess hate or whatever. You know, well, there are plenty of rich people out there that don't garner any attention. Yeah, there's a lot of really rich people and have social impacts. His great is his making yeah. sure their name they all have a social impact. They all have social impact that we don't see these rich motherfuckers. Yeah, those are dangerous. But the, he just does it right out and freaking open how crazy he really is. Like they all are. <laughs> Half of them. Yeah. Fucking. Well, they live a life we'll never know. To worry it's about totally different level of living. Like, they don't have to dollars. care about laws. They don't have to care about literally anything. They can do whatever they want, except kill somebody, probably. But other than that, <laughs> they can beat anybody they want. Just do anything. Two and two. You know? Next one could win. Yeah, yeah well, I'm Charlie, like beating people. You understand what I mean? There's a level of rich person like the public, and then there's yeah. a level of rich person that actually spends a lot of money, million dollars, easy to make yeah. sure his name doesn't come out of your mouth. Do you know right. what I mean? That you know, yeah. we don't know anything. I will about say this, people. You know right. what I mean? Oh, absolutely. They're, they're not on fucking Wikipedia or, or right. they lay as low as they can. You know what I mean? And they yeah. spend money to make sure of that. Certain rich people are actually not, I mean, they're not great, but, you know, they give a lot or try to in the way they think is correct. Try to give back to humanity. Whether you agree with the way they do it or not, that's fine. And I'm not saying that's right or wrong or anything else. But I'm just saying a lot of some of those rich guys aren't as bad as the others. There are degrees of friggin' douchebag greed. Carnegie is always my example, my go-to example of what he did in his life, at the end of his life. Just gave it all away. Literally, every penny. I like the real rich people that give their money to their dog. I think that's a classic. <laughs> I love that too, man. I think that Helmsley did that and she was should a be a law. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, they took the family bitch. took that thing to court and said, No, she's bad crazy shit bitch. crazy. Give us the money. I think the court said no. She said it and uh, she, she went to jail, down. man. Yeah, she was a class. Took three and a half years for tax evasion. Yeah. No, nobody liked her. Nobody. Because if you get that kind of money and you can't stay out of jail for three and a half years, because they really don't like you. And she was. She was ruthless. Yeah. Wow. But Kilowatt yeah. is the winner. Now, Congratulations. I don't yeah. think any win, but beating two guys isn't the same as beating eight. But we'll go with the apple for the still alive. All right. Good game, guys. Yeah, I remember, I forget how it came out, but when I was young, my mom, I don't know, she mentioned that day that, uh, I think it might have been Tom Hanks or was her client or something, that she had sent in 
uh, tax. It was like after New Year, the 31st is always the day you got to get even with the government when you have a corp or whatever. Uh, yeah, like a million point something, million two tax check that dude owed, right? Now, I remember thinking that, yeah, if I paid a million dollars, regardless how much I made to the government, I might care more about what happens with that money than the 30000 I pay or whatever. You know what I mean? Like when you start really peeling off big money and you notice that a lot of people with money, celebrities, especially, yeah, that's when all of a sudden they get active in some political shit because even though, that's a yeah, way to I, I feel like taxes, but well, they don't give a shit about still, Oh no, no, they so do care about certain things. Most of about tax, but, but what I'm trying to point out is when you're, you pay millions like if you make a hundred million dollars off a movie, well, you're paying like either way, twenty million of it, right? Like you, you can only write off so, so, so much. Fucking so fucking whoever right pays two thousand dollars off his forty thousand dollars doesn't give a shit. I mean, it's it's. I don't like the logic, but honestly, like wow. somehow the celebrity gets a bigger say in how things are done. I just I don't like the logic. People with money. That's how they want you say. to think. That's what the no. That's how they want you to think. Most of the rich pay, underpay on their taxes. I mean, they, that's why they hire oh, people. Oh, well, like I know money, that. Frankly, yeah, yeah that's it's exactly called it. a so they, they don't pay their fair share. If you don't pay your fair share, I don't think you have a right to say fucking shit on. Honestly, your fair they share. still then like, what's your fair share? And you know what their argument is? Their argument is we don't use the services. So Warren Buffett talks about how his secretary pays a higher tax rate than he does. Yes, but in some cases, in in, in their the life, they she's actually paid more taxes because he has the best fucking attorneys in the world. Yeah, the rate, but the amount. No, even cumulative. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like, if you're the person that paid a million dollars, well, that's a lot of money, either way, any way you cut it. But you made a hundred million dollars. Who gives a fuck? It's right. surrounding your... Surrounding your... Hey, they drive on the roads, too. They fly in the, the, the air that we breathe. Uh, Why shouldn't they pay in? They wouldn't, uh, yeah, I mean, they, they wouldn't have gotten rich. That's it, the man. thing that drives me nuts about people like Jeff Bezos. Yeah. He literally... Uh, relies on our roads and bridges and fucking airports exactly. and everything else. He relies on those things for his business to survive. But he'll be the first jerk off who, to evade his own taxes and the corporate taxes. Right. Yeah. Right. And all airports are federally subsidized. Not to mention uh, the U.S. military that guarantees that he's not right. going to be attacked by pirates That's, worldwide. Yeah. Literally yeah. worldwide. The U.S. Navy example. patrols everywhere around the world and fogs the pirates up. That's famous, like, right? Like, that's well known around the Horn of Africa and everything else. Mm-hmm. And so thanks yeah, to yeah. that, companies you like Amazon can grow big and fat because they don't that's have to right. worry about having those those wild brigands yeah. with freaking Jamaican right. flags or whatever come by and steal their shit. AK-47. Yeah, taking the whole ship hostage and killing people, stealing the cargo. (laughs) Absolutely, man. That's the MO. That's Uh, it. Love for the Plant says, watching Elon smoke on Rogan does not convince me he's a stoner. That's it. Right. Good point. I've grown weed that he smoked. I know that for sure, a thousand percent. What are you talking about? (laughs) But who smoked? 
You grew, you grew the weed he smokes? Is that what you're saying? I didn't hear. Sorry. Oh, he smokes a lot. He, he's in the weed. My friend yeah, is, huh? is in charge of the self-driving car uh, uh, team. And Elon is like hands-on with it. So, yeah. Uh, Dewey's my... He, he lived and worked with me for 15 years, this guy that works for Elon for the last five years now, four or five yeah, years. Yeah, you mentioned him before, I think. Yeah, like, so, okay, that's all I know. Dude, dude's a regular fucking soda. I don't care what he did on Rogan. I know that even in his interview, he said, because what happened on Rogan, like some of these big... Big loans he had. So he doesn't smoke weed, especially by the way. In a, in a drug test, because like you on big ass loans, you ha have like these contingencies about that stuff, and so they wanted to make sure he wasn't on drugs. You're not CIA. Yeah, you're not high. You don't have bullshit. Yeah, you can't. Yep, it's written right into the freaking loans and the contracts. It's worth so much money. That, yeah, they can't. They they can't get caught anyway. But if they're so rich, it doesn't really matter. It's just put in there. The yeah, that's all a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, it is. A lot of legalese. That's all it is. Confused the, the the regular guy. That's really what it is. Well, I was listening to an interview from Ivan from Jungle Boys, and he was talking about how he. He won three back-to-back multi-million-dollar fishing tournaments last year, right? Catching uh, huge black marlin or whatever they were. But how they decide how they they uh, pay you once you declare the winner, you have to have footage of the whole catch from the from the whole time, no interruptions. And then also they do a lie detector test. And like he was explaining, they hire this guy from the FBI, the specialist. They fly him to wherever, Mexico, where the boats were at. And, and then questioned him like a half hour. Every fucking thing you could imagine. And then declared, okay, you're not lying. All right, 1.2 million. You got yeah, the they, had a, they had a scam just a couple well, of months ago. Well, there's a ago. scam. He says there's Where they were putting weights the in the fish. Yeah. They would put yeah, weights says, in the fish or something. You get what he said that, that's in the media yeah. now, but that's been part of fishing tournaments from the beginning of fishing tournaments. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, yeah. But don't forget, to, to be... The, you don't just put 100 bucks up and, and win at 1.2. So the entry fee oh, is yeah. a lot. It's uh, so tens of thousands of dollars. It could be 30 grand. Yeah. Or even higher. It comes from. Like, my uh, girlfriend in Abu Dhabi was, what, didn't we just have a huge Powerball? A billion? Mm. Right? Yeah. They, in, in the UAE, they have a lottery. So the only lottery they have is once a month. And it's always more than a billion. A multi-billion. Because the ticket costs 500 each. Okay. Right? And I, and I asked her, did you ever buy one? She says, yeah, we go four way people at her job and then that but like I'm like five hundred dollar ticket but she says yeah that's why it's always in the billions. 
Like, so we play a dollar one and give it to the billions. Imagine if we play like Listen, I don't even one. need that much, bro. For a buck, if I went friggin' even the smallest butt they ever had, I'd be happy. <laughs> it would change my life anyway. I don't know if I'd be happy, but it would change my life, hopefully in a, in a good way. <laughs> hey, I'm, I, I'm not, I'm not I gamble <laughs> on everything. I don't get do the lotto yep. for so That's many not, years, not at all, because the only I never thing get one number right, and I'm scratchers. Yeah. I've never won. Yeah, I had a friend of mine. He's a, you know, he's, he was well, a gamble no, all like five right? years ago. I just stopped buying him. Yeah, and I'm he, a gambleaholic. Yeah, his bartender with me, friggin'. but not a lot of. He, he um he used to buy scratchies like crazy amounts. He'd buy four hundred dollars worth at a time. Well, you know, he would you know maybe make out of the four hundred, he'd make maybe two hundred, two fifty, sometimes three hundred bucks, and he'd just go back and buy three hundred dollars more, and you know and. But or four hundred, you always put it up to four or something, if I remember right. But but anyway, he'd win like a thousand dollars and be happy, like like he just won a freaking huge jackpot. And I'm like, dude, but you spent five thousand dollars in tickets to win two to win a thousand or two thousand, whatever it was. I always found that just kind of insane. I got a, I got a cousin. He's so fucking. I, I don't know if he's cleaned his act up yet, but this is thirty years ago, man. He used to he was a regular every weekend down in freaking Atlantic City. And I was in a check cashing place once. Um, he owned a tile company that did all the huge jobs, like super stopping shops and all the big grocery stores and hospitals and, you know, lab quality stuff. And he was extremely the fastest tile guy I've ever seen. But anyway, I saw him at a cousin's wedding one time. I'm in line to cash a check at the check cashing place. This is back in the 80s. And the dude fucking lobster behind the counter with his big old freaking 45 on his hip with a bad toupee in Norwood, Mass. He gets a phone call, right? And you hear it, you hear the other freaking goon going, uh, hey, Tony, it's a phone call from you. It's Atlantic City. And he gets on the phone and me and my brother are standing there and all we heard was Joey and his last name, I'm not going to say it, and uh, 50,000, no problem. And he hung up the phone and he was just giving him, you know, he got a line of credit, but he, he I saw him at a wedding once. My cousin's wedding man at the World Trade Center, and uh, he was out and he had his hands in his fucking head, marble between his fingers, and he was just looked like he was in the most, almost like he was ready to throw up. He said, Joe, "Joe, are you all right?" And he goes, "Bill, I didn't gamble. I'd be a multimillionaire right now because my cousin he married into my family, so my cousin was ready to divorce him, man. Uh, and, and I think it eventually did. His son used to be ranked number three in golf." around the country and then he got into drugs real bad probably you know because he has that gene from his dad for gambling i'll never forget well, that though my my best friend for the last 40, 40 years dave he's from philly but he, he he's a bookie right well not anymore because the computer betting wiped out being a bookie but for right, so right, many right. years all the computer and, books now like how he made his money, he never gambled, not at all. Like everything was always laid off, right? A bookie takes ten percent of the of the bet, right? So, like on Super Bowl, if like ten thousand bet one way and only a thousand bet the other way, he would he would bet nine thousand in Vegas to make it even, right? And then he'd just take the ten percent. He, he out, never yeah. gambled. Right. right, it wasn't his it, money. It was right. like this, it was the easiest money ever. 
And yeah, he had all yeah. these. I used to in high school that we did movie that. producers and yeah. uh, race football cards. Uh, yeah, man. Directors that they would yeah. bet sports yeah. like yeah. crazy, like really so not. obsessively. Like he'd, he'd answer the phone. He had all these notes where he kept track of like last yeah, second they'd call like up that. and change, and yeah. you just take all their action. Right yeah. and, and lay it off for defense because you don't want it. You're not gambling, and yeah, ten percent easy money. But then once they took that shit online, it just died off. People don't need a bookie anymore. One of my friends did that down in freaking North End, man. A couple of them got just got busted a couple of years, a few years ago. They're in the middle of the freaking trial now. They've been dragging it out for four years. Rich people years. that are sports gamblers, they I you know, do tell like me big, big, big bucks. They they don't like it's not about winning or even losing. It's just this weird obsession. They want to give that amount of money away every month. That's like part of their deal. Like they expect to lose fifty k a month, and however they do it, that's how it's going to go down. Well, they parlay like they do these things where they pick like five games, and if all five work out, then they win. Well, it never works out. Well, it does once in a while. It does. Yeah, once in a while. I used to do the football yeah. cards, you know? <laughs> one of my friends started booking when they were freaking high school with the football cards. You know, the college on one side and the pros on the other, and you pick your teams. You bet a buck or whatever you want to bet. You could bet up to 100 bucks if you wanted. Oh, my brother-in-law got in debt 14 grand by the age of 14 doing that shit. That's how pretty much is it. He's just an all-around addict. Doesn't matter if it's gambling, pills, drink. Yeah, I mean, ultimately that's me because right now I'm kind of cool on gambling lately. But like, I'm addicted to a bunch of shit. Whatever I get yeah, into, yeah. I, I'm addicted. Which is to. All, when I was racing, you know, I was addicted to that. Like, that was like my main obsession. And when I was playing hold'em, yep, I was addicted to poker. When I was trying to win a million dollar jackpot in slots, yep, I was addicted to slots. Yeah, see, I, I used to go to the casinos. We had to go to Arizona every year. You know, my ex had passed. That's where her father retired. So we had to go to Phoenix every year, Northern Phoenix, and that, or, or right around there, right by Scottsdale. And uh, you don't have he used to, to go to the, he, that's all he did, man. He's like the typical freaking, and I'm, I'm going to be a little stereotypical because these are my friends I'm talking about, but the Italians down the North End, man, they just love to gamble. That's like basically all they do, especially the retirees. You, don't they have retirees. Indian, Indian casinos in Massachusetts everywhere? No, no, they, they don't know. Wynn has a casino called the Encore, and then there's another one in Plainville, Mass. They were going to get an Indian one going down the South Shore, but it got, got rejected. So you guys don't have a lot of gambling in your state. We have two, right now, we have two casinos. There was supposed to be a third one in Springfield uh, that, that okay. fell through. That was years, a couple of years ago. California. We have, yeah, we have two had big ones. more casinos than Vegas and Atlantic yeah, City believe and it. all that shit combined. It's for the Arizona one. They weren't allowed to have craps in Arizona. They weren't allowed to have freaking roulette. They get uh, they yeah. get twenty one well, five card and bingo that's how it's, and yeah, slots. That's how it started. But most of those places can play straight up now. They yeah. used to be. I mean, oh, I, it was all these weird. Oh yeah, this is twenty five years ago. Yeah. yeah well, what that gets down to is, and it gets into what they call paramutual gambling. Okay, like poker. Yeah, yeah. The, the house takes a rate for dealing. But other than that, you're gambling against people. 
Then there's the house gambling against you, blackjack, right? Or roulette or casino game. Well, when they first introduced gambling, they made it parimutuel. So all that really happened was a casino would hire a company to be the bank. So it would be a third-party bank, right? And then over the years, they finally just let the casino be the bank, right? But at first, when they passed these laws, it's, it's about, oh, well, they could be card clubs, which there's always been those. That's paramutual, meaning you're only gambling against people. You're not gambling against the house. There's no house. Yeah. Once you start gambling against the house, well, it's a whole other Dude, I used to lock myself 20 bucks in the slots. I'd lose it in 10 minutes and I'd be like, yeah, I'm good. When every time I went out, when I went out for almost 10 years, every for 16 days, and there's nothing to do in Phoenix back then. I don't know about now, but back then it was a methadone clinic on every corner and you had the casino. And if you didn't play golf, I mean, there was an occasional concert like one year we planned it so we could go see the Stones because she was friends with one of the friggin' band members. So, but that's about the only time I ever had, ever had fun out there. Ever. And uh, the casino is just, it's just not my thing. And that's all her father did. Him. Literally, that's all he did every day was go to the casino. Yeah, I was and he, he used to borrow money off of us until his SSI check came in. Yeah. Yeah. Good old the, the last run at the Indian Casino off the street, I had a few years where I was way ahead. I, I was playing this one set of machines, penny machine, but a max bet, three or six dollars each bet. And yeah. oh shit, I fucking won a lot. Clean out a year. I like what's like, a lot off a slot? I, what's a lot? What's a lot? I don't even know that. I mean, what's a lot off a slot well, machine to, to win in a sitting? In one sitting. Like, one sitting. A, so a jackpot on a machine that's got a six dollar yeah. bet can be from three to under ten grand would be a good take. But you know, you're gonna get a couple grand in it to get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm just have hundreds like and that. hundreds of dollars to be put it's in the all an algorithm now. But I did that for years. It was pretty good. Somehow, and the casino gave me all these cards, and I could have rooms and comp shit, I yeah. yeah, all comp the comps because yeah. of my points. Next thing you know, they got me in the high stakes. Uh, oh, I got myself in the high stakes slots. So I'm playing five. 10 and 25 dollar games but with max bet that gets to be like wham 800 bucks or bam 600 bucks but it's all relative right mm -hmm. it's the same mm -hmm. algorithm it's just at a higher stake but oh and it pays it pays and yeah sometimes some nights i'd be 50k up right at, wow in a night jesus because you got to worry about leaving the casino with yeah. that much money and shit, right? Early 80s, I had a friend of mine's brother. He was a professional poker player in Vegas. He would lose a house in a fucking week and be able to buy another two in like a month. Yeah, and then yeah. He'd That's have what happened. five cars one month and then have no car oh, yeah. again a couple months and down the road. You go on a bad street and then holy shit, you start digging and you think, oh, it's only going to last. Oh, it's coming back. It's coming back. Yeah, and yeah, that's, I, that's when gambling. I quit. I don't know what. Not that long ago, I haven't gambled in a while, but I got beat yeah. hard for. It was the reason why the casinos are there, man. Just people like them. That's why they're so popular.
I, I mean, the only reason why we opened up is because we were getting surrounded by them. And why is everybody going to go over state lines when we can just get the revenue right here, of course? In two, two Mohican hey, Sun and freaking Foxwoods, right? I miss like, all the Less than 100 miles away. It's like there's friends I made at the casino that were regulars, you know? Mm-hmm. They were all walks of life, all kinds of people, right? But they, we all had one thing in common. We were addicted to gambling. We were there like 12 hours a day going nuts. Sure, sure. It's like an escape. Like when you're doing it, you're in this adrenaline rush. You don't even fuck. It doesn't even matter. I remember in this thing, I didn't even care anymore. It was just like ding, 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 ding. It came and went, and then you finally got so tired, you tallied out, figured out if you were up or down. Didn't even matter that either. What's funny is all my friends think I'm the biggest winner ever because anytime I won, I I talked about it. I won a lot. But if I lost, I never said a word to anybody, right? I lost yeah. a lot. Actually, in the end, I lost more than I won. And that's always what happens. Because when I win a lot, that that's how I ended up in the high stakes. I won a lot in the penny. And I was like, yeah, fuck it. My luck's good. Let's go hit the big one, right? Next thing you know, the little one was boring. Like, I penny? Nah. Like, I had to go for it. And... Yeah, like, hey, I bought a hundred bucks once and played blackjack. And literally, in ten minutes, I lost it. And I went. Once you I'm put good. your card <laughs> in that machine, then once that's they it. know you are sitting at that machine, they have data right. of everything mm-hmm, you've mm-hmm. done for I mean, all that the time. That, that club in cut in, yeah. In my crazy mind, in. I think oh, all the wins, all the wins. The, the, the when I started, like they saw me, they knew I had money, right? They know you, they fucking run you. This is fucking modern world. This is some serious business. The casino and like getting yeah. money off of people, it, right? The I actually they, they <laughs> let me win for all those months, and then those last four months, they like like they pulled hit it, the button on the fucking algorithm and said, "Yep, pull the carrot right it. out." <laughs> Cause like at that point yeah. it was big amounts of money. Like we mathematics, it. baby. Bam, bam, yeah. bam. Yeah. I don't yeah, I don't usually math. talk about it, but yeah. One world is run by mathematics. But I won a lot. Even now, as I've caught up in my taxes, oh, all the winnings, because in California, a jackpot is anything over twelve hundred dollars. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, that's you every Everything you do once you start playing serious slots is over $1,200. So I have stacks and stacks. I remember my accountant saying, dude, just pay the taxes right there because they give you that option. Take out the taxes now. But like when you're doing it, that takes you out of your nut. So you're like, oh, give me all my money. Give me all my money. Yeah, my ex, right? The one we had to go to California, I mean, uh, Arizona. She, um, her father, when she was like, Real young, five, six, seven, eight years old back in the fifties, used to take it to friggin' the track, the horse track on Sundays. And as everybody was always going to church, he'd be like, see all those people, you know why they go to church? Because they have to go to church. <laughs> you know? And uh, but anyway, he'd lose, 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 she said. And then one time he hit it big, he got it, you know, back then he got twenty-five grand or something, or thirty grand, whatever the hell it was. And on the way out, before they left the track, she he goes to her, she must have been eight, she said. 
something like that, whatever. And uh, he'd pick up all those tickets off the ground as we're walking out the door because that's what he was submitting to the IRS to show all his losses Boss, over the yeah. years. So we didn't have to pay the taxes on it. That's an old Yeah, they, she goes, they picked up thousands of tickets. Yeah, that used <laughs> to know, work. Back then it carpeted the floor. I'll man. tell you a hustle. I, I, the I have a, a long-term friend, customer, whatever. He's, he's won the breeder's cup. He's a horse trainer. Right, yeah, and yeah. Shit, so he, when the when the when the races are at Del Mar for the feet, yeah, this is like yeah. five weeks. I know we're talking about. I, I know horse racing a little bit. Not, not on long, the weekends. Bit. Not on the weekends when it's crowded. But during the week, when you realize the jockeys, they don't get paid shit to ride. Like they ride every race, not unless they win it. Not unless they win it. Right. Yeah, they get paid shit so, unless they win it. So there's this no. little thing that goes on where on like. Tuesday or Wednesday, it's like a known thing amongst whoever that in race seven, the jockeys are going to like make whatever happens because they're going to bet money and make money themselves, right? right? Because like, yeah, some of them get like less than 100 bucks a ride to ride these fucking races, right? On Wednesday or whatever, right? Shit, yeah. So, yeah, I'd get, I'd get the in, in the last so many years, you don't have to be at the track. You can just bet on this thing online. You bet. Online. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've, I've uh, seen that. Yep. Like every time, dude calls me and says, Yeah, take the factor, bop, bop, bop. Yep. yep. Exactly. The factor, bop, bop, bop happens. Sometimes I think I should go big, but I'm like chicken. But because uh, horse racing is like anything can happen. But yeah, it's, it's like, oh, from what I understand, that's like the, it's this little jockey thing that that he that he that he gets the info from. It's like right, yeah, right, right, yeah, gets the inside. I had a friend that used to work Suffolk Downs in Boston, and so they're always there. like not long shots, but mid yeah. shot. Like yeah, oh, they're definitely favorite. Just because you can't make quickly, so money on the Yeah, anecdotal stories. Uh, he worked at the stables. That's what he did. He actually worked uh, Saratoga in New York or something. And uh, he worked at Suffolk Downs, and that's that's uh, was his passion. I worked with this kid, uh, Tony Pena, and um, but anyway, he used to tell us all the time, man. He goes, "These races are all fucking fixed, brother. They're fixed. They know who before they get out of the stable. These local races, they know not exactly all, fucking not right. all, but yeah. well, Sa I'll tell you this, Saratoga. This is back, uh, dude. He was my best friend. Oh, yeah. and he was just no, telling it just the way it was. It was Sarat that was back then. I don't know. What it's like now. I'm just telling Once you. Once you get up to the high stakes, like the what they call stakes racing, where there's real money involved, where right, the, right, the right. horse itself is gonna win money, well, then best man wins, right? I mean, but there's a lot of races aren't stake races. They're just like races for the for the gambling. They're right. like the horse like a stake race means whoever wins that race, that horse can be bought for that amount of money. Right. Right. Like the real champions, you know, man. Like, there's a lot to horse racing. Like, I only right. do this little thing because he gives me tips. Oh, if you were really going to bet on horses, you're going to spend like four or eight hours a day studying all this shit every day to oh, be absolutely. able to decipher yep. the game. Yeah. It's a lot I mean, of work. But you just look at the friggin' local guys doing it and they're glued to that friggin' that, that, uh, Whatever it is, the uh, the program or when they're at the we track, they literally every horse. And, and see the guys that really bet, make a living. 
They're there all day, and they're going to put all their money, their betting money, on one race, on one situation. They're not there betting all race after race. That's an idiot that does that, right? Like, there's no way you're going to be ahead if you do that. No, they figure it all out. They see what's the one that has the best odd pay, and they take their shot. And they sit there all day, watch every race, but they only bet in like one or two. And then when I go to the track, oh, I bet on every fucking race. I, I'm addicted to bets. I love bets. Yeah. I went to the dog track in Florida when I first moved down there. I had a blast. We, used to, we were doing a couple of the, uh, back then it was what, just telecast horse races from Gray, Hialeah. Greyhound? Yeah. Greyhound? Yeah, Greyhound. And then um, on, on the TV was uh, Hialeah down in Miami because I was up in Palm Beach. And uh, yeah, I had a blast, man. I listen. I only won like fifty bucks, but I literally had only been down there for uh, maybe a week or two. And I was uh, these people that moved into the condo next to us. Mm. They were super cool people from Georgia, and they're like, "Yeah, we're going to races," and we became good friends. And they took me to the my one, track. My one I've been to the dog track around here, Wonderland. I've been to the freaking tr- you know race tracks around. And we used to have hey. freaking um, saddle racing. Remember that? A few years ago, sat behind the freaking horse in a carriage. My neighbor who raised Cox, right? He was in the, the I knew that about him. <laughs> but because I gambled a lot, he invited Wait a me second. Like, Say that again? Fighting Cox. Like rooster uh, fighting. Sure. Right? They guys call it Cox, right? This sword fighting. Come on. This sword yeah, fighting. Okay. But so you know, I, he just... knew I was into gambling. So he's like, yeah, come on Sunday, whatever. Gave me this address. Right. I Go out to this property. There's like a hundred guys, most of Latino. And oh my God, the shit I witnessed. But the amount of money, like cash, like you don't like they, they you hold the money that you're gonna bet, but you make the bet, but you show the money. Like we're talking multiple bands, like five, ten, twenty grand bet on Yeah, I bet. And, it's like the dog and, fights, man. Yeah, dog fights. Like, Oh man, like I never went back because oh that was like even thinking about it right now, the visual images of that was like so fucking brutal and like inhumane. I was like, oh hell no, no, that's some crazy. Hey, no part of that, huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah, even though it's like, oh, they're just chickens. What the fuck? Who cares? Oh no, that's some brutal that's shit. Bloody. Yeah, it's pretty ruthless what they do to each other. Well, even the thing, this is the part. It, you know, you care. The, I know because homeboy had like some really gnarly. He bred and made money. Cocks. He had some nice cocks. <laughs> yeah, he did. You <laughs> did. If you lose, like it isn't like oh he's just wounded. Okay, stop the fight. I I don't want my bird to die. No, your bird is going to die whether you you go and end it or the other bird ends. Right. You don't get to yeah. take a bird it's- home. Like no, it's to the death, bird. no matter what. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Even though most of it doesn't go to the death, it, you have to handle that yourself. And that's the right. part where I was like, oh no, 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 no. Yeah, you're gonna no. kill the thing no matter what. Especially when you know what it takes. Like this is that these Once are like start the game of the person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dangerous game, man. It's a dangerous, <laughs> dangerous game. game. It's a big quick winning contest. But I'll say this: I know that. I know that it's like they get a lot, it's illegal and they get a lot of bad press, but it's like a cultural thing. It ain't oh, yeah, like it is. 
you know, it ain't for everybody, but it's hey, listen, man, a lot of fucked up shit that goes on out there around the world. Wait, fucking these birds in America have no idea. When, when you have them, you have to keep them separate the whole time they're bo- alive. Like, even in the pen at home, they'll kill anything. They're like, they're born that way. Like, they're like, they're not like other fucking birds. They're like murderers, okay? They're no, crazy. Murder birds, yeah, because yeah. they're trained. Yeah, they're yeah, murder it's, fucking birds. It's like the old pit bulls, man. I've seen one. I've seen them trained, being trained, literally. Oh, fight, yeah, you don't have to train birds much. It's instinctive. Yeah. But yeah. some of that is from breeding. And like, this, like even that is all about breeding, all right? And even the dog thinks about breeding. Cannabis breeding. I noticed that some people are in cannabis breeding because they had experience in dog breeding or or other forms of breeding and, and, and brought that into their cannabis because it's really all the same. Like, oh, well, we've mentioned some bad elements, but even just making good puppies, that's, that's an art. This is serious as making a good strain, right? Yeah. Respectable, but there's a lot they've of, a lot of da- they, they've done a lot of damage to bad, dogs over the years because of breeding. Bad puppies and have incest in their lines and all that stuff. Well, the same shit in cannabis too, so right? many problems in freaking dogs, man. <coughs> the purebreds especially. Oh, I can tell you that. I've had a lot of chihuahuas and the one that was leaning from a dog that took First in his class in Westminster that year, and third overall in Westminster, a long-haired chihuahua, his puppies, oh my God, the, the dental work was beyond, and then the heart disease at like seven years, which is kind of on the young side, yeah, that was like, the that was the dog that cost me the most with vets out of all the dogs, the the, the one we would buy from local person that just had a puppy in their apartment, those were the best ones. The the, the ones we got from like top the papers, those ones were the ones that had more issues medically. This place for sure. Everything else, yeah. For sure. For sure. No question. To the point where I never know. I've Nope, I've, I've done that in the past, but no, that's not where I... I mean, at this point, I would just adopt a dog. Like, I don't need me. I'd adopt, like, a dog from the pound or somebody that didn't have, couldn't care for it, you know? Yeah. But years ago, we would... We, well, with Chihuahuas, we, we wanted certain looks, and we would search them out. We had... For 20 years, we had a pack of five at all times, five chihuahuas. Did you a really? couple of them. We had two yeah. at one point. That one weighed 1.5 pounds and one weighed 1.7 pounds. Now, that's Holy like shit. toy. toy. <laughs> dog. Oh, no. Fucking the one dog was the one that <laughs> was dog. Around, all right? That's the fuck. That's like a palm on my hand. Yeah, bro. Fuck the pocket fucking. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Pocket sized pets, literally. Hey, because my wife was like super nutty. Well, no. As far as like health, seventeen years and nineteen years is ages for a toy dog. Oh, 
10-year max. Like, so any of these little teeny dogs, they don't have long lifespans. It's just, everything's magnified. So, you know, uh, a day in their life is a long time. So, yeah, she took one all the way to 19 years. Wow. Now, I couldn't see. That's old. I couldn't see. I couldn't see. I just remembered the vet, Dr. Quawick, pulling me aside in the hall and saying, you know, you need to talk to her about the quality of life. But she was like, that wasn't part of it. She was going to go to the end no matter what. But a couple of these things, like maybe crossed over in quality of life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But there was was no talking sense into Sabrina. So, like, we went full term, you know? It. It's it. It's it. Oh, boy. Hit that throttle, baby. We're going all the way. Well, I learned one thing. that If you care about your dog, try to limit or eliminate. You can't eliminate. They need a little of it. Salt. That's it. That's that's the big thing that fucks up dogs. The, the, really? The salt. Shit, I better stop feeding my dog pretzels then. Fuck. Yeah, I'm telling you. Well, I remember with my chihuahuas, he, because he, my potato every chips once in a while, I'd give him like a piece of carne asada from Brito or whatever. But the guy would tell me, especially scale of the size, like what a grain of salt, one grain of salt would be to a chihuahua, like compared to me or whatever, right? And that's when I realized, holy shit, yeah, I guess salt would fuck them up. And everything's really salty, even when you research the foods, the dog foods, even the expensive ones. Yeah, a grain of salt to a pound and a half dog would probably do a whole fucking lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, but even to, like, it's all in defibrillator. Scale, like, right? Like a 20 Get the dog. out, man. Clear. Yeah, basically, that's why they, heart disease yeah. is the primary killer right and heart disease is because the heart expands and basically because of the pressure and the salt creates the pressure i don't know i'm not a doctor so you get high blood pressure yeah same thing yep sodium is not good for and a lot of sodium our body we don't even die of natural causes but a lot of times the natural cause is heart disease. Like heart disease is a big, right. big uh, thing about dog. one killer. A lot right? of it comes from the diet because the amount of salt they contain makes the pressure in their system. Yeah, something like that. Chambers of their hearts, but it, I like yeah, it constricts them. It makes them kind of smaller, on, and it constricts your veins at the same time. On special that were super PhDs and all that. And the one thing I learned that I have practiced now for years, and yeah, I have healthy dogs that live long time. I have no salt. They have like little to no salt in their diet. So much that, yeah, why they love me so much and lick me all the time is because they're trying to get salt off of my fucking skin. They're like, come on, motherfucker, give me that onion. Yeah, my yeah, I get a chihuahua and it, yeah, licks licks up friggin' legs. My daughter when she's sleeping literally is going to town with just looking her feet. That's and fucking I, I told her it's, yeah, it's it's the salt. Yeah, no, that's what, that's what she's going for. Yep. Yeah. 
just the way they are, the way they're built. Yeah. Built like a little salt fucking hound. Like a little, yeah, like a little salt shaker. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, these things are. I, mean, I let my dog eat the potato chips when right? I fall. All that shit. I, you know what I mean? Guess I won't do that right. anymore. The, the same anatomy basically yeah. controls. Yeah, I already stopped giving her that like a few months ago. We were giving her fries and shit. Oh, forget it, man. She consuming, she shit for two days straight, but she was fucking. Who knows what else, man? Excess salt, fat in her brains. That I think. You know, not just McDonald's, dude. That's yeah, crazy. yeah. Oh. Even it's for a breath, human, it's horrible. Consuming too. excess salt is is a killer. But our diet is packed with salt. Like we just oh. got used to just eating a lot of salt, but that's yeah, so on sugar. Right? Yeah, uh, health industry's done it on purpose. Yeah, yeah, they've done it on purpose. It's been orchestrated. It's all been orchestrated. I know a lot of times when you get older, the first thing the doctors start telling you is, "Oh yeah, you got to cut your down your salt. salt. You, it's like salt." How many times they told me that, and I and I I try not to. I'm not a huge salt man, but I, I as I get older, I like it more. Well, because my body my metabolism and all that, so it's, it's craving it, but I know uh, well, that's when a lot of people that crave it as they get older. When you go out to eat, not just fast food, but restaurants and things that are good. Yeah, a lot of what makes things good is fucking the right amount of salt, right, right. you know? That's it. I mean, that's why, you know, the snack industry is like one of the number one industries, if not the number one, because of the sweet and salty. That's exactly what they market. Nothing more. Doesn't matter what it is. Frito Lay and oh no, they they've taken that big guys there. Freaking Lay's, it's like what you called it, the sweet and salt. Like they dialed that shit in. Like hell yeah, on purpose. They will basically like you said it one night on Eagles, right? Like if you're gonna make if you can make something addictive, wouldn't you do it? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, of course you would. Yeah. I mean, everything addictive, basically. That's what they're going for. Or something like that. Like, that the trigger oh, yeah. that if you have one, you, you, it's like the money. You know, it's like the, the chips are that happens, way. Yeah. Like, sometimes cookies can be certain things, different people are different. But yeah, it triggers this thing where, like, you have one, next thing you know, you eat the whole fucking package. Right. Absolutely. That's a joke of that over the And some of this not crazy, not a lot, like, but like, you know, like they times can, a year. They can sprinkle this, the taste, that, that sweet salt shit on cardboard. Yes, now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Like they, are, they already do, man. They fucking Jesus. You know those little cleaning Like, crackers? what do you call it? Cheetos? Or these weird, like, puffs, right? Or these weird puffs? Yeah, those puffs are nothing, but if they put flavor on it, you just gobble them down, right? Salt. That's it. It's all people. Yeah, I read a book. This dude was popcorn, but they were these puffs, sweaty balls, sweaty, sweaty balls. But what I'm talking about, they're just like puffs. And then when I was eating it, I was like, "What am I eating?" These like it was like a puff with like dusted flavoring on it. But I thought I bought a bag of popcorn, but it's the same brand. But they make these things called. Cheese puffs or whatever the fuck they were. That was the nasty package. I let them get stale and I threw it out. Well, fuck yeah, bro. Cheers, guys. Cheers, Kowski. Yeah, I like the music. Going on. You, you know what? Think, is man. it good music for this kind of background sound? 
and I, I have found, uh, and you could probably find that genre in the, the Indian. Like they play different instruments. It's like a yeah, a dozo or a centaur. But sometimes when it comes to that little noodling background music, I've found the the most soothing is this Indian stuff. There's some good shit in that. I don't know if anyone else knows what I'm talking about. Centaur and they play different kind of instruments, but they make beautiful music. No instrument you're talking about, but for background music, you mean just like on like yeah, like that Indian, you know, like Indian genre, Indian genre. Yeah, I don't know, India. You know what I mean? India, the country. Yeah, there's probably a genre like that. How you doing, Broski? You good? You good, I'm good, bro. I'm just listening to Charlie. Right on, man. I'm I'm listening to a fucking buddy. That's all. Yeah, yeah, me too. Trying to think about the fucking instrument he's talking about. Yeah, what's his name? Played it pretty great. Uh, um, The first. uh, Well, the best. Thank you. He's kind of, I think he died, but Ravi Shankar. Ravi Shankar. He just died like a year ago or so, didn't he? And his daughter, most most people should know this, but his daughter is Nora Jones. Yes, that I know. Jazz player. Yeah, Yeah, she's awesome. I love her. Yeah, she's really. Yeah, I think she's. I mean, yeah, yeah, I love it. Look at that that first Yeah, Yeah, that's a centaur. I think it's cool as fuck. Got a lot of goddamn. He opened Woodstock, the first Woodstock. That was the first. Yeah, first. When somebody's really good at that, like on mushrooms or psychedelics, the doing, 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 doing. Yeah, it's it's pretty trippy, trippy instrument. So that guy, huh? Yeah, this guy is it. the uh, Steven Tyler of India. <laughs> Fucking, there you go. <laughs> got his leg crossed and everything. Other one sitting on it. There you go, man. Good for you. I can't flex like that. This guy's the Jimi Hendrix of India. Right? The Purple Rain. <laughs> Jimmy, rip it on. Play it with your teeth. Play it with your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Upside down behind his back. Set it on fire. Set it on fire. Going on. Oh yeah. Yeah, look at that. They got electric sitar. How is that different than a guitar, though? That looks just like a guitar. It's just. Another one looks like a fucking piece of meat. Tuning. A T-bone steak right there. It's a whole different thing. Yeah, that's the thing. They have like uh, uh, eighth tones and all kinds of different shit. I don't remember. There's the Bon Jovi. Yeah. I like yeah. a little bit of all music, man. I don't care what it is. Really oh, I love all music. I mean, I have some favorites, obviously. Played by masters. Most people that music, have mastered it. I'm not a huge heavy metal guy. I will say that. But, you know, I'm a Sabbath fucking fan from the beginning. And fucking Deep Purple and all the old bands, but not like the big hair bands. I wasn't a big hair band guy. Uh, Nora Jones? I was a hardcore punk, though. There was a difference. We were hardcore punkers, man. That was just a totally different scene when the heavy metal hit the scene. All that glam rock. The first person to ever do glam rock with New York Dolls. Anybody knows that? Anybody knows New York Dolls? Lou Reed and friggin' Johansson. My ex was friends with all of them. 
Like we've seen them all the time over the years, not all together, obviously, because they hey, didn't calls, but I don't know why I used to I did I live in and out. She had a ten inch she had a ten inch oh, friggin' no, single of these. In the in the yeah. early eighties, eighty one and eighty two. It was fuchsia and only a hundred were put in print. I would the live in collection the collection was over fifty thousand records. On, I think it was like thirty fourth or whatever in New York That's City. That's not an exaggeration. The yeah, Chelsea we lost twenty five thousand in nineteen ninety four. We lost almost, almost half her her collection, all the way going all the way back to the friggin' late fifties, and all the stuff that she acquired through just being in the industry. We lost almost twenty five thousand. You know, in a ice, it was an ice dam in in Somerville, Mass. And winter in '94, and it, when it melted, it all came down the side of the wall in the dining room, and hit the friggin' huge bookcases that we had, and, and and chests that were filled with these. And just we took the people to court. We actually took the friggin' landlord to court at the time for the loss of all that because it was worth so much friggin' money. She had an original Hard Day's Night '45, like first print. You know, and it was scratched to shit back in the nineties. It was worth twenty five hundred dollars, <laughs> and I mean, well, like you could you could barely play the thing in the early <laughs> until scratch it was when I, she was I a kid. In the Chelsea Hotel in New York, yeah, yeah. She tells me stories. That was the first time I had I like, stayed, contact yeah. with punk rockers. I was like a yeah. total deadhead on tour. She and did heroin once back in the seventies there, and she got sick, and that's when she realized that she was allergic to opiates because she got oh. deathly ill but, in nineteen seventy five, seventy six, seventy seven, something. Who, who yeah. these guys were that were in the hotel and I'd seen in the elevator. And literally scared the shit out of me when I looked at him. But it was the it was like Sid Vicious and Na- there was Sid the Sex Pistols. They lived in the Chelsea Johnny. Hotel during that same yeah. time. Well, Sid right? did, yeah, Sid did. Well, but not, they, not Johnny was them and a few of yeah, their friends were from. also in the same hotel I stayed in. So yeah, one yeah, time yeah. I still can remember this. They played CBGBs, the elevator, man. Yeah, everybody right. played at CBG in the elevator, Chelsea. And there was like two or three of these people, and they had like pins through them and like punk. They were hard punk. And I remember yeah. like slightly being like, they freaked me out. I was like, holy shit, what's that? Like, that was like the beginning of the punk thing. But, but I remember seeing these, and, and it turned out, yeah, they were like basically they were the core of it. At the, Sid at was that, a that, horrible that. fucking junkie, horrible bass player. Oh, yeah. Well, anybody who lived in the Chelsea was a junkie. He was a horrible pop. person. That's why you stay yeah. there? I mean, my ex picked up Johnny Thunders twice off the rat floor of the club I used to work at. Now this is before I worked there, but picked him off off the club floor twice, two times, separate times when he OD'd right before going on fucking stage back in the seventies. Because he literally went out right in front of her. You know, she, you know, so like I said, she did dope oh, like on a Friday night at the Chelsea, got sick for 24 hours, couldn't even swallow without fucking throwing it up. And then she thought it was just a, a bad reaction. So she tried it again on a Sunday night and the same hey. thing happened. And that's when I'll she, tell you this you about know, the Chelsea. Discovery, but I you know, one. Yeah. Three, I've never been there. I lived there off and on. So in the yeah, Rolling Stone yeah. song, there's this line that, Oh man, Jimmy, uh, something about the Chelsea, right? Yeah, this guy, yeah. he's got to be dead now, but he was like in his 70s, maybe. He was the elevator guy, right? He got in the elevator, he told him what floor, he hit the elevator, closed the thing, took you up and down. 
it was like a known thing. Even though you might have known the connection on whatever floor, no, you don't go do that. You call the elevator guy, Jimmy. He tell me, yeah, yeah, whatever. I need whatever. And it was all about heroin. Like the whole yeah. place was just was really. a jungle. And, yeah. and back in that era, it was like the best heroines in there, the China white, the Persian, the real shit. And yeah. all walks yeah. of life of weird people lived out of the Chelsea. It was like yeah. residential. But the common friend of my granny, he did. They were like junkies. He, he they were like junkies. Granny was a sound man for the first Aerosmith concert in 72 or whatever it was, maybe 73 in, in Japan, and he got hooked on the fucking China. And uh, yeah, he was he was living out of the hotel for a while because it was so damn cheap, and they and they would deliver right there. He he told me he was a lot older than me, obviously, but yeah, he was a good good friend of mine. He used to tell me stories about the Chelsea. Lynn used to tell me stories too. I, I've never stayed. I mean, I tell you the truth, I'd love to just go see it. That's for sure. Just see what you know. It's, it's good, Nancy. I mean, that's what Sid died for Christ's sakes. Yeah. Well, look. Yep. They the started a fire there. Blood scene, like insane blood scene. made a bunch like of people move through. Because <laughs> even though we had only stayed there for the for the t time we did business when we were there, we kept the same room. The thing about the Chelsea, we would yeah. give customers or potential customers like different fake names, right? When we were in North Carolina or the South, we'd use one name, uh, North, but then, and give them this phone number, the Chelsea. And then you'd pay like $10 a day extra for all these names, each name. Because yeah, if someone called, they'd call the Chelsea. It was like, back then there wasn't any, that was like our phone service. There was no pagers or there wasn't anything like that. So we'd use the Chelsea and, and that's why we stay there year round, even though we'd only be in the hotel weeks at a time doing business right. but uh <laughs> yeah we would have like five six different names and then that would tell us remind us oh if that call that might have been from that guy at duke or wherever we like were recruiting because when we we're always recruiting you know and we used the chelsea yeah it was like hey and even new york you can be being Followed by the police, and they're trying to get you. But once you walked into Chelsea, the police don't come inside the Chelsea. They had some kind of deal. Like, yeah, it was like whatever happened in there was what happened in there. Yeah. there. There was never like police didn't come in there in the eighties. Like, but that hotel had been doing that. Like, there's that had been a drug hotel in the forties, in the thirties. Like. Uh, there's a lot of history with the Chelsea. Okay. I think Hemingway. We had a few, like had a few hotels like that that finally closed in the, the 90s in Boston. We had the free and uh, uh, oh God, I can't remember the one that was in Fenway, but then you had the, uh, the Fairmont, which is still there, which is just kind of like a house that's still there on, on Farrington Street. Or the Farrington House, that's what it's called. It's nothing but a freaking drug den. Well, the junkies stay at night. They can afford it. And then, uh, then he had the, oh, what was the other one called? William Carmel and Brighton Ave and Packard Square. Um, the, 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 it began with an M. I can't remember the name of it. But, and then there was the, the big one that was in Kemmel Square. 
up in the shooting gallery back in the 70s and 80s, early 90s to close it down. And it actually looked like a decent place from the outside. Right, right, right in Kemmel Square. Right around the corner from Fenway Park. Yeah. A lot of places like that, though, are on main attractions. It's Fucking Legion Parkway. What's that? Same shit. Said Legion Parkway. Same thing. Oh, yeah. Metal Legion. Hell yeah. Shit, me. That's my old neighborhood. I found my dad. Reedville, all the way down to fucking the old track side down Forest Hills. Yeah. Literally from Reedville. That's where Yeah. Old Cappy's Bar. Straight down. Billy Jacks was one of my hangouts back today when Billy still owned it. It's basically mob run. He had Billy's Cowboys, the minor league football team. Yeah, Billy was a good friend of mine. Yeah, I, got, I got to know all the little, you know, this little areas from fucking Brockton yeah. all the way to Boston yeah. to Dorchester. Sure, All sure. these different little areas. My dad would fucking go on a bender for a fucking a day or two, and then he'd end up like ODing in a couple different spots and shit. I had to go fucking oh, no shit, find huh? him. Yeah, dude, my father's a, he, he was a bad fucking Wait, junkie, along the Ave? Along the yeah. Ave? Yep. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. When was this? What years? Oh, fucking 80s? Just, just up, no, it was just up until about fucking... Six years ago. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry to hear that, brother. You know? He's, yeah, he's that, fucking man. doing heroin for like 20 something years. It's pretty sure. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's after my time. Yeah. Yeah. I was there for, you know, 30 years because I went to high school right there, you know, CM. You know, all my friends went to freaking High Park now, like Cleary Square. I lived there for yep. years. And then all over Boston, though, I, you know, there wasn't all these years. I, I've lived everywhere in Boston. I mean, five years here, two years there, year here, six months there. Yeah. You got fucking, you know I mean? and then you got Fall River and fucking Boston, the drug ports. So yeah, you know? yeah, especially Fall River, Fall River in yeah. the beige, man, the beige, oh, yeah. yeah, the beige. What? I was laughing Great. when Biden was down there, and they they, they had freaking uh, Battleship Cove right behind them. <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, going, somebody's copying right now as the president <laughs> speaking. Congratulations, Marshall. <laughs> yeah. Email me at fumeratcardtable.com. Right on, Marshall, man. What's up, buddy? Go. Good man. 10 pack of whatever you want. 10 pack of whatever you want, huh? Well, whatever you want like that I make. Salvage of these plants. I, I, I was like, damn, you're feeling fucking pretty generous, uh, goddamn. Give me that rare shit from <laughs> Thug Pug, gotta, 2017. Yeah. Got some <laughs> no. dying breed cheese, $500 a pack. Let's go, bro. Shit, <laughs> why didn't I get in on it? Damn it. <laughs> yeah. He's like, 10 pack of whatever the fuck you want, bro. I'm always a day late and a dollar short. Oh, breaking, the, breaking the wallet out. Oh, I got to write that down. So uh, email me again, martial artist. You get to pick whatever I, I gave make, away. A, uh, uh, ten pack of. On Eagle Show, I gave away a pack. It was Mean Gene, Lime One Jaro, mm. and then oh, I forget. Oh, Worm Digger, he won it. But then I got a DM from him saying, "Oh, can you send it to Ned, Ned Denver?" I'm like, "Sure," and then. I was feeling pretty generous when I packed it up. Ned's, Ned's going to be stoked when he opens that up. He should have got it today or for sure tomorrow. That's cool. I'll do it in a couple other packs. Very cool. Very generous of you too, Kimmy. It's very generous, guys. Yeah, hell yeah. I mean that. Sincerely. I don't see everybody doing it. It's <laughs> a fact. Most of the time, you're talking about good food and bakeries and stuff in Portland. But San Diego doesn't have much. But the last week, I've been up in LA on Sunday and then again on Tuesday. And so I I went to Cantor's Deli. I have like oh, a nice. 
one of those oh, yeah, I yeah. Uh, uh, babka or arugula oh, what the fuck yeah. and then I got oh, a yeah. bunch of the rest of these are those arugula things you know the babka. little pastries nice. but like what's the difference I mean the way that it's flaky you know what I mean like you can go to other places layers. and knock yeah, off billion fucking right, layers. the layers and the good ingredients it's yeah. like they don't make all that like, shit, bro. only a few places yep. still make good stuff anymore you know like yeah especially at grocery store they have yeah, a full so bakery at most grocery stores and they pump out this garbage fucking crap where you have to go yeah. to a specialty place to get anything good anymore no, i agree that's actually one and thing that I, I miss in Portland. People don't, you know, don't like to pay the extra money to get something good. It's really yeah. a problem. Portland yeah. used to have a ton of Jewish delis. Now there's literally like three or four. Uh, yeah. There's a couple wow. that are apparently okay, but it's like a vegan deli, and I'm like, it's not quite the same. You know what I mean? I want lox and cream cheese and shit vegan like that. That's deli. right off the menu, right? But how uh, is that possible? Apparently well, they're great. I don't know. Humus yeah, I'm not a restaurant <laughs> entrepreneur, but LA, where I grew up, every name you can think of. We have Arch, Norms, uh, oh, Norms, Brent, Cantors, Jerry's. There's, there's all of them. Really good Jew delis. San Diego, it's just a couple hours Jewelry. south. We have this place called Milton's, which is that place that makes the bread, Milton's bread. I don't even you could call that a Jew deli, even though it has the menu. This it's pretty bad. Right but Service nowhere else in all San Diego's are Jew delis where I'm thinking, well, if I opened one, I, I'm, I know there's a lot of, forget it's not even the Jewish people go to a Jew deli. Oh, Jew delis have great too, food. Yeah. That, I right, love delis. Right? Like I worked at a bunch does. when I was young. You yeah, I went to one of the only thing. kosher ones in Boston, only strictly kosher Rubens back in the, the early 80s, man. And you could not even take a plate out. Expensive it was either, blessed. By the way. Beautiful food like I've never seen. It just And the guy I told you, he made famous kishkas. I mean, uh, knishas. People used to drive hours to pick up a limit of a, you could only get like two or three dozen. I forget what it was. But then when his father died, they stopped making them. And, uh, you know, I had a guy. I was there for a year, and a guy showed up from Connecticut driving two and a half hours or something. He said, and he goes, well, you don't have any on a Sunday right after Sabbath because, you know, we had to close on Sabbath. You can take a plate out. I took a plate out once with some kishka on a beautiful spring day, and the, the owner, Larry, who was really cool, he's going, don't let the rabbi see you outside with that. He'll freaking yeah. crucify us, shut us down. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to be this. So he goes, no, you wouldn't know. He goes, yeah, I'm, I'm just letting you know. Get in, get in there with, you know, in, in there with, with that freaking bowl. <laughs> and I'm like, all right. <laughs> yeah, he was a good guy, man. Real good guy, Larry was. God love him. He's probably not around anymore. I mean, it's a long time ago when he was already in his freaking 50s. But never forget his wife, Muriel. But I mean, I, but I, I in, in Needham, the town I grew up with, I, I basically dated Jewish girls for most of my freaking life when I was a kid. And their parents used to bring us to unbelievable places. Just, great food that's where i learned about kosher i mean i one of my best friends we I, I first time over his house i was like 12 having dinner and i i took the milk out of the refrigerator and put it on the table and the whole family <laughs> gasped <laughs> and i went what what did i do and that that's what i learned you know i started learning anyway of uh that faith and i, I have a lot of respect and and uh you know i really hate what's going on today with that bullshit. and, uh, and i mean that that cuts me to my core what happened at the synagogue in freaking Pennsylvania and everything. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's just sickening. 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 Sorry, uh, I'll go off on that one. It's like the fucking Catholics, bro. I mean, I'm, I've been yeah. Oh, yeah, born, yeah, yeah, born yeah. and raised Catholic. Dude, nice stop going to church because that's yeah. it. Same here. Listen, man, I had so many priests and brothers and friggin' even nuns and late late teachers over the years from St. Joseph's to meet them all the way to friggin' Catholic Memorial, brother. I got part of the settlement. I had friggin' Flanagan. Yeah, I had I had Garabinian. He was my lawyer. No, Flanagan, not, not Flanagan, but I had one of the worst, Father Mahan. You can look him up. Father Paul Mahan, one of the worst. They actually sent him up to some friggin' psych hospital up in Canada. And uh, I helped him move from St. Anne's in Dorchester when he got booted out of there for molesting kids. I helped him move literally when he got uh, restationed over to St. Joe's and meet him. You know, he you know, came into eighth grade, you know, seventh grade, whatever it was, and was like, yeah, who wants to help me? You know, of course, yeah. private school, that, that's a, that's a yeah. gift. I'm yeah. out of here. <laughs> oh, yeah. But they sent him up there to the psych ward, and they actually had a diagnosis that he was incurable. He even molested his niece and nephew. He was an incurable pedophile. And they still let him friggin'. Shoot those Still motherfuckers. So yeah. I go to my mother who was in the convent. You remember? I told you my mother was in the convent for a living, my stepmother. I would go to her telling her and she would laugh at me because she did not believe that a priest would be doing that back in the 70s. When it was just, you know, rampant. She knew it. She knew it. She was little Johnny's there at the altar, you know? Yeah, she lived it. Oh, yeah, it was an altar boy at St. Joe's and meet him for freaking years, man. Father Pucciarelli, he was another one. Yep. Yeah. Catholic Memorial? Oh, I can rattle off so many at Catholic Memorial. Yeah, I used to go to St. Margaret's. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You lived it. I don't have to tell you. Bunch of bunch of my fucking buddies. I hate uh, people that try know. and tell me. It's like, dude, I lived it. Don't tell style. me. <laughs> Ruined my life. Yeah, even fuck, Father Bob Beal. Fucked a lot of people I, up I, in the head, bro. I, know I was that. on a radio show once. Addict. Yeah, I was on a radio show once, right on PBS. And I was telling my story, you know, and I couldn't even say this guy's yeah, name because, so. you know, he hadn't been officially friggin' uh, accused of it. And uh, I'll say it right here. Father Bob Beal, he, he counseled in Milton. There's a huge mansion for the Catholic Church. Right and, down the um, fucking road from me, buddy. Yeah, and it's it's where they counsel all the alcoholic priests in the East Coast, basically in the Northeast, or they used to anyway. This is back in the '80s, and um, yeah, he 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 actually had an affair with a friggin' married woman in one of the parishes that he was a pastor in. At least and it was a she woman. Wanted him, a she boy. wanted him to get divorced. Oh, thank goodness, dude. For I can small tell you, favors for a change. I know so much about the Catholic Church; it'll make you sick. And I'm not exaggerating when I say they had a council in New York. A friend of mine got ordained. He, through his connections, he got put on this board. There's like 15 or 14 of these priests, right? And they're, they're not just priests, they're bishops, cardinals, etc. I mean, I met law many, many, many times, and I know exactly why they got him out of this country, and he never came back because he was as guilty as everybody else that oh, was yeah. around him doing the same thing. Yeah, somebody would have, well, he, it was avoiding prosecution, is what it was. That's why they, the, the Vatican friggin' had him basically in sanctuary in the Vatican in Vatican City for the rest of his life because that's how bad it was you gotta remember Northeast especially Boston with the, the, the Catholic one of the biggest Catholic yeah, archdiocese in, in, in the nation and richest and very very rich and um, but anyway um, there's a council my friend gets ordained from, you know he went to St. John's you know right seminary right right behind BC you know the Catholic seminary Jesuit school right then and there and uh, so he gets put on this council and the first week they were like talking about these orgies that they have 
fucking tomatoes. In order for him to stay on the count, and they asked him like literally, like he knew everything that was going on. Like so, uh, you know, uh, what do you think of this or what do you think of that? And, you know, uh, you know, we'll pick you up at this time for it. And this, you know, it was like what this, this, yeah. And he refused. And the next day, he was off the board, and he was like, no joke. He was stationed just like you see in movies, and like in the middle of fucking nowhere up in Alaska, because he wouldn't participate. Because he wouldn't fuck a little. Yeah, boy. he would not Good. participate. He was disgusted. Yeah, yeah. yeah terrible people, a, bro. A friend of mine, oh, mine just wouldn't be friends with a fucking known pedophile. You can't hide that shit, man. Not in front of me, man. I know fucking. I can smell a pedophile a mile away after all the shit that happened to me. What the age of like? four on, three on, actually three and a half on. Yeah, you shit me. I got no problem That's saying it either. Dirty ass shit, bro. Give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. I mean, emotions are raw. I've dealt with it. Believe me, I dealt with it. I was self-destructive for good more than a half of my life. I did all that fucking CCD shit, yeah. Sunday oh, school, yeah. and fucking. Oh yeah, get confirmed. Get you know, yeah, all the sacraments. Confirmed. Absolutely, brother. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. I call it. Crap I mean, at one point, I was actually thinking. To, yeah. At one point in my life, I was actually thinking of going into the seminary. Oh. Especially when、that. I was at Catholic Memorial. Yeah, yeah, but you know, my upbringing and a whole bunch of other shit too. Very, you know, nothing's. That cut and dry, but my my stepmother, she laughed at me, literally <laughs> laughed at me. Yeah, but I tell、She's、her anyway.、Like, come on, Charlie, you know you. She laughed at me. Come on, you know. Well, she's like, you'd be fucking every girl that I could get my hands about on. About to say, bro, you come on. <laughs> yeah, 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 but not a pedophile, bro. <laughs> I'd fuck the nuns. Oh yeah,、oh, fuck some of them nuns. The ones、I、that don't have a mustache. They're not. Oh wow. As long as they don't have a mustache, as my stepmother. As long as they don't have a mustache, huh? <laughs> Holy fuck! Must ask you a question. Yeah, it's some pretty hot nuns over the years. That's for sure. I had a lot of fucking nasty ones too, though. They're either really super nasty or they're kind of hot. I, I went on a fucking retreat one time. It was like a couple days. I was up in um. Ah、oh, fuck! Where was it? Was was Newton? Like、I don't even know. Yeah, was, uh, some, it was some kind of little fucking parish I was up、so、there. That's where I grew up. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And、uh, I've been up there. One of my friends there, went to North and South High School. One of my friends went to North. And there was there was a couple of fucking pretty pretty、uh, pretty nuns up there, or or training to be or whatever. And I was like, yeah, yo, listen,、yeah. you you'd catch. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, they go to Merrimack College and then they go off to Regency to get their little certificate for teaching, and that's all they need because they don't need a master's like in public schools. Well, they all, they had all the parochial schools back in the fucking day and shit. So it was oh like, yeah, you know oh I mean? yeah, that's all they care about. That's、raised. what I mean. They can do whatever they want with their teaching, their accreditations. They don't have to care about any state regulations because they're a church. They can have fucking numbnuts fucking teaching you. It's whoever they want. So that's why I'm saying they, they teach. You know, most nuns only have a teaching certificate, especially the older crew. The younger crew, I, I don't know. I mean, who knows now? But back then, you had a teaching certificate. I just know because my stepmother had one, and she used to make it as though she had a full fucking degree, four-year degree. And it's, it's like, go fuck, you fucking liar. Who's who's who's? Don't get me wrong about my stepmother. <laughs> oh yeah, who's? <laughs> Sorry, I was reading that thing in the chat. What the fuck? Oh shit! Like, so, by the way, the、uh, the poll、yeah. has completed for、uh, what was the question here? Never gamble on. Apart, Only three percent of you chose a Sith's alien when depth is on the line. Twelve、uh, percent of you 
Uh, said never gamble on a machine or a slot or a slot machine. Uh, ran out of text there. Uh, 16% of you said do not, under any circumstances, fist fight a lion for thrills. But 67% of you, rather, said never gamble on a fart. Safe, yeah, safe you never kill have a trust to fight, bro. That's, a, that's good advice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been chipping on mushrooms a couple of times. Words bro, to live go by. To go to five, bro. It's like, what the fuck just happened? You know what I mean? I, I <laughs> Crazy. Right? Feels so fucking crazy. What the fuck? I don't know what happened. <laughs> could have been something else. I don't know. Gamble you lost. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You could lose real quick. Like, I gotta go check. Fuck. Oots, 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 oots. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I keep hearing right now. That's fuck. Oots, oots. We're tied. We're tied with d- 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 diggity dink, son. Oh no, shit! Diggity diggity dink. Hot, hot, hot. That's funny. Some fucking some techno music on. Yeah. That's yeah, what Bud yeah. said. He said Indian shit, so I put on Indian shit. Hey, you know, Indian shit. Now I want samosas. That's the problem, though. I want some fucking chutney and some samosas. And you say kill, kill mimosa? Bring me a, no, samosas. Oh. You know what a samosa I was like, oh, I think oh, said m- mimosa. I was like, Jesus, bro, what the you fuck? You need to know. You need to know, my friend, what a samosa is. Yeah, what the fuck is that? Basically, most perfect fucking snack food, except for a knish. Knishes are better. Uh, well, okay, I have to be honest. Knishes are up there. Samosas are up there. They're both excellent. They're both wonderful, but samosas are uh, mostly eh, mostly potato and, and pea filled. I've found in North America at least, but they're technically filled with all kinds of different stuff. They can be filled with meat. They can be filled all. But technically, I think they have some different names when they fill them with different stuff. But I like for like the a, most part, it looks like a wonton or a fried wonton. Like I mean, it, since when do human beings not wrap shit in fucking dough and fry it? You know what I mean? So yeah, for real, it, it does look like that. Um, I'll wrap like Oreo it. in it. Oh. Fry that baby up. Yeah. The difference with the Indians, of course, India is a hugely old uh, culture, just unfathomably old, honestly, like Egypt, like China. Uh, so they have a history of spices and everything. That's where we get the spices from, frankly. Uh, and so they have chutneys and all kinds of stuff that are basically uh, 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 things that they dip stuff into. So the samosa yeah. itself will be fucking amazing. You know, they're, they're actually made to be super juicy and flavorful. Uh, so it's almost like an also, egg roll, it looks like. Uh, I mean, you you know, you're not 100% wrong, right? Like, they, they probably traded over the fucking Himalayas and, and probably uh, uh, talked to each other about their foods, you know? Some Apple Chinese polo. trader was like, hey, could you possibly wrap that potato paste in some dough and fry it? And the Indian yeah. person was yeah. like, fuck it. I mean, for the right He's amount like, of oh, money, oh, yeah, $20 okay, is $20. My friend, yeah, I, so I wouldn't fucking do that together. for you. I That's don't exactly give a fuck. right. That's exactly, yeah. exactly how he said it, too. And uh, yeah. the Chinese person kind of understood him. He was like, all right. And, and then they, they, the, the, they actually got married after that because they fell instantly in love yeah right <laughs> the, the, the samosas <laughs> were that good so yeah now samosas friend, are the shit ladies and gentlemen that looks pretty good yeah, yeah cambridge they have the world's fair every year and all the, a lot of oh, Indian yeah. restaurants right there on mass Ave, right in central That's square fucking, the shit smells crazy when you're delish down yeah it delish smells crazy it's all the food mixed together it's like holy yeah. fuck I will say, go, don't go to the fucking projects in Mattapan and go into the fucking like second floor though, because they're all making the which same the fucking food. Which ones uh, though? That's <laughs> uh, the question. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, which ones? Yeah, it's right. like which ones, man? 
Yeah, it's all deep fried catfish. Yeah, yeah, it's the smell of fish, freaking everything. Fucking curry and fish. From the Windsor projects to the Marvis Garvey to the Warren Street projects to sometimes Mystery Meat, like you know, local cat. The old Beach Street and freaking High Park Rosie. Yeah, you don't see any cats around. Them, yeah, the Archies. The Archies are friggin' right down by Forest Hills. Yep. Archdales. Yeah, man. That's why I used to pass off the counterfeit bills back in the friggin' 80s. Oh, wow. You're yourself up right there, huh? He's like, oh, that's why I used to pass off these counterfeit fucking bills. Yeah, it's 40 years ago. Oh, yeah, you know. <laughs> They're still floating yeah, around, bro. Still in circulation. No, chip. no. What's up, Kevin the 420? What's that? He brought into a bank, bro. They were friggin' they, they get scared. Yeah, I just did the dealers, man. I want some night, tater, potato chips out of Waltham. This is the man. Yeah, Waltham, this is huh? the man. Yeah, man, how you doing? I just saw uh, something the other night. My wife was showing me last night, I think on Netflix or something, that the Thailand Green Rush, basically. I forget what it was called. It was called, oh, Highland. Uh, Thailand something. And it's a documentary on the last five years or so and how weed's gotten, you know, the, the crusade over there and how far it's come. Oh, I haven't watched yeah. it yet, but I want to watch. It's called Highland. The, yeah, there's actually Highland. a couple good ones out there to watch, Charlie. Uh, they're about I bet. 20, 30 minutes long, but there's right? a couple really good ones out there. Yeah. I'll get around so, to them eventually. Yeah, and sure. you know what I'm watching? Remember when I told you that, you know, I want to be out of it within like four to five years, Mac? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think everybody's going to want to be out of it in about five because I think I see things progressing so fast here. Yeah. There's so much cannabis being grown in Thailand. It's not worth it, huh? The only place for the price to do is go down, down, down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just like all the markets. I mean, especially they got I, such tight grip on it over there. They really have a tight grip on it. Fucking charcuterie board over there. I think that it so was between nineteen and thirty dollars a gram, mm, and now How much? we're down from seven seven dollars a gram to still that twenty eight dollars a gram. They still want a thousand baht a gram for some of the stuff here. What? Wow. Now, now translate that into dollars. How much is a thousand baht? How much? Twenty-eight dollars a gram. Oh no, shit, huh? Damn. But the thing is, is you know, when you really come to Thailand, you want to smoke Thai weed. You don't want to smoke the same shit you can buy back in the stores for cheaper. Right. You may want to buy a gram for you know the last joint of the night. But yes, yeah, the Thai weed that's here, and for two, three dollars, you can end up with three or five grams of it. Yeah, if not more. Oh, my stomach already hurts, Jimmy. Look at that shit. Oh. <laughs> Fuck. I love all types of food, though. But so do I. Like, it doesn't like me, bro. That's all I got. Oh yeah. I'm not a huge Indian food guy. There are a few dishes I really like, like baba ganoush and, and uh, tabbouleh, stuff like that. But um, I like Vietnamese food. It's pretty good. 
I mean, I love Vietnamese food, brother. Don't yeah. get me going. I work, I, I work with like fucking fifteen Vietnamese people. They they always oh, have like oh shit, huh? Every every I night. Bet, I bet. Dude, one of my favorite places I, I, I is down the combat zone. I had a fruit oh, yeah, yeah. It looked, looked like a fucking um, looked like a sea urchin. I was like, oh, what the fuck is this? It was, no it shit, was huh? Like a, it, was, it was like a plum. Fuck the grape. Fuck the pear. I was like, what the hell is this shit? <laughs> I bet it tasted pissa. I bet it tasted oh, it, it fucking... was so fucking good, but the texture of yeah. it was fucking strange. It was like it was translucent gnarly. and weird. Yeah, it had a pit inside of it. It was like an almond. I was like, holy fuck, what is this thing? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was strange, but uh, it was good. Yeah. It's like a wheat noodle. I don't know what the fuck it Go was. Go pasture, man. Okay. Yeah, the old Pavets on Washington Street. That's one of my favorite restaurants. They have one in Brighton too. They're in Brighton now, but or well, used to anyway. But full pasture, man. I get that friggin' oh the noodle soup, oh, chicken. Oh, the fucking dude, the the flat noodles and shit. And shrimp, oh, or, yeah, yeah. I like rice noodles, God man. God damn, it's so good. I love rice noodles. Yeah. Yeah, right, dude. I like the uh, the, the the moshi donuts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, those yeah. are delish. Those, those are fucking awesome too. The, the, rice, yeah. the rice, the rice donuts. Addictive, holy man. fuck, yeah. dude! Oh my god, yeah, I had I had addictive. them for the first time a couple weeks back, and I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Where have I been? <laughs> I know where they've been all my all my life. The fuck, it's way better than the crispy. <laughs> way better than the crispy cream. Right, right. right. I actually, oh, I actually yeah. didn't get the shits for the first time off the fucking donuts. Yeah. Cause they have the they have the French influence, man. You gotta remember they were Dude. French colony for freaking literally a couple hundred years. Fucking most going back and forth. Yeah, that's yeah. why beignets are so good. You know, they come from freaking the, the Vietnamese. People say that friggin- the best pastry chefs are Vietnamese. Uh, yeah, French dude, people probably I would say that. Yeah, so yeah. good. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. It's amazing what the fuck they can do with a microwave to reheat food. I'm like, holy shit, you guys are crazy. I mean, <laughs> take the squid. Make sure you don't put the don't put the squid in there because that shit smells like ass. But I mean, but like everything else, is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean? don't, put a, don't put that clams in there, bro. Whatever you do. No, dude, that, they'll literally come That's to this fucking work with like a, a little squid. Or squid or something. Holy oh, shit. squid, bro. Yeah. A whole fuck, yeah. a whole baby squid. Oh, I'm like, holy have a living fuck. And the fish sauce on there? I walk oh, in, walk Jesus. the fuck back oh, I'll be yeah. back in fucking hour. Yeah. Right now. Like, this is weapon. terrible. Yeah. Holy Call me when, it, when it's over. Oh, I, I can't even cook anything in the microwave after him, bro. You can't. I retreat. I retreat. You got me. <laughs> I didn't know you were putting squid ink in that motherfucker. Oh my! I had some, uh, I had some neighbors years ago that were, oh, they weren't Vietnamese. They were um, maybe Cambodian or something. Anyway, Central, like uh, East, East Asia, basically Southeast Asia, and they smoked fish regularly, but they fermented it first, and oh, it uh, smelled just yeah. next level Ooh. bad. Not the whole fuck. neighborhood complained. Sounds horrible. It was so bad. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Dude, they make their own ca- oh. fucking kabucha or something like oh. that. Oh, my no, God. Hey, I worked in Home Depot, right? Like yeah, yeah, like you know what? I'm going to look it up. Like, I worked in Home Depot back in the late 90s, Burmese, right? So in an orientation, they said, you're not allowed to make... If somebody brings something right. in for lunch and they put it in the microwave and This is what stinks. they were doing. You're not allowed to this say is, anything. Listen uh, <laughs> And I'm like, fuck, bro. <laughs> God. I wish I could see it. had flashbacks. They outside the fucking apartment. In a microwave. Fucking... Oh, oh. Like sun-drying it. Yeah. Oh, oh my man. fucking God. We used to get so mad about that shit, though, because they put it in the microwave, bro, and I'm like, it wasn't even in the fucking fridge first. It just been fermenting in a fucking, you know, a wonton bowl for a fucking... That's what they were doing. Dirty, bro. Yeah. I'm like, holy shit, man. You know how foul that smells? You guys don't smell that? They're all like, Like, what? Fuck off. (laughs) 
<laughs> what are you talking about? Everything in my fucking locker smelt like it too. All my oh, fucking sweatshirts. Oh yeah, God, it's in everything. Yeah, they grew up with that, so they're like, oh, that smells like home. Yeah, they're like, mm, it's like heaven. I'm like, no, it's not. It's like fucking hell fucking came out and, and, and shit on a screen. Uh, oh, my. That was something. Terrible. That was really something. You know, like, oh, you try, you try. I'm not fucking trying that. Look, it's got eyes still, dude. <laughs> it's got eyes. They're blinking at me. He's waking. He's on the counter for fucking. Just like for fucking the sun. That's a, that's oh. something else. Yeah. Nasty, bro. Nasty. Well, come on. I'm sitting here having dinner with girl with a girl, and next thing I know, you know, she's just pulling up eyeballs out of this tube. Oh God. Oh yeah. You know, when they like when they suck that fish head dry, right? And it's all of a sudden like, yeah, yeah. spitting the fucking eyes out, and you're like, oh my fucking word! What did you just? What was that? Oh, that was can I have guy. seconds, please? No, really. Yeah. No, it's more like, can I have a second, please? I gotta walk the fuck out of here. Like this is terrible. God. Oh. Hey, listen, I'm, I'm all for everybody's fucking food, but when it smells like someone died. Yeah. I don't. I laughed at the guy when he said that. I said, if something, if I'm gonna be fucking nauseous, I'm not gonna have to say anything. I'm just gonna be throwing up. <laughs> so I told the guy. I'm like, all yeah. right, you don't want me to say anything. Well, get the sawdust. Yeah, I was in the fucking cafeteria one day, and my fucking eyes watering. In other words, they're like, you all right? I I'm knew. like, no. Oh. No. If you're gonna say something like that in an orientation, you know it's gonna be stinky. Because <laughs> there already yeah, is yeah. somebody in there fucking doing it. <laughs> and sure enough, I lasted about two months. Take it's a deal. Fucking fermented fucking seaweed yeah. and shit. Let's not do that. Fucking stink. Oh. <laughs> I was like, it was a stench. Squid. It wasn't even a stink. It was a stench. It, it was it was fucking fish juice, uh, uh, seaweed. Fi uh, it was like a seaweed cracker that was fucking soaked in fish juice or something. And they're like, oh, you try. I'm like, all right, I try it. Fucking hell. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, it tastes like a... A raw dead fish that's been out in the sun for like a week, man. Uh, fucking. They oh, you don't like? No, I don't neighbors. like. Yeah. God damn! I'm like, how long has that been outside for? It's fucking dead of summer. What fucking, would you have on the pavement? Oh, minimum there? ten yeah. days, minimum. I think this is past its prime, buddy. Yeah. You soaking in apple cider vinegar? What fucking, would you put it in vinegar? And squid ink? Oh god. Uh. But you know what's really ridiculous is that these days they actually age fish. Like the most, most, most expensive sushi places actually now age fish. And so they'll age like tuna, they'll age whatever for dude long time. I think the longest I've heard of was like six months, like steak. Which wow. sounds crazy. They're basically controlled yeah. rotting the, the fish. Yeah, they That's yeah, what it, it is. They, yeah. I, I actually saw I actually saw a fucking biography on that shit. Yeah, yeah they put some certain uh certain seasonings on the top and it like glazes over them and, and then after it's uh been fermenting for a little while they scrape that shit off and they do a bunch of different things it's fucking gross dude it's almost like curing oh. meat like they cure venison but, but in like, the sun and then you freaking take yeah. you know take off the first couple inches and there's beautiful pink meat underneath and it's been beautifully yeah, cured yeah. and feed the scraps to your dog and freaking everything you're not going to use Kind of the so same thing, put, I would think. Koski, if I put that food out in front of my dog, a, they're like, no way, you know? Just, it just it is weird. Koski, <laughs> like, uh, have, have you ever had a, uh, a dry-aged steak? Like, the, basically what I'm talking about is dry-aging the, the tuna. I'm not saying, like, just, you know, intentionally yeah. rotting it outdoors or I've something. Had, I, no, I've had dry-aged tuna, though. That was pretty good. That wasn't bad. Uh, uh, dry-aged steak, I mean, it, it is really, like, a little bit of an acquired taste. I have to be honest, I kind of prefer fresh steak. Like, I, oh, I, yeah. I how do I say this? Uh... Um, especially, I don't know, I, 
Really, yeah, I just man. kind of like the freshness of the meat for uh, more than anything else. And I remember one of the things that really turned me off is like anytime you get close to the bone. And I, I don't know. I guess since I was a kid, I like to just maybe my parents taught me that or something. Just like always try to, uh, uh, you know, don't leave a bunch of meat on the bone. You know, the cow didn't die right. for nothing, right? Yeah, it's so like, it's, like, meat too, it's kind of fucking gross though when it's for because it's basically the the bone is kind of the, the most rotten part. Basically, that's where the fat yep. is and everything else. So uh, yep. you have to kind of approach wish. the steak differently. You almost have to eat around the whole. It's it's a whole different thing. And so when you uh, uh, can kind of embrace that nutty flavor, it has this kind of nutty flavor in, in, in sort of an ideal world. You know, when it's already turning, that's that's actually bad. That was badly aged. But it should have this kind of nutty flavor. It's nice and complex and interesting and stuff, but I'm like, dude, I would rather just have the fresh steak with some freaking uh, blue cheese on it or something. You know what I mean? No, there's two different ways to dry age it, right? Pardon? There's two different ways. One's dry aging and then one's another. Like and salt it's two pure, different things because like, yeah, yeah a friend of mine has a dry in his restaurant. He's got a he's got one of those dry coolers or whatever it is, humidor. It's like a dehydrator. Age steaks are yeah, age. He's aging the steaks and you'll pick your steak out. You know what I mean? Uh, what's that? Like, what's real, that freaking really famous nice. place in uh, New York called? Oh, Peter Luger. If you Google, uh, if you YouTube Google, I guess because YouTube's the second biggest freaking search engine. If you YouTube uh, Peter Luger Steakhouse, there's this video from like Eater or Munchies or something where they go in their uh, uh, fridge. Basically, every steak they sell is uh, dry aged, like a fucking pound. They're like oh. two inches thick. That place is ridiculous. I'm sure. Th- First of all, you can only pay there by Luger account. Or oh, a wow. check or something. So yeah, like you, you can't just randomly walk in there and well, pay for a steak. So I mean, the, the steak you, you probably have to. You, have, you probably if you have to ask, you, you probably can't afford it. You know what I mean? That's like it's, going to fucking Berkshire. It's they have the nuts to see the. It's like a family business and whatever, and they have like literally, unironically, they have like one and a half million dollars of steak in their fucking fridge, just aging. Oh, it's crazy. That's fucking crazy. Dude. Yeah. I like. You know, Chris. Chris Roos is kind of like steak. I, I just can't, I, I just, the fresh steak is so much more oh, yeah. tender to me than the dry egg. That bitch could be mooing, bro. I'll fucking eat it. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Just wave it over the fucking flames, bro. Yeah. Just wave it over the flames. Don't let it retouch. Yep. Yeah. Two minutes on each side, serve it to me. I'm good yeah. to go. But the you, dry You know what? I, I wasn't listening for a minute. Just but a good I steak, a good steak, put it that way. You can wave it over the flames, man. Indian music in the background, and you're talking about eating steak. You realize, <laughs> I know, right? I, yeah, like, I, bro. I know. Isn't that like a delicacy? Isn't like a delicacy? A coincidental? Shit. Uh oh. Well, fuck. No, We're cows are, right cows are sacred hell. in a lot of Hindu culture. Yeah. yeah That's right. Fucking yeah. goddamn. Poor fucking oh, cows. But I'm I'm the guy that we go fucking you know deep sea fishing with, bro. And I'm fucking taking stripers out of the fucking out of the bay. Oh right yeah. Now and I'm, I'm eating. I'm literally playing them right there and eating them. People are like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. You got parasites. I'm like, "Yeah." yeah. I'm washing off in the water. Fuck it. It's okay. Yeah. yeah when I went so, lobster, we used to do the same thing. We used to have a boiling pot of water sitting right there, and any, anything that weren't cheap is. I don't even put give a fuck about a boiling pot of water. Just put it in fresh. Put it in fresh Throw water. Dunk fucking... it in there and put it in my mouth, yeah. bro. Yeah, okay. most so fish you are fine with. Insane. Honestly, most fish you don't have to worry about. So good. Uh, if they if they come out looking like they have fucking three of three three eyes or something like that and a couple extra fins, you know maybe you shouldn't eat those. That's but, all. You know? Little mercury, little mercury in the water. 
I went fucking blue Nothing fishing major. last year, bro. I caught fucking. Yeah, I've been blue fishing, bro. They put up a hell of a fight. Fifth, yeah, fifteen fucking uh, bluefish I caught, dude, and I, I brought oh, home shit, huh? a whole cooler full, dude. And we, Where'd you we go went, when they were running in the harbor, or when yeah, down I, south? I went out. I, I went out of Barnstable. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right out of Barnstable, and um, we were trying to catch. Yeah, catch I scored the, the harbor, but right? The stripers were. Just the yacht club. Yeah, yep. the stripers were a little bit um, a little bit behind, and you know they weren't running. Right at the time, but, um, yeah, bluefish, yeah, yeah. Bluefish, I, I caught fucking fifteen of those motherfuckers, dude. Wow. People laid them right there and everything. But those things got yeah, they're a little oily for piranha. me. I don't like them that much. Yeah, they're a little oily, man. You got to so you have to remove you, you got to remove the fucking the back the, the uh, on the right on the right. backbone of it. There's like a fucking yeah. strip of uh, this stuff. Somebody else was telling me that too. You got to remove that because if not, it tastes super gamey. And if, yeah, if you remove right, it, right. it doesn't taste as gamey. It was actually fucking yeah, tastes yeah. like a um. Like almost like a, uh, like a, like a game, a little bit of a gamey haddock. Could it taste like? It was fucking pretty. Right, good. right. Yeah, I've eaten it once, but it was back in the '80s. I couldn't. I just remember it being oily, super fishy, and I was like, Yeah. If you don't it was the one I caught, obviously. Throw, it's nasty. Yeah, you gotta make sure yeah. you fillet it correctly. You fucking yeah, I definitely didn't cook it right. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> That's when I was going right down the street, right off of uh, Beacon Street, down by Beacon Circle. Okay. Put that shit right in the fucking Blackstone, dude. Dean Quarry like Road. Seven fillets. We invited right. about fucking thirty people over. We had a fucking blast. Yeah. Fresh, fresh caught. I mean, like I used to dive for lobsters, day. bro. I used to dive for lobsters. We come up with forty lobsters. We freaking grab four or five cases of Heineken and molten on the way home. Back in the eighties, and fucking up my marble head, and we going back to Needham or Wellesley. Well, so you're not gonna Wellesley catch me dive for lobsters without having about fucking a, a case of Dude, fucking nickel. Me, yeah, we used to have a fucking. It would start the night off on Friday night, like there's no tomorrow. We take Friday oh, off, all of us. And we started our from a friend of mine out of fucking Wellesley Hills, and uh, yeah, yeah, we, he had the he actually had the scuba gear. He had all at the boat, everything. We used to go off the fucking right off Marblehead in between freaking Salem and Marblehead. Yep. Go to the man-made islands right there. They, they just Friggin' so not, there's a shitload of them. They're just very hard to catch. And of course, yeah. you know, I never poach though. Never, ever, 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 ever did I ever poach a trap. Never. I didn't steal anybody else's shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we got we got we got questioned a couple times, but not, never did ever. And I mean that. Never poached because I, I everybody I know under the sun fucking. Yeah, they had the opportunity right to poach. Fucking, I had friends right. up in Maine on senior year. At a friend of mine's house in New York, man, they they take the rowboat out all shit faced, and they mm -hmm. start pulling up traps, literally right off the fucking coast. And next thing you know, they're getting shot at with a shotgun. Now, it's yeah, just, you, you, dude, you, you get know, fucked 19, up. You get fucked up. 1980, yeah, yeah, man, they're allowed to shoot you. You're fucking with a man's livelihood. They can they can shoot you dead. You come on my and these kids property, were just stupid bro, fucking man, city kids yeah. from Boston. They didn't know anything. They're just fucking uh, idiots, you know. Yeah, that's, that was a douchebag. That, that's crowd. their money making shit right there. You right, right, man. They're feeling they're feeding their kids with that shit. They're feeding like, their fucking families, man. Time I got fucking chased out of ocean sprays, cranberry bogs. I was riding a quad and I ended up on a path that was next to the fucking cran uh, cranberry bogs. I was no, fucking, ocean uh, spray. Out in yeah. cover and fuck, dude, they came swooping down with a helicopter. They shot a fucking net at us. A fucking, like a net. Like a, like a. Did they really, huh? Like, oh, shit. I was like, fucking, I'm out of here, motherfuckers. Wow. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty drastic. My brother, my brother. My younger brother lives right across from a bog right in Marshfield that fucking Ocean Spray used to own. They don't own it That's anymore. That's actually one of my goals in life, dude. If I fucking, you know, by the time I'm like... A 50, bog? Yeah, I want to I wanna own a couple cranberry bogs, for sure. Sure, Make man. a lot of money, dude. Make a lot of yeah, money. Yeah, you do. That. Hell yeah. Ocean Spray will Hell take yeah, Especially anything, if the bro. season's good and the market's good. You shitting me? Yeah. The, one, the ones right, that are hand-picked. ones that are hand-picked to fucking find right, all right. more fucking Instead of things. machine harvest? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, man. Yeah, there's a I big difference. I was building bog buggies for a while. And, uh, oh, no shit, huh? 
Yeah. Yeah, right on. That's that cool, shit. man. Yeah, other than, Cobb, other than Cava next to fucking Cava Mass, buddy. Edaville Railroad used to be my fucking home when I was a kid. Edaville yeah, and fucking. Up, um, right when I worked the at the clubs, we used to take rent a bus every year and go down to fucking King Richard's Fair every year. Yeah. We get a fucking coach bus and all those fucking drunks would get on the bus. And, about, I think like, about twice a month. out lines in the fucking Porter Johns. I go down to Edaville about twice a month to deliver. Fucking yeah, do you? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yep. Literally, Edaville that's when you can still climb on. I used to go there when you could climb on all the fucking engines, bro. And I'm not kidding yeah. when I say you could fucking not climb now. all over them. They didn't give a shit. Didn't know. It didn't matter if you went up to the fucking, to the to the whistle up on the top of the fucking drum, or anywhere. It didn't matter. But nowadays, I took my daughter there a few years ago, and it was like you can't even touch those fucking train engines anymore. Plus, there were no. ten times more I'm engines sure it's back then. Pretty closed now, dude. I think it's fucking closed. Yeah, is it? I'm pretty sure it's still there, yeah. but I'm pretty sure it's closed. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's not open in the season, is what you're saying? Yeah, uh, after the co- after the fucking COVID, usually open now. Shit, it was like, yeah, yeah, right around now is when they open, right, right for the holidays. That They're open like before last, Thanksgiving, you know that. Plus, I I thought all year round they were doing, you know, bog fucking, you know, the, the train. They were doing yeah. bog tours and shit. I thought on the off season. They they used you know, to. Like not, not not the holidays. Yeah. Yeah, because that was a great yeah. museum they have in there, man. I love that. I was showing my daughter. And, Explaining everything to her. And... Yeah, the bogs yeah, around the area got, uh, got a little fucked up because of the fact I think the owner that was uh, from that ended up passing away. Or something something happened where it was like, just, you know, they weren't doing that shit anymore. Something happened. Know. Something fucked up happened with the, yeah. uh, the management of the land and everything in the bogs. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the same thing with the glass of When Remember that shit burnt down? The what? Glass of yeah. 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 The, the shrine. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. I used to go there every year with my, you know, my stepmother. We had to go there and do fucking say prayers every, yeah, dude, it was ruthless. That was a, it was like a fucking retreat with my family every year. We had to go there and say rosaries and, oh, God, I hated it. You know, oh, we get hot chocolate at the end. Oh, whoopee shit. Oh, my daughter, we bring my daughter. Yeah, it's beautiful now. It's absolutely beautiful, all the lights they have. My daughter, my daughter They rebuilt it and shit, and it's really nice, yeah. Yeah, yep. but people don't yeah. realize the backstory behind it. You know what I mean, right, right. Yeah, it's a beautiful there, like place, a- man. It's a beautiful area. It's right fucking right there in what is it, Attleboro, or right next to Attleboro? What's yeah. next to it? Fucking uh, yep. Abington, right? You gotta go through Abington to get to it. Something like yep, that. Yeah, go through Abington on 14. You gotta go fucking all the way yep. up. Uh, That's it. I think it's like 27. I think you end up on that shit. Yep. Yep. Um, Take yep. a left with it, with it where, where it merges right there at the fucking, it's like a rotary. Yep. Stay to the left. I used to go to that, what is it, the 7 Eleven or Cumberland Farm right there at that major intersection? Yep. Right before it, I used to go there all the time, get my coffee. Yeah, I know this, I know this state a little bit. <laughs> yeah, me too, man. Fuck. Yeah, you do, I've brother. Been, I have been all around this that. motherfucker. I've been yeah, all yeah. around this motherfucker, I swear to God. That's why I like talking to you. You know yeah. exactly places I'm talking about. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm I'm right down the street from pretty much where the fuck you grew up, man. Like, yep. Right on the other side of Blue Hills, so. Yep, exactly. Put it this way, I, I'm I'm six minutes away from the ski resort. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, right there. Oh. That's your backyard. That's literally oh, your backyard. Yeah, yeah, literally, literally. Yeah, that's right. Cause you're Randolph. I forgot. Sorry. Yep. Right there. Yep. My in-laws are. Twenty-eight right there. Fucking, you got yeah. ninety-three. Yeah. You hop on. You hop on ninety-five. You can fucking. Whatever, that Italian restaurant I used to go to all the time right there, fucking uh, right off the 28, or right on 28, I should say, down by the barn. Yep. Um, uh, uh, 
Scallion, not Scallions. Oh, I can't remember the name of it now. I hate it. I can't remember the name of this restaurant. It's still there. I drove by it a couple times over the last couple of years anyway. I mean, who knows if COVID killed it because I don't think I've seen it since COVID. But... Oh, God, it was so good, though. Oh, it was good Italian food for outside of Boston. Put that away. It's one of the few places I go and eat. Well, that's yeah, one of the suburbs around the Boston area. You can, so you can go through Milton right to fucking Jamaica Plains, go right into right, fucking Blue right, Hill yeah. Avenue, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right yeah. down Blue Hill Avenue. And, I mean, 138 right there, baby. Yeah. 138 right into Madison Square. As that fucking area is, you can still, you, they have a lot of great history behind it and fucking food. Yeah, it's, hell yeah. It's the, peop, it's the people that fuck it up. I love the state. Is, yeah, that's why I love the state, man. Yep. One of the reasons, one of the many reasons I love the state. So uh, few me off subject, but I got I got some uh, big cush sheets today and shit, and um, I'll be popping the um, uh, the fuck is it called again? The dep, uh, Dread Persephone. Dread Persephone. Dread Persephone. Yeah, I popping that and with uh, a the couple. Goddess different... of the underworld, you can just call her that. <clears throat> yeah, I always forget what the fucking big, the first word is. I'm like, I know it's Persephone, but I I was like, you just call her Persephone. Something. Yeah. Well, DP sounds like you know pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> you watch too much porn. Uh, now, damn it, you got me there, bro. See, that's what I was <laughs> Busted. <laughs> I'm like, GG, you know? <laughs> Throw him under the bus. Hey, doctor. Yeah, you fucking... That's right. No, but I, I'm, I'm really interested in that because you said it has, a, a, it has a ginger type of fucking back note to it, um, right? Not even a back note, a main note, yeah. Um, so the mom was uh, aggressively sugary, basically, uh, like brown sugar. Um... If you've ever had, like, uh, I don't know, it, around the country, people have different experience with sugar, right? Like, uh, here in the Northwest, we're all fucking nerdy about coffee, right? So you could literally just ask for three different kinds of brown sugar. But uh, if you've ever had, like, not the soft baking brown sugar, but the kind of granulated brown sugar at, like, a nice coffee shop, it tasted basically like that, essentially. Uh, it had a great, like, piercing high, but this really, really uh, uh, overtly sugary uh, flavor. Well, the dad was this kind of... Uh, uh, well, not even kind of, like aggressively grapefruit, basically. Like that whole Ruby Jack line, especially wow. that dad was that's, aggressively that's, Ruby, or a grapefruit, but in like a, a soft grapefruit. Yeah. Well, those things melded together, apparently, to a bunch of people. I, that's basically the predominant note that I've heard. Like some version of ginger, rotting ginger, rot, rotten ginger, some version of that, basically. Fresh ginger, sweet ginger, you name it. Lots and lots of fucking ginger. All right. Yeah. Interesting, Fuck right? Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah, I've never grown anything that was any kind of like. It should be a great high, anything, actually, so. too. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I'm looking forward to it for yeah, sure. Man. You don't hear ginger a lot. Nope. Oh, that, that, that's why. That's yeah, why I was like, which one do you want me to agree? He's like, oh, he's like the dread Persephone. I was like, hell yeah, I want to do that because if everybody's already grown the Morgana and like, you know, the uh, Black River, uh, what the fuck is Black it? Rose, uh, Black Rose, Black Lime Reserve. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Black Prince will do that soon. Yeah. Yeah, black country. Yeah, I have. I mean, I have the more god than I have that that one, and I also have the, you know, the Persephone. So I'm like, you know what? I want to see what the fuck this is about. Yeah, try the Persephone. Like these autos I got right now, that I just fucking grew, dude. It smells like, like a like a grape, like a, oh man, it's like a musky ass grape fucking Tylenol, hmm. like a children's hmm. chewable. Interesting. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, it's strange. I'm about to smoke some right now. Fucking great! It actually, sounds right. pretty good though. Oh yeah, dude, like it tastes. It honestly like tastes super smell. good. It, it, it has, yeah. it's a it, it's a palate cleanser for sure. It's like, whoa, what the fuck? It's like a Flintstone kids vitamin. 
yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously, I've been raising kids for fucking the last six years, so I'm just gonna stop naming them. Yeah, so you're, yeah, you're in tune. <laughs> yeah, you get I'm like, oh, look, it tastes like this fucking Robitussin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right, right. Children's ibuprofen. Yeah, exactly. Great flavor. Yeah, <laughs> the big, the, dude, the big ones that dissolve. It tastes like the melatonin I give my kids. That's right. Fuck it. My daughter has a hard time eating those still to this day. Oh, those she things are chalky thing. as a bitch, bro. Those are fucking. Are they? I mean, I, yeah, I oh, oh, they fucking lied to me. Those Flintstone kids and shit. And it keeps you yeah, strong yeah. and growing. I never grew. Right. I remember those. those. I remember those. I never it's had not, them. I, I remember them. my fucking growth I think my younger brother would give me kidney stones probably or some shit. Yeah. Eat this chalk, kids. It's good for you. I think we had one a day our whole lives back then. That's what the only, only thing that we had a choice of. It's not like they had a huge variety for kids. You know, back then, almost every kid I know, all my friends took a freaking a vitamin in the morning. I remember eating fucking Bonnie Rubble on a regular. I'm like, this motherfucker. <laughs> you know what, I mean? like, what the fuck? Jeez, why, you why think you'd be after uh, Betty you know? and friggin' and Velma? Right. Why, why, why wouldn't they make, like, you know, good ones like that? Like, what's the fucking... Yeah. Why, why gonna, I don't want to eat Fred or Dino yeah. or fucking Bonnie, bro. I really don't want to. You don't want little boys thinking what they, what they really yeah. could be eating there. <laughs> I was eating Fred from the waist up. What the fuck? It's right. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. I had fucking Betty for breakfast. Right? That's what yeah. I wouldn't mind. Fuck. Yeah, no shit. She was better, she was better than freaking Wilmer anyway. That's right, what right. Wil Wilmer and Betty? Dude, those fucking... Just yeah. Cool. I, I was into Betty when I was a kid. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think Dino was too. Bestiality came around around that time. <laughs> what, no, I'm fucking, I'm fucking terrible. I'm sorry. What are we talking about now? Uh, we're talking about fucking. <laughs> we went from Flint, we went from Flintstone vitamins to fucking to uh, Yabba Dabba fucking Bang Fest. I don't know. <laughs> Yabba Dabba Bang Fest. Really back in. How about Ginger from Gilligan's Island? Oh Delightful. yeah. Dude. Oh yeah. Oh, like the. Chick from Scooby Doo. I like Marianne the best, Velma. though. Marianne was my. Oh. Oh, look at her. She used to always have a soft spoken voice, like, hey, it's like, bitch, you're on an island. You got fucking. You're on an island, okay? You are oh, fucking. She played, uh, she played Maria in uh, West Side Story. Oh, she, look at her, bro. Oh, man. Marianne just passed away, too, about a year ago. Yep, that was who it was. Hmm. Fucking. Skipper I follow this kid who does old TV in Cali. He goes to some of the friggin' sites, but he does all the background stuff like that. He's got over a friggin'. I think he just passed his hundred thousand mark. He's only been doing it a couple of years, but he's got some good trivia out there. He actually was following around friggin' uh, or, or keeping keeping monsters. the pulse on uh, what's his name, Rob Zombie, doing the um, Monsters remake, the Monsters movie. They're doing a remake of that. Yeah. Yeah, Fuck Rob yeah. Zombie. No, no way, dude. So yeah, Rob Zombie's yeah. what, dude? Rob Zombie's wife. He's in the movie. Hot. Yeah, he's Work. in the movie. Directed, produced, directed it. The works, man. Yeah, I, he had some backing though. He had some big time backing from Hollywood. Monster. Yeah. Who the fuck is who the fuck is playing the uh, the father there? The one the big fucking. I forget. Ooh. The guy's name is Rick Nine G. You know, just the way it sounds. That's just, what the fuck his name is. Someone named yeah, him. Yeah, the guy who uh, post who's posting. You know, like he, even when they were building the sets, like a year and a half ago, he was getting pictures huh. of the what the neighborhood was going to look like when it was under construction, and it was kind of cool. You know, there's a lot of and he's and he's he's not an old timer, and he's freaking uh, 
he's uh he's no more than freaking 30s mid 30s max good, good kid though he seems like a really good guy i should say he's not a kid but yeah he posts some kind of cool trivia stuff about gilgan's island and all the all the old things he's giving away all the time he's giving away full box sets of, like I, I love lucy and gilgan's island and you know he's just yeah and then he goes on location sometimes to the old 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 places it's which wicked cool i love that right hell yeah so i follow i follow curly's grandson in three stooges oh no shit yeah <laughs> curly g i love that motherfucker yeah yeah the I follow guy, him. Eh? They, huh. yeah I you know they have this little friggin um little troop and they do you know the three stooges impersonation you know basically they go around and they're trying to get some stuff going and, and stuff and uh he only started a channel about a year or so ago but yeah his name is um his real name is Brad Bradley, but super nice. And then Shem's, you know, he's obviously, you know, his Shem's, Shem's granddaughter comes on every once in a while yeah, too, yeah, because yeah. you know they're all family and they're friends, obviously. So they got some sick trivia. I mean, some sick uh, memorabilia from way back in the day. Home photos they show every Thursday night to do a live stream on his channel. Him and his uh, the guy who plays uh, Mo and the guy that plays Larry and. Then they were like in the backyard over the summer. Yep. They live in Cali. Backyard. They were playing the old. They played uh, havoc in the. Uh, uh, yeah, havoc in the court. They played it in a, like this out, outdoor theater at their house, and uh, on a huge screen. Beautiful night in Cali, you know, after a, a yep. big barbecue, and they did an intro, and and he, you know, and he actually responds to you. Like he doesn't just, uh, you know, he's not like you know full of himself by any means because you know. It's a genre that's in, and those guys are almost half forgotten, except for the people that that are still into them or know about them. And trying to get another generation involved, which is kind of cool. But they go on location, yeah. man. Like when when Curly friggin' slid down the, that huge staircase on the walk of ice. You remember that? Yep. Remember that? That I've three, stooges? three Stooges. But I, 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 yeah, I, like, I got a collection. I, I didn't sleep like like from like when I was like four or five years old. Like I, I only sleep like a couple you hours. Sneak a up night, at night. Always. Yeah, so I would be up yeah. fucking watching Nick yeah. at Night, dude, and then, you know, yeah. Yeah. I'd be watching fucking MASH, and then all the other shit would come on. Right, the right. Would be on before that. Yeah, yeah, I got a huge collection of Three Stooges stuff. But I read right both Mo's autobiographies. Uh, yeah. Off subject, I, mean, I, I really want to go, like, fucking tame a cobra right now, bro. <laughs> Fuck, man. Let's go talk to that bitch. Yeah, man. Fuck, I don't know. No, no, I'm, just, I'm serious. It's music. <laughs> I feel like I need to dance around with a cobra. Like, this motherfucker. Especially now. So, Charlie, do you have any Three Stooges bubblegum cards from, like, 1959? No shit, huh? Yeah, they're actually in color. Yeah. That's cool. That's what they were showing kind of the other day, some of those on uh, Curly, Curly G's channel. I, I actually saw them when I was a kid. They were on tour, and what they were doing was uh, they had a camper. They were driving around the country, and they would uh, meet up with local TV, kid TV personalities, and they would do a show in like a supermarket parking lot on the roof of uh, either a semi-trailer or their camper. They would do all their skits. They'd set up the microphones, and it would be a big to-do. and. Uh, yeah, I, I actually ended up seeing him a couple times. My aunt took us when I was super young. It was right after my mother had passed, so I must have been around four years old, five years old. But I distinctly remember seeing him. It was like this huge event when I was a kid. It's like, we're going to see the Three Stooges. 
Yeah, and it was um, obviously you know Shemp was dead, but I can't remember who played freaking um. What's the one? Joe Besser? It may, if it wasn't Joe Besser, it was the one, the very last one that was on the cartoons with him. Because I used to watch the cartoons when I was they a kid. They were on for so Three many Stooges. fucking years. They have marathons yeah. for fucking years. Too. They had longevity. Yeah, but even their cartoons, their movies came out in the late 50s, early 60s that were just obviously horrible. But then they had a cartoon show that started, um, a Saturday morning cartoon show that started on, uh, in 1965. And I used to watch that all the time when I was a kid. They do. It was a. Uh, it was a little bit of live skits in the in the beginning with the, with the three of them, and then um, it would cut off. They do an intro to the cartoon kind of thing, and uh, go into like a, four, five, six minute cartoon, very short cartoons. There you go. But they were cool. Yeah, as you know, now I look back, you know, because Pearly G will post some of them, because he doesn't own the rights to, the Three Stooges yet or something, or he's fighting in court for it. I, I can't remember. Whatever the hell it is, but. He has some stuff that he's allowed to show on his channel. That shit was so it's, funny. Oh yeah, I mean that's I. Oh yeah, remember the New Year's Eve marathons? I used to watch yeah, those. Even that's as I got what I'm older. talking about the marathons. Yeah, bro. man. Still, channel 38. I, to this day, I, to this day, I still watch those motherfuckers. Yeah, WSBK. There. Channel 38. Yeah. I'll be fucking watching that shit, dude. Laugh my balls. I wake the whole fucking house. I'll be like, what are you laughing at? I'm like fucking yeah, three yeah. stooges, dude. This shit is yeah. epic. That's how I found Monty Python back in 1974. Is I uh, I was watching a Three Stooges thing on New Year's Eve on PBS, but it was um, right after that at midnight they were showing Holy Grail, and I just segued into Holy Grail, not knowing who the hell these guys were, and I was laughing so hard, I freaking I was splitting a gut, crying by myself in my basement, and um, and then. That's when I started watching the series that was on Channel 2, too, back then. Is uh, I started watching Monty Python series, but it was through the Three Stooges that I found Monty Python. I used to wait for that shit to come on uh, Channel 2. was What the fuck was it? One with George Carlin there. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, remember that fucking show that he used to do there? Uh, Thomas? No, no. Thomas it was, it was, the, uh, one, of the, one of those kids' fucking shows. He was, he was the conductor. Um, yeah, that was. I thought that was... Um, Thomas the the engine Thomas back then he because he, yeah, he ended it, up it was, it was, he was the original it was something, narrator it was something fucking and he uh, played that in the beginning something. sometimes like Some, I forget the yeah name of it. that was cool yeah I know what you're talking about because I remember yeah. him being in a freaking conductor's uniform yeah Colin yeah. was fucking and he was like so like he was my favorite during that shit bro but I mean you want to hear about how the media is run he goes fuck, off man. on it yeah he literally goes off on it he was a smart I, dude I, I subscribed to his official channel yep. on YouTube he was a smart guy bro he was a smart dude wait incredibly even though he's an absolute coconut his whole life he did nothing but blow and drink I mean that was the cause of his divorce that was the cause of a lot of the fucking Robin Williams same thing man same shit yeah absolutely Absolutely. But those guys yeah, are but, as Yeah, fuck. Colin was smart, smart man. He just yeah. say it the way it was. I mean, every every I mean he almost became, you know, Saturday Night Live the, the first season. He's the very first host. But they almost made him permanent host back then. Because they, they weren't sure show. how they were gonna format the show back then. And uh, he hosted the like every night the first season. That's why Simon and Garfunkel were they were almost a house band. House mm -hmm. guest uh, or or um, whatever you want to call it, the regular guest, musical guest, because uh, they were on, like, uh, Paul Simon back then anyway, because they had already broken up. But um, what's his name? Uh, Garfunkel would show up 
and they would do friggin' special appearances together on Saturday Night Live back in 1974. They almost became the friggin' the regulars then too, and then because they still didn't know how they were going to format the show because they didn't think it was going to be a success of any of any type. Right. You know, 60 years later, for Christ's sake. Yeah, I'm loving the music. <laughs> I am. I'm telling you, it is cool. Fucking that Indian little dingy, dingy, dingy. I'm over here. I already got fucking six, six fucking snakes in there, just, just sitting around me, like, yeah, <laughs> motherfuckers. I feel I don't like actually, they don't have fucking ears, do they? They can't hear shit like that. Who's that? The snakes, like the people that tame them, it's just by sight. They deal with vibration, so it's some form of that. They don't have big old floppy ears, but... Hey, Cap. Those fuckers are crazy, bro. Fucking going into their faces. What's happening in Thailand, Cap? Uh, Just another day. You're in in Thailand? Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, we're just at the beginning point now where we've got the license so we don't have to worry about a plant count so things are popping uh tomorrow they drop off a whole bunch of uh watt leds for me well geez man you're full-scale operation Uh, you got some fucking thing in the chat there i don't know yeah, I can't, I, I can't do anything about it because I'm not blue, so. You know, like I said a little bit earlier, that, uh, you know, things have dramatically changed here. And, yeah, you know, if I'm not producing the flower directly for the shop, uh, clone only because there ain't going to be nothing left here. Shit. So what do you well, plan on gro- what do you plan on growing out in Thailand? Like uh, a whole bunch of clones, and hopefully people buy them. <laughs> well, like uh, of like stuff that you'd see mostly around here, or something that's like oh, you know, yeah. indigenous type of shit, like you know, like fucking Thai Thai stickers and all whatever else. Actually, I'm leaving uh, the Thai and doing the crosses with my friends that have already been here and the ones that are our tied because they know a hell of a lot more than i do so i'll just feed them the follow to make the crosses <laughs> but uh one one friend's got about 25 different ties that we're using we're trying to stay away from a lot of the lemon and the lime and the mango and going for more of the uh, pineapple, the banana, the other flavors, strawberries. I like the, I like the pineapple and shit. Yeah, that, that's awesome. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So what we're looking at doing is mixing some Western genetics that have, you know, gas, chemical, fuel, earth tones. Some chemicals. And then after we have one of them, we'll send them back to the States. You know, you guys can work on them there. The 88 hash plants there. All the NLs are there that we're using. So you can take it and work it whatever way you guys want to. Maybe even throw a Colombian in there again, too, and remake some old shit. 
I like the old shit. I mean, it's not nearly as powerful as the fucking newer shit, you know, with all the different, you know, strains we have out there nowadays. But you got to think of something that all the other, all the new strains are all derived from the old strains, dude. So, you know, they're coming exactly. out of that fucking place. Guys, almost 3.30 here. I got a jet. Have a good night, everybody. All right, cheers, all right, Charlie. Charlie. See you guys Saturday. Night, Peace. Love yeah. you guys. Be good. Charlie. But, yeah, the price was dropping and, uh, you know, yeah, like you're looking at maybe 30 minutes at certain times. I mean, I don't even smoke dabs. I smoke flour, so it's like, yeah, you know. So, I'm well, smoking, if you're in the know. business of selling stuff, that that's like that addictive thing, right? It's shorter lasting. You use more of it. I mean, from yeah. that standpoint. Yeah. Plus, I'm sure that they hear all this hype of names worldwide and are that's exactly want to experience all that. Like that. That's what exactly drives it. Instagram. Yeah. Social media in general, I think. Really. I mean, Instagram definitely, though, 100%. But I love when I sit down and I smoke an Afghani with them, our really good OG. And you can see after like the second to third hit that they're kind of going sideways. <laughs> They're like, holy shit, man, this ain't like Thai. <laughs> well, My for brownies the, are for growing. For the people of the country, you know, even the cannabis consumer, I mean, people, stoners that were stoners even before the law change, this must be incredible because, you know, the, the access and all the new kinds and the things that they can get a hold of, that's got to be a healthy experience for them in a short period of time. Well, right? not only that, Thailand pushed cannabis from the beginning as medical. So they really pushed it as CBD. Now, what I really am enjoying are watching the people in their late 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, and 70s smoking CBD flour. Now, wait till the one-to-ones hit the market. I think those will be really big in Thailand because they're really big about the medical side of cannabis, mm -hmm. not just the getting high side. But it's really nice to see people enjoying CBD flower and, you know, enjoying a new freedom. That's the biggest thing is enjoying a new freedom. And, you know, hopefully it will take some of the people away from these other drugs that, you know, hey, listen, you can smoke cannabis now and not go to prison. How about well, when, you, when you mention medical, life. then I think that cannabis fits into Eastern medicine way better than it's going to fit into uh, Western medicine, right? 
Well, and then maybe the, maybe now that there's, I mean, it's not like they don't do research and they don't do science that more, you know, discoveries and stuff will come out of the Eastern medicine with cannabis being more accepted as, as medicine. Well, what if it's actually being able to go back to those medicines that they had three, four, five hundred years ago that over the course of the past hundred and some years have been outlawed? You know, here in northern Thailand, putting cannabis leaf, fresh cannabis leaf into your soups is a common thing. Well, those other guys from Thailand were saying that, yeah, they will never waste the male plant because they use it in soups. That's fucking yeah. weird. That's a whole uh, lot of fucking pollen right there. But, you know, there are a but lot But maybe of there's medical, at, you know, maybe there's something to that. Like maybe a male plant with the pollen in a soup is good for a cold or good for something that we haven't even thought of because I, I don't think... We consume uh, male, male plants and edibles or anything in the United I mean, States. I don't think it fucking has as much beneficial as like, you know, spinach does or some shit or fucking, you know, cabbage. Well, or fucking I'm just throwing things out there. It, may, it might, though. I mean, I mean it might be like a delicacy. Made, yeah, right? right. I mean, I just think, I think weed and I think of fucking fresh weed and, uh, you know, plants are like, you know, more male plants. I'm just thinking like fucking hacking those bitches down. You know what I mean? Or I'm thinking about, uh, you know, like not eating the leaves off no, that because of the chlorophyll. When you but... start thinking of it as medicine, then, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think of it as medicine, but it's like, you know, I want sense of me as shit. No, I don't want fucking, I don't want no, well, you know. Yeah. Not pressing that, that's bottles, obviously man. the main lane, but I'm just bringing up the maybe. Don't come to Thailand. <laughs> so don't come to Thailand? I'm not invited now? Shit. I mean, if you want, if you yeah, want weed without seeds, don't come to Thailand. The the soup thing that isn't <laughs> something that just happened recently. That's been like a traditional thing for a long time, right? Using the male There's plant in the 15 soup. Fifteen to sixteen Thai traditional medicines that go back over four or five hundred years. Okay. Yeah, well, that's the shit I'm talking about. And there's even more Chinese. There's even more Vietnamese, Cambodian, Lao. Every country has their own medicines made up by cannabis. What do you call that? Eastern medicine. It's like we already have the cannabinoid system inside of us. So it's like, why not? Like People have just stopped this over the years. I mean, just because of whatever, you know, certain beliefs or whatever. It's a fucking shit. And it's like this stuff's been around for fucking thousands of years. Like weed's been around for fucking so long. I mean, and to like to deprive us from that type of shit is just fucking kind of crazy. Well, you know? even Western medicine, the AMA, basically doesn't believe in uh, aromatherapy. Like they they don't accept that as proven science. Right? Forget cannabis aromatherapy. Just that there's therapy derived from aroma. Well, Eastern medicine accepts that as part of their thing. So that's what I was saying about us Western medicine. Yeah, cannabis is being researched and all that, but we still have like fundamental things that are big roadblocks, I think. Like, like how's our medicine gonna accept the entourage effect, which is partly comes from aroma, 
right? If they don't fundamentally believe that aroma is actually real carbon therapy, I think that's not true. I think they actually have started to accept that there are some sort of benefits to to. Okay, but like over the last hundred years, they like. You know, they're what I'm saying about them, like not really accepting aromatherapy. Aroma, that was a real thing. Maybe they're more accepting now, but like for a long time they weren't fundamentally. Now that's because there was a lot of snake oil salesmen in in that time when they basically were like, yeah, that's not a cure for anything. You know what I mean? <laughs> It sucks how someone someone else's word. Kind of, you know, will take take more、uh, power than fucking everybody else's type of shit. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it takes us. It just it sucks, man. It just well, you know it what starts I mean? like it, what's the AMA, the American, whatever. They, that's what that's what's fundamentally taught. You know, like so whatever they kind of say is fundamentally what's accepted, and also what's taught. You know, so it keeps. Yeah, they're not very open-minded. You know what I mean? Crazy. I mean, at the same time, how do I say it? Like, you don't necessarily want your, you don't necessarily want your doctor to be open-minded. You want them to be correct. You know what I mean? And that's、exactly. that's basically a big issue. Like, uh, uh, from what I understand, there are still quite a few doctors that are quite resistant to cannabis and mushrooms and everything else. But there are quite a few、uh, doctors who are perfectly happy to one of these days start prescribing it, as long as there's any evidence to prove that it's effective. And they're they're actually quite serious about it. Like there are uh, uh, quite some. Uh, Uh, constant, like uh, uh, continual education requirements, basically. So they they essentially have to learn about all kinds of stuff that comes across their fucking desk every goddamn year, and it's it's changing, ever changing. And a lot of those doctors basically are perfectly fine with the idea of cannabis. They just need there to be actual evidence behind that. But of course, there's a bottleneck behind it because it's been fucking illegal all this time. So it's a chicken and egg、mm-hmm. kind of situation, you know. So. Well, yeah. So yeah, they, they, they won't put a name behind it because of the fact you don't lose it. Well,、shit. they're not I mean, gonna. They're not gonna put their. I mean, you wouldn't either.、Yeah. They're not gonna jeopardize no, their, no. their, their, their、no. life. They、no. have to eat too. They don't. They don't live for free. Right, right or wrong, it's like、yeah. that was already illegal, and that, in their standpoint, they can't、yep. fucking do that. That's it. I mean, it's not. It's not on their. It's not on their back. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah you, you, you've had some medical stuff treatment over there. That's one of the reasons you want to. But that was like doctors that were educated Western medicine. But is there like a choice where there's like Eastern medicine doctors and then there's Western, or is there hybrids, or how does it work over there? Well, when you get farther outside of your major cities,、uh, you kind of have your like your village doctor that has basic medicine that may have been taught as like a nurse. And then, because of where they're at, they were thrown into taking care of everything. But、uh, no, you. Well, depending on you know, I I don't know if you could actually call them doctors because I don't know if they actually went to college. But you have village doctors here. You know, nice. yeah, what yeah, are yeah. Thai traditional village doctors? 
can only imagine what well, the fuck Well, basically, like. Western medicine, I mean, like, surgeries and basic things are are done universally most everywhere. It's basically Western medicine, right? Yeah, but you don't do those out in the village. You go to the right, big right. city and you go to the hospital that has those facilities and those Western-trained yeah. medical doctors. And to think of it like this, right? Like if you're out, in a, you know, if you're part of that village or whatever else, you know, you, that medicine's such a like a, 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 a like a like a fucking gift, you know what I mean? In, in, in that respect, you know, as far as like, you know, having surgeries and different shit like that. I live in fucking Boston, one of the most, you know, thought after fucking medical, you know, schools and all types of shit. And we've had breakthrough, you know, all, all types of shit. So it's like, I, I'm used to having that extra fucking substantial amount of medicine or medical things that you can you know get over here over there i can only imagine if i was in the fucking village and they're like shit i need my fucking appendix out or something like that or i need fucking i mean something that's like whatever just but crazy wait a second what i talked in the 90s i talked to a doctor at harvard once or twice a month and it wasn't until i came to thailand to have my gallbladder out Mm -hmm. that I talked to another doctor from Harvard and I've been going through 25 years of a debilitating accident in the state of Ohio and have never had a doctor of that caliber take care of me. But here in Thailand, I have a Harvard doctor. Crazy, right? Yeah. What was yep. even crazier is we spent like an hour and a half, two hours talking about Dr. Greenspoon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. It's. It, it's. It, I think it's crazy because, like, you know, a lot of people want to go back to, like, you know, like root, like, like the roots of, like, you know, medicine and help people and, like, and, like, a lot of like missionary types of shit go down from people from Boston and stuff. It's nuts. Like, I don't know why, but it, it but like, it, I feel like it makes a lot of the difference because of the fact they get to understand other parts of the world's medicines. You know, what I mean, how much they don't have that and how much they need it. And how much we can offer that without even really even fucking batting an eyelash, you know what I mean? It's like it's it's our it's like a given for us and it's a necessity for them, but they don't have that type of shit. And when it's you know, when when you can help someone like that, that's fucking sweet. I like that shit. You know, but also, you know, Thailand is a pretty poor country, but for a normal Thai person going to see the doctor could take like a, a whole day event but it's not going to cost them more than a dollar 35 baht 40 baht to see the doctor because i seen a neur a neurosurgeon in bangkok and his bill was 18 dollars for his visit fucking shit me <laughs> oh, pissed off that he had to come see me at 7 30 at but, night but then how do they make money like so it's not that lucrative to be a doctor or they see a lot of people uh, or right the uh, hospital pays helps pay for them. so they get more than what you pay them and subsidized then they're, but they're not nearly as much as some of the states you know? they're allowed to well, have our system's a complete scam Doctors get paid a lot of money. And they're allowed to have their private practices. But when you go to their private practices, 
you're paying like 200 baht or 150 baht to come see them if you're a westerner if you're a thai person maybe 40 50 baht which is like well i like think our system yeah. and i don't have a lot of experience instead of my wife i don't fuck with doctors but like it seems like when you have insurance they they give you a bill that's like whatever fucking ridiculous forty thousand. but the insurance company doesn't pay that much they have some deal where they only pay x amount per dollar so the whole thing's like bullshit. like so well, why charge three thousand for a cat scan if it really only costs whatever the insurance company pays why don't you just call it that amount of money so but these fucking, dude, these fucking insurance thing. companies out here are a shit though because they literally based yeah. upon in case shit happens okay so now they everybody has to have fucking insurance you know what i mean type of shit you know what i mean obviously you know either state funded or whatever it's somehow fucking funded these people are getting their money and like that's the biggest paid companies out there right there you know what i mean yeah they might have to put out some money like i remember i um i got into uh all right so for instance i i went in an intersection with my vehicle right about fucking seven or eight years ago and a motorcycle went around a bunch of cars going fucking way too fast through a fucking red light and smashing the side of me total my car almost fucking killed himself they immediately sent me a fucking thing in the mail saying we, we, we might not be able to afford all this you have coverage up to like a hundred this might cost over a hundred thousand dollars for this guy's medical bills and i'm like i've been fucking paying for my whole entire life with insurance every fucking week and you guys try you know what i mean like for a family plan out here it cost me 200 220 bucks a week like don't you know what I mean? Get the a week. So what the fuck? Never mind co-payments. Well, and the problem else, in so. our country's medical thing is the insurance company and the racket they've set up. Oh, it's so crazy. Everybody pays this shit though. It's fucking like, nuts. Like, if we're so ever gonna reform it and get back to health and having it be a good thing, you got to get rid of the insurance companies or somehow rein them in or something. Oh, oh no, or, or somehow re regulate them so they're not like fucking. You know, I mean, like, dude, there's so much money. Every, every, I swear to God, every, ever since like 2013, my insurance goes up at least two or three times a year, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, no. It's nuts. It's if I paid $2,000 for insurance here in Thailand, US, I could go to a doctor three times a day for That's a crazy. month and not worry about a bill. That's just fucking nuts. Well, I'm, I'm pretty yeah. sure I don't know anything factual, but I'm pretty sure statistically we're the only country that you can get sick and end up bankrupt. Okay. Oh, yeah, like, lose your house, yeah. lose everything. Like, that's I think true. other countries have like a fail stop or something where that's not an actual thing. And there's it's like an industry. You know, California, Washington, Oregon, we have uh, uh, healthcare systems. Most people are covered now, but yeah, there's still some states that are not you know oklahoma and shit yeah like where you end up they send collection agencies after you yeah, you shit. know what though F fuck those collection agencies because you have 10 years time if you just avoid those motherfuckers that yeah, shit goes 10 away years bro. of your life you can't get a credit card or a mortgage if you already have that it's already in place so it's like it's not it's not necessarily you know about that if, yeah, if they're gonna try to garnish like your wages they're not gonna garnish your wages though it's not like a fucking college fund i mean like, I mean, I've, there's been plenty of times where I, I haven't paid fucking medical bills that were probably, like, I cut my fucking finger off, dude. You know what I mean? And that, that shit was like 30 grand right off the rip. And I think I paid, I didn't pay a fucking cent for that. Not one cent. And they were like, send me bills left and right for a couple of years. And I'm like, man, you know what? 
I, I've been paying into this for fucking my whole life. I'm all set, bro. I mean, fuck it. Like, that's the way I look at it, man. If I'm paying $210 a fucking uh, a week and, some, you know, 52 weeks a year, that's fucking Meanwhile, a lot of goddamn. Meanwhile, people paid 10 or 15 $20, something like that, you know, walked in. Right, right. And they, they, they would have came to your house, fucking did a better job, probably. You know I mean, I, don't, I can't tell you how many times I've been in the doctor's office and they're like, you're in there, they like fucking touch you, you know, like you hit, hit your kneecap a couple of times with a fucking little little hammer. And oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, fuck this, that, uh, yep, yep, good. Out of there in fucking 10 minutes. You wait 45, you're out of there in 10, and they get paid fucking 500 bucks, the doctors or something, for a fucking 10 minutes. That's a pretty good rate if you ask me. Yeah, right. Dentists <laughs> get paid. Somebody was complaining, who was a VT, I think, in the chat was complaining about some teeth problems. Dentists get paid just a ludicrous amount of money. I think they so say the average crazy. dentist in America is like a million dollars a year, something like that. Literally. Yeah, dude. With yeah, insurance, with insurance, what? you still got to pay so much. Nothing covered. No, nothing is covered in, with, with insurance except for fucking one cleaning. My dentist told me that like it'd be more lucrative for her if she became a vet dentist. <laughs> I was like, really? She says, oh yeah. You get way more Probably money. That, less yeah. bullshit. No yeah. insurance. You don't have to pay insurance and all this be, shit. Some people will pay anything for their pet. Yeah. I mean, do you want a set of crowns for your fucking teeth? You know, your shit's going to be older. It's going to cost you twenty grand, bro. Twenty thousand dollars with insurance. Yeah. Without insurance, it's going to cost you forty thousand dollars. Go fuck yourself. I'll get well, dental dentures. insurance. Is like, I'll get dentures oh, it gives you cleaning and all that. But when it comes cleaning to the worst, they don't yeah. cover much of the no, worst. No, they don't cover shit. They don't cover shit. They cover two cabbages a year. They'll give you a free cleaning. cleaning. Yeah. One here, cleaning. here in Thailand, they actually have 24-hour pet hospitals. Hmm. 24 day, 24-hour day pet hospitals. Yeah, that's cool. Oh no! I mean, with some of my couple of my dogs, we went to the specialty vet this place. I oh, think they had more the equipment in their emergency room. For the dogs, as far as life support and all everything, in an emergency room for humans. I'm telling you, they had everything you could imagine and then some. It was I mean, way more stuff than I see. Insurance, I, I mean, shit. Yeah, specialty hospitals for pets. It's pretty crazy, man. It just it, the one around hey, so much. Every money. single doctor that was on the window all had a PhD after their name. So like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, why the fuck would they be out? You know, I mean, like, come on. It's like people will fly out to like fucking these terrible countries too, right? And take care of a whole village. And meanwhile, they're probably doing that out of goodness out of their heart. But at the same time, they're still probably getting paid and learning a bunch of different shit about other types of fucking, you know, areas, medicine, different, you know, have a better outlook on better, you know, perspective on that shit. Maybe able to, uh, trial run different fucking things that you know oh, may not be available in the other you know, the states i know from like the 70s the main nonprofit of the grateful dead is this thing called seva s-e-v-a and it's a thing where doctors go to africa or different countries eye doctors strictly about vision and like do basic eye medicine and like save like millions of people a year and i don't know per year but over the long haul lots of people from going blind just by like these basic procedures and stuff and yeah that's been a, a organization 
many benefits for SIVA, which is this thing the doctors go and uh, do eye medicine in third world countries. Right, right. And uh, what, what's what's crazy is like I, I went into being a machinist um, for the sole purpose of uh, when I got in, I got in, I've been in medical now for like fucking being a, being a medical machinist and making all types of different you know um, devices for hearts and all types of shit cancers and you know whatever third world country shit and it's like I've been doing this for 20 years and it's fucking awesome it's like it makes it, it's gratifying but it's also like you get to see how much shit like you know what I mean like just how much is involved in all this stuff you know what I mean it's fucking crazy it's a good song by the way who who, who is this Snake came in number two. That's exactly who it is. Yeah. All right. I fucking uh, knew it. Knew that guy. Bhawan Krishna. Okay. No, I have no idea. Fuck you yeah. Know Pawan Krishna. Nah, bro. I mean, no. If I did, fuck, bro. How, how, how could you not know Pawan Krishna? I I wish I did. He <laughs> of Evening Jog or Indigo Lake. Do not know Lazy Day Trip. Do not know Lazy Day Trip. Is it Lazy Day Trip? A lazy day trip instrumental version no less fuck Red so it's the same it's the same thing as it's going on right now but it's an instrumental one wow no this is That's Matunga cool. Road how do you keep up Koski keep up come I, on. Matunga come on. who the fuck come on I'm sorry Koski. I'm sorry I'm, 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 I'm I just sorry, can't bro. even I mean no. Pawan Krishna who wrote Monsoon Romance or <laughs> Shiva's Morning how could you not know that oh Pawan I know Shiva's Morning yeah of course I do. or River Bird I know that one too. Right next to the river stork. <laughs> Fucking good shit, bro. The blue herring. Very, very famous, famous musician. Yeah. They it's don't funny. have the, the, the instrumental parlor uh, uh, track because they always have music like a this. Massage parlor. Yeah, fucking yeah. buddy went dark real quick. He's like, bro, you know, they don't get that. Rub, <laughs> they don't get the rub and tug music. I remember that shit. <laughs> Fucking guy. I don't know about Roman Tugs. It's the massage part. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sure. Just a massage uh, one, he says. Yeah, yeah. I've done I live in this small town. Oh, There's yeah. You got to be that, like though. a dozen of those places in my small ass town where there's <laughs> nothing else. Like, but there's, and they've done raids. They've shut them down and they just open up another store down the road. It's crazy. We don't have a single pot shop, but we got a dozen of those. Oompa music. Right. Hey, Fima, Ryan said in the chat, that's funny. So he's like, dude, you don't have tranquil seas or fucking verdant fields? Come on now. Like, Jesus. You gotta you, have that. How could you not know that? Right, dude. Just gotta be. God. Shit, I think there's 50 massage places in Chiang Rai in the city. Oh, shit. Now you don't know where the playlist is. <laughs> see what people do. Love you long time, motherfucker. Oh, here we go. Okay, now we're listening to Evening Jog, Koski. Do you not know this song? I'm not a jogger, so I probably wouldn't. But I mean, I, I, I like it. I see. It's nice. No. I guess you jog slowly in the evening. I, dude, my legs are way too short. I, I jog half the pace you guys do. I have to move That's right. twice as fast. That's right. Or twice as fast? 
twice as fast. My legs had to move twice as fast as yours, bro. You know, <laughs> that, that, that jog's getting, if you're going three miles, I'm going one and a half. Your head doesn't nope. move. <laughs> it's like that fast pace walk. Just, you know what I mean? Just like, go. It's good shit. Like, hold up, guys. I have little legs. You know I mean, did you know that Joe Pietri invented jazzercise? Invented what? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> what is it called? Well, I, I, that would make you probably pretty rich if you invented jazzercise. That's pretty big. I think thing. so. Or what's the other one? Um, I mean, not CrossFit, obviously, but let me think. What's the one CrossFit. people still do? Yeah. Uh, uh, it starts with a P. Not Pilates. 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 <laughs> Fucking pull, the Pilates, yeah. yeah. I like that. Yeah, that's, that's popular over Pilates. here in the coastal california pilates that's super yoga pilates that's super huge yeah, i can't fan like that man fuck you're doing some crazy shit with this pilates and stuff brian Bukowski <laughs> was just explaining joe pietri to his uncle how does one explain the wind how does one explain the sun <laughs> <laughs> the moon and the stars <laughs> fuck man Joe you know, Pietri, really though, like, he I mean, please explain, explain. Yeah, I, I, want, I want, I need one of those. Dude. How does one fuck. sum up the majesty the fuck, that is Joe you know? Pietri? I mean, such hits like Evening Drug. Come on. <laughs> yes, amongst <Fuck>. others. <laughs> the songbird sings. You know what I mean? Fuck all the shit. <laughs> it's fucking. I think it's, <laughs> I no uh, remember how I said that. Uh, Rove beetles? No, yeah, rove beetles are the one bug that everyone's like, oh, I don't want bugs to run around my house or whatever. The one that you're actually right about is rove beetles. They're actually a good bug. They're actually a, a, a predator, and they eat the fuck out of everything else. But the little fuckers will fly, like, right up to your face and just, like, buzzsaw you. Oh, just like a little helicopter fuck. and just, like, I hate that zzz. shit. And you don't want to smack them because, first of all, they'll actually bite you back. They're little fuckers, right? They're tiny, though. They're super tiny. So, like, you can barely feel their bite. It's hilarious. But they're like a, they're like a They bite chihuahua. the shit out of you, like, yeah, they're motherfucker, like I got you. But they seem to show shit. some awareness or something because, like, if you kind of put your finger up to them they're just kind of they'll kind of fuck with you they'll just kind of you know play around then they'll fly off or whatever they're constantly looking for food they're hilarious they're just they're so voraciously hungry i just yeah. want to know what the fuck they're thinking when they go right into your I face like bro eat, what's up I hey, hey buddy food. Hey, food. how you doing can i eat you could yeah. i fit you in my yeah. mouth yeah. i'm He's hungry can like, i keep right? eating until i fit that whole thing in my mouth oh shit i don't think i can all right i'm gonna fly no. away fucking weird <laughs> like you're sitting there like this bro like Fuck is it going? What the fuck is going on? God damn, man! You know what I mean? Just fucking bugging you. <laughs> I love it's how like, the rope had like this really low voice. It's like, bro, I'm gonna fly here. I'm just... <laughs> He's like, hey, motherfucker, I came right here, bro. Fucking <laughs> 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 like sling, like sling blade comes out. <laughs> no, like, like fucking. Billy you want Ball some sling, balls? Sl fucking sling blade comes out. <laughs> I reckon. Mm, mm, I reckon. Yeah, I gonna fly right in your face right now. Mm. <laughs> Like, Fuck you, shit. fucking fly! Yeah. Shit! Yeah, I ain't gonna swat oh, me. That's it. <laughs> He's like, I am <laughs> <Right>? the knight. <laughs> <laughs> <I am> Batman. <laughs> they call me. <laughs> That's fucking great. Oh my. Yeah, good shit, man. Right. Good shit. Uh, oh, this has been quite fuck. a show.
Koski, you like were a, the you yeah. were the closer of the Suzanne Wainwright podcast the other day. Do you do you know that Chronic Table has a podcast? It's true, Koski. There's a Chronic oh, Table shit. podcast at everyone's favorite podcasting platforms, including okay. iHeartRadio. This sounds so commercially. Uh, Audible, uh, whatever the fuck. A- Apple Podcasts. So I, I, I was uh, on there? Was Amazon Podcasts. Yeah, right at the very end you came on. I think like the, the, the last five minutes or something. Was it, and it was I, pretty I, funny, I, yeah. I mean, okay. I don't want to spoil it for you, but it's pretty funny. No, I want, I want to hear it. You so make like the last yeah. sound effect and then it goes to music. Yeah. Pretty fun. I thought it was pretty funny. All right, I thought, cool. I thought All it was a right, good cool. closer, yeah. Uh, as long as it was a good closer, bro, yeah. I wasn't just making an ass of myself. No, I think like, hey, I, thought it was I fucking funny. don't have any idea what's going on right now. I'm sure yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I thought was, Locke thought it was funny too. He says duck. He might be telling you to fuck yourself also, but I think I think he's uh, telling he you to could duck be, yourself. but yeah. fuck myself is like saying hi to me, bro. So go fuck your mother. I mean, okay. if someone told you to duck yourself, I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like, we forgot the F. What the fuck's going on? No, I'd be like, that's not a bad thing. You know, ducks are cool. Well. They're kind of violent. Also? I guess they're it's like, like tur- sexually violent. So that's kind is of. Is that bad. like a turducken? I have to like stuff a duck in my ass. Or duck eggs are wonderful, it. by the way. Oh. Duck eggs are fucking fantastic. So um, a duck. Duck's pretty good. Duck meat is wonderful as well. Yeah, Lux is duck. He's. I mean, he's he's doubling down on duck. He's double double ducking. I I don't know what I'm supposed well, to duck for. A lot of duck here. A lot of duck dishes. True. But it, I find oh. it to be greasy. And it kind of affects me in a different way, not having huh. a gallbladder. Oh, I gotcha. Right. Yeah, that All makes right. sense. Gotcha. Uh, duck fat, they say, is one of the absolute secrets for a lot of different fries. See, oh. Locke is really tripling down on duck. Lock, right yeah, now. yeah, bro. You're he's fucking like, awesome, man. Duck, this dude's duck, awesome. duck, a duck. He's, a yeah, he's like ducking, ducking, ducking. Uh, what am I ducking? Maybe it from? is a turducken. Maybe it is a, I, a duck, duck. I hope not. I hope no not. No one has ever that. thought of this until now. They don't. They keep people keep talking. I was talking about this the other day and how it seems like an aberration against man and God, the turducken. Yeah. It's like a chicken inside of a duck inside a, of a instead goose of a duck, or whatever. Of a fu- yeah, it's but terrible. Like, it's a okay, what if thing. you got a duck and stuffed like a tiny duck and stuffed it into a medium-sized duck? A fucking ducking again. Oh Medium my God. duck, then a large duck, and then like an extra large duck. Just a bunch of ducks. Kind of like duck centipede, but just all stuffed <laughs> in each fuck? other. Like it's still like kind of an aberration and an insult to probably man and God and everything else. But I would think so. Yeah. What are you stuck in ducks? At, I mean, ducks inside of ducks' asses for? This is ducks. a little bit. This is a little bad, actually. He's fucking. He's, he's doubling, Rocky, tripling, quadrupling, quintupling fucking, down on duck. You're, you're incredible, brother. What the so fuck? many ducks. Yeah, maybe but why he is, maybe he is telling duck? us to duck ourselves. Am I supposed to duck? Is something above my head? What I don't know. Fuck, maybe that's it. Maybe he's like, duck, duck, and we're not yeah, ducking. Yeah, like, he's like, like bro, you're not ducking. Back. He's like, you fucking I'll give idiot. you five bucks if you fucking duck, you dickhead. Like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, well, I don't know. I don't know, bro. I'll duck that's probably what it is. Know. That's probably what it is. There's like a, the what invisible sword. From? Shit, I don't see, I don't see Fuck, one. man. Nail ducks need multiple females or they will tear What if he's a time oh, traveler yeah. and he's been sent yeah. back in time to warn us about a, a robot duck that is going to take over the world? We were worried about Skynet. We didn't think about ducks. Right, right. Yeah, ducks, dude. Sky, sky ducks. That's no doubt. Sorry, I would, sorry. I, I would run, we bro. Yeah. We fucked it up, yeah. Shit. I guess the ducks are going to win now. Shit. Would you rather, <laughs> Lock, or uh, Koski, or actually any of you guys, would you rather fight uh, one horse-sized duck or a hundred duck-sized horses? Yeah, it has to be a mini-sized horse for me, bro. I'm not trying to fight. So a lot, just a lot horse of uh, uh, horse-sized, uh, duck-sized horses. 
It's the That's cornucopia I, of duck I'd run, horses. bro. I'd fucking run. They'd be like, oh, they'd run the shit out of you. Yeah, they'd run you. Dude, right they'd down. fucking run right over me, eat and me and shit. They have little shit. teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah fucking, you know what I mean? Get pissed up shit I on you. I feel like, Koska, I feel like we were talking about this, but in a different animal one time. And you were Probably. saying, you were you were pretty merciless. You were like, dude, I'll just drop kick the shit out of him. And I, I feel oh, like if that's it's, the if it's a regular sized yeah. duck, I'll fucking punch the duck find, in the face. Well, what it is is, yeah. So the, I guess the, that's the, that's the point, you know, like a horse sized duck. No, yeah, I think no you're, you're fucked. Like you're fucked. I'm fucking. I'm you're, screwed, you're ducked. bro. You're ducked and you're fucked. Honestly. Yeah, I'm gonna see that shit and be like, what the uh, fuck? Horses are like twelve hundred pounds. So yeah. you're talking about like a twelve hundred pound duck. It can like out, like can look over you. You know what I mean? Can kick you. It's got like claws and shit. People forget about those claws because the duck is small, right? But if bro, a duck was like teeth are like shut. eight now, feet tall, but you know what I mean. Like, just, it might as well ten be times the size of a regular duck, bro. That thing's teeth are gonna be like Easily. fucking piranha teeth, bro. Maybe not fifty times. Piranha, like piranha teeth 30. or whatever. That's fucking bad news. Those things, those, those things are shot. You been bit by a duck? I try to feed no. those motherfuckers bread all the time, bro. I go with my kids all the time, and they're uh. like. They fucking rush us, bro. They're like, what's I've up, I've heard they're little fuckers, yeah. yeah. I've heard they're Yeah, fuckers. they're assholes. Yeah. Dude, geese are the same way. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. You don't, you don't fade Canadian, you know, uh, dude, do not feed Canadian geese. Fuck them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Snow cobras. The meanest birds are the turkeys. They're pissed off. They fucking, always. dude. No, no. All right, I like my turkeys. I and have they're, like they're unionized. The turkeys, they, they come at you at, in force. Yeah. Well, the bottom line, I mean, pretty it's much like a brigade. chickens and turkeys, they have no reason they have, to like us at all, right? They have <laughs> baby turkeys every turkey. year, bro. And they grow so fast. They grow so fucking fast. Within one year's time, they're fucking the size of a big-ass turkey. Like, from a bait, from a, from a fucking little, true. you know, it's crazy. I have, all right, so I have a video on my Instagram of me standing around about 30 turkeys that were, like, the fucking size of me, bro. And I'm like, I'm not moving. I'm gonna back away slowly, like fuck me, like you know what I mean. I walked up to them, they didn't move, and I'm like, these are hood turkeys. Like if I make a sudden movement, they might fuck me up. Awesome, awesome, fucking. I love turkeys, bro. But they have so many of them, and they they, they, they go in packs and shit. Like right now, deer and turkey are like abundant. Like they run across streets, like they don't give a flying fuck, man. Big ass motherfuckers. You don't want to hit no, a turkey now. When I drive to town, this one guy. This weird part of the hit road where come over this point. He has hatred. peacocks. And even though he has a fence, peacocks jump on the they don't really the, fly, but they uh, can do little lurches. Yeah. Every oh, once in a while come around this corner. Turkey. And there'll be like a okay. peacock in the middle of the road just standing there. They're, they're like fucking it. beautiful. Like I mean, uh, I like I yeah. love like these lake land birds and shit like that, but like just thinking every and they they make like the crow whatever noise they make it's different like peacocks they have like that yeah fucking they make some crazy noises bro they talk to each other i have a turkey collar in my backyard and they'll come right up to my fucking house bro but sometimes <laughs> they're pissed like what the fuck are you saying like you know i'm talking shit or something i don't know i'm just pressing the button on turkey collar on my phone and they're like whoa what's up bro like let's go and they're, they're like they make all kinds of weird noises well, and shit. i love it i don't fucking know less awesome. than a year ago i was going there now, I've seen little, what do we call them, mountain lions or bobcats, little ones, like maybe awesome. bigger than a cat. But this one day, right there, I come up over the, the crest, and there it is. It was like a full-size mountain lion, maybe 70-pounder, big one. It had that fucking peacock by the neck and was 
dragging it off the road into the I was back of the saying, bro, those motherfuckers are, are ruthless, So there was bro, one less mean. peacock in that guy's herd at that day. The mountain lion came and snapped his ass up. Overfeed them the 30-pound dressed fucking Jesus Christ. Yes, 30 pounds. Yeah, dude, I'm telling you, the same thing around here. They eat very well. I don't know what the fuck it is, but they're gigantic. And I have that video from a year ago or some, or a year and a half ago on my Instagram. And these motherfuckers since then, they stay around the area. They don't fucking leave the area. So now they just multiply. If no one's killing the motherfuckers, they're just there. And they now they have now that you have 40 fucking full-grown turkeys, and then they'll have babies. And then you're like, holy shit, there's a brigade of turkeys that you don't want to fuck with. Don't 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 run up on them. I'm telling, I'm telling you, you they're organized, man. It's like a platoon. Dude, no, if you if hateful sh- show up to 40, 40 full ground turkeys, dude, you will. Um, you better run. <laughs> I, I I have videos, of, dude. Honestly, I, I I love I love the fact that we have these like around here. But I also have turkey vultures and hawks that will fuck these turkeys up, bro. Oh, yeah. And foxes and coyotes. Oh yeah, coyotes. turkeys aren't all that. Yeah, no, they're not. I have blood bass in my backyard all the time. No, bro. a dog will fuck up a turkey all day. Just, just mercilessly. Ki- so dude, the coyotes funny. love them. The coyotes love them, bro. They just fucking rip the shit out of them. I, I mean, look at that everywhere. neck. You could literally grab. Like, if a turkey came after you, you could grab that turkey by the neck and break its neck. Just fucking punt it. Yeah. Punt right in the head, bro. Fuck it. I mean, I'm doing some fucking. Planetary shit, bro. You're not gonna Back get ter- terrorized by turkeys, Koski. I, I promise. Dude, no. Listen, those. those you get terrorized those, by those, turkeys. Just call us. Hopefully, we have a show. I, 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 I we'll will. Give you you advice. Want, we'll be give like. Give me a fucking number. Koski, I'll call you in the middle of Koski, it, bro. Koski, we, we we need to help you. We'll we'll we'll, uh, we'll we'll survey. We'll we'll put a poll in the chat. We'll be like, how best uh, we'll to put a poll respond in the chat. to the, the turkeys. Yeah. We'll Google yeah. it. There's we'll Google like it. Yeah, we'll fucking we'll, 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 we'll tell you what Look you at should that. do. They're all maybe horny. the turkeys are all horny and shit. They're like, oh man. Well, the females are cool because they're like they're small like that. That one's like albino. Uh, I don't know. That's like fucking. That's that's cool as fuck. That one's like yo. Turkeys I like the are like, oh bro, do you even see my suit of feathers? Do the ma- do the males get crazy? Bro, things, I have bro, creamed like for weeks on this suit here. You must be impressed by my feathers. Like, do you, you understand? Look at me. Look at me. I'm, I'm shuffling. I'm not even walking. I'm shuffling. Those bitch. posers don't have shit yeah. on my feathers. Yeah, you see me? Oh, I, yeah, I just, I, I just puff my chest out. And you see it? You see it? I got the puffiest chest of all these motherfuckers. And that's an albino fucking one. That's weird. The other one's like, no, no, I'm, I'm not as puffy. Like, I'm, already knock, I'm already knocked right? up, motherfucker. I got one earlier, so, like. Yeah, and she's like, well, I kind of have a boyfriend, but. But you know what? I'll get a giant like, seagull, well, so care. fuck it. Be your other boyfriend. Just like a giant seagull, bro. Imagine seeing that thing flying. It's basically be... a giant seagull, yeah. That one right there, is, it looks like seagull. it. Yeah. yeah, definitely. They go from it's McDonald's. not even that giant. Right They're only like 18 pounds. Dude, that one right there. If I, think, if I see that thing flying, I'd be fucking scared. I'd be like, holy shit. What is that? Eh, don't get terrorized by a flying bird. No, tur- turkeys don't fly very well. They fly fucked That's, up. They only go to like a saying? branch. You see what I'm saying? Can't They're like way too fucking fat. fly. Dude, no, can't they fly even, all like, fucked up. I can go up. to the it's, airport and I can fly all day if I want It's to. like a dumpster fire getting up to a fucking tree, bro. I swear to God. It's fucking terrible. I watch them all the time. Like, they're like, a, oh, 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 oh. Well, this is the main reason they can't fly. See how, see how it feels after that. Like, how does 18 pounds fly? I mean, you need a lot of wingspan for 18 pounds, right? That's it. 30 a lot pounds. Of, a lot of trash talking for an 18 pound like, bird. They're basically too bad oh, to fly. Oh my God. <laughs> Ryan, who, who the fuck did that shit? That's crazy. I didn't do that one night. Hell no. But like, oh shit, wrap my body up and close it. That's fucking, what? Jesus Christ. Jesus. 
Right. Like what the? Abuser, honestly. God, yeah. bro. What the hell did you got? What the fuck were you drinking? Fuck, Don't yeah. drink that again, bro. That's exactly. Crazy. Don't drink like lead tainted Curacao or something. Fuck. Right. It was that fucking cognac or something. something. Yeah, cassowaries are terrible. Ned Ned is asking or is telling us uh, where are we at. I dude. Yeah. Cassowaries are these Australian hateful birds, basically. Here, let me look it up. I, yeah, please. Look after that. Look up one of those fucking out. What the hell are they called? Conjurers, like a giant conjurer or something. They're fucking. We have them around my condor. 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 Yeah. I went to a zoo in yeah, uh, well, New Jersey, bro. This thing was it had a, it had a six and a half feet foot wingspan. Fuck I think they that, say dude. these are the most dangerous birds, actually. The California condor, like, comes to this place, San Capistrano, like, I think the same day, like, they know exactly what day the birds are going to come back, like, uh, migrate. It's like a thing. Oh, the condors came back. There's only a few of them, but they come back and spend a few months, I guess, uh, wintering or whatever it's over here it's the thing every year when they, they show it on the news it's funny it's like why, why come here god damn it's like holy shit somehow they know exactly where to come back to yeah bro it's fucking strange because i'm like of all places to come back like why would the fuck would you come back yet so many so other we're talking about a six foot six bird it's basically all hate look at that thing on its fucking feet fucking ahead of it looks like a and i guess it has something to do with mosquitoes but yeah, they kill what? people all the time, apparently. They the babies don't even look at that motherfucker. Looks like a dinosaur, yeah. bro. Looks like a dinosaur. 100%. What the hell? Do you look know at why that it looks look like a dinosaur? Koski, do you know why it looks like a dinosaur? Because it is a dinosaur. Is it really? All birds basically are dinosaurs. They're the dinosaurs oh, yeah, that survived, they? yeah. Because they could, like, fucking fly and shit. Yeah, and, like, yeah. Get away with it or something. What the fuck is that on his head? What is that? The bone to impress its mates, probably. Um, Probably okay. the girl cast away. If that was a like, weapon, it'd be way more shit, that bone is amazing. Dude, if that thing was a weapon, it'd be way more impressive. I mean, but that means you'd have to whack it into things. No, you fucking just fly into it like bone fall. They actually did explain eee. their head bone here somewhere. What is it? Uh They've got a... Uh, cassowaries are striking to look at. Look at that vivid thing, blue bro. face, two waddles from their neck, and a hollow helmet. Oh, it's hollow. Dude, that thing has a fangs. Cask atop their heads. So that it's thangs, not even right? I don't think that, no, I don't think those are fangs. I think that's those just, are fucking fangs. No, I think that's just I think that's just the mouth that like does weird shit. Are you sure? Pretty sure. Look at that. It looks like fangs. I don't me, think bro. most birds uh, have teeth. I'd be fucking mad about that. I know, right? Or like, Look at him, he's like, ah, like oh shit. Like bro. a bird with tusks. Can you imagine that shit? Like that bird with tusks and like it's razor giant blade arms. Giant mosquito Maybe bird. Bad. Fucking well, pot mosquito. But I think the dinosaur <laughs> birds had <laughs> teeth, didn't they? For those What's dinosaur that? birds had the dinosaur yeah. birds had teeth. Look at that motherfucker! It's got like some fucking just something there, bro. What are those? I don't know. It's like why do they have balls in their fucking chin? Yeah, All right, some birds down. apparently might have teeth. All of that. Well, I don't know. Geese, geese, <laughs> dude, geese have yeah, fucking okay. teeth, bro. That geese looks have really horrifying. Teeth. That's a goose. So that's what I'm saying. See, like imagine a ten foot, a wow. ten foot fucking goose, bro. It looks that like it has teeth on its tongue. Piranha. It does have, dude. It has some weird Jesus. shit. Jesus. They'll bite the shit out of you, bro. Geese around here are fucking assholes. Wow. They're big, too. All right. Yeah, so there's apparently yeah. some birds. What this is that motherfucker hand. right in the middle? What the hell? <laughs> Holy shit. It's a tennis ball with, with fucking fangs. What is that thing? 
It's a baboon exactly fucking. It is. And this it's a is half an baboon. ostrich with human teeth. That's okay. That's a, that would be way cooler, <laughs> I think. They wouldn't be able to bite you that hard. Look at that eagle. Right here, this, thing here's this one. Ah. <laughs> fuck. That thing. Or the penguin. I've seen oh, a, I've been to an penguin. ostrich farm and I'll tell you those are mean ass birds. If they're not they're fuck those things. Ostriches are mean fuck them. What is that? Ah, that thing. <laughs> what the fuck is that, bro? And they can kick forward somehow. An ostrich will somehow kick what? like his legs look like they should only bend backwards. But they can kick People. forward too. Yeah, right. An ostrich. Listen, I, you ever seen an ostrich run? Those motherfuckers run fast as fuck, so it's all you know, right. trampling. Yeah. yeah, they might stop, come back, and run over you again and shit like mad time, just jump on you. Who knows? What else do they have to fucking protect themselves with? Really nothing. Their talons. Their talons are yeah, they have, really. They have fucking yeah, they have big ass things in their claw. Yeah, fuck them. Oh no, their legs will no. Their legs like weapons. They're like an MMA. Fight oh, you fucking fucking <laughs> Sorry, he ate shit. <laughs> what was that? Can you imagine being so chased much. by an ostrich? No, no. That's <laughs> where I know I'm not in the right country. Bro. <laughs> I'm getting the fuck out of there at that point. Ostrich if I gotta look back at my scooter and I see a fucking ostrich and shit. Look at that Look at that thing. Fuck this thing. That oh, that chick that was all TikTok famous, that Florida farmer chick with the ostriches, her fucking farm died. It's it's like a sad story. She was a hobby farmer and I guess she didn't know what she was doing and the ostriches all got sick and they had to call them all. Can you imagine? Oh shit! Right, Ryan. I'm sorry to hear that shit, bro. You know, Ryan's come and check. Well, just it was maybe in the '90s. My friend Howard. Somehow he had an ostrich mm. farm, and, he, and then he had a business selling ostrich Yo, jerky, beef jerky. Oh, and it was the jerky was really good, but it was really expensive. But yeah, he he raised these ostriches, I, and I've gone over there a few times, and yeah, what those they fucking kick this. I, I don't know if you can find the video, but they have this weird move where they can kick forward. Mm. Fucking strange animal, though. It's all. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa! He's breakdancing. Holy shit! With that talent thing, yeah, they're mean. They're mean. They're not all mean, but yeah, they can be. I don't know. They probably aren't all nice, though. If you mean, I don't know, bro. Fucking look at that. Well, thing. I mean, I imagine you could tame one and train. No, it's a just fucking. Them it's legs with, a, a with like a fucking. Hump they were mean. With a head. It's fucking weird as hell. That thing's a mm -hmm. strange-looking-ass thing, dude. 50 kilometers an hour is like 35 fucking miles an hour. Fucking whipping. Yeah, he's fucking flying, bro. It, <laughs> you, you gotta not get away from that bitch. Yeah. Look at that. He's like... looks like dinosaur died, man. It is, it's bro. Just, it's not, one of those, like, 100 feet tall chasing after you. Right, right. Yeah. One's fucking... One, one, you know, one's fucking... Earth Ladder's been crazy when the, the, when, during that time with these giant ass... <laughs> Look at this motherfucker. Look at this motherfucker. <laughs> he's, he's booking, bro. He's cooking. Holy shit. No, they're aggressive. They're mean ass. Look how fast man. he is, though. I'm, I'm just like... Watch, he'll that. pull the front kick on this guy. Yeah. Oh, my... It has hoofs. That's yep. not even right looking. Yeah, you can get disemboweled real quick. That's Look at the, the size. What are those, bro? What Just the fuck? Prehistoric claws. 
Oh my god. Tony, when you're standing in front of them, oh my shit, you don't crying. expect them to be able to kick forward. Okay? <laughs> they can kick he's forward, all right? Flying, look at that leg. Does it look like it kicks forward? Yes, yeah, it does. I oh, see it. Hey, it's 414, you guys, so we got six minutes to 420. Yeah, man. Well, this fucking ostrich is great, bro. This is great. Did you ever eat ostrich? It's actually delicious. No, I want one of the eggs, bro. Yeah, the uh, meat they probably won't be really happy. Uh, I've eaten part of an ostrich egg. It's like super lean, and the meat is really oh, good. Hell yeah. This guy used to make this jerky that was That's so good. That's a meat of an ostrich? Mm -hmm. Oh, my motherfucker. Where it looks like a steak to me. Yeah, bro. Yeah. I would eat the shit yeah. out of that thing. Oh, oh yeah. Really? It's red yeah. meat. It's good bro, shit. Bro, it'd be all over. I'd be fucking... Mm -hmm. Look at that thing. It looks delicious. About to have me some ostrich. Is that legal? Yeah. Right? Legal? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, look at that. Yeah. 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 Wow, bro. It, yeah, wow, dude. Strips Let's see how lean it is. There's almost no fat in it. It looks so good, man. Yeah. It looks better than fucking venison. But it's not as tough as beef would be if it were this lean. You know, beef that lean would just be crazy. Like, you'd have to be so careful about uh, uh, cooking it to make it tender or cook the shit out of it. Uh, whereas this is more like chicken or something, right? So, like, it... it, it yeah, it it's cooks, a weird... Yeah, it's kind of like red chicken. meat. You know, it's, I mean, it, yeah. it, it's a hybrid, you know, kind of like pork or something. Oh, that guy looks so happy holding that right? fucking giant femur fucking bone fucking uh, of a, a leg of a... Look at that! Looks look at Wagyu is some shit, bro. I know, right? Let's go, motherfucker! I'll eat the hell out of that. That looks delicious. Totally. All right, anyways, I, I'm wasting time here. Everyone wants. Fuck. Uh, that yeah, was that, that looks, looks delicious, bro. I'm I fucking know, hungry right? for the lobster. I mean, is it is it legal to eat? Right? It's good. Yeah. You yeah, buy at the store? No, people farm them. Do I have to go to Indian it's stores? The industry. Buy the steak. Fuck, man. Wait, I mean, in Australia, I they have it. I mean, here you can get it. It's a little bit rare because they don't have tons of ostrich. How about the steak? But... It's like getting goat head or something? No. I, was, I, can, I, was I know in, in Lancaster area, there's people that have acres and acres and acres. And they, they raise ostrich and they sell the ostrich meat. It's, it's a business. It, there's, it's like, it's really good meat. But it's it looks fucking, It looks really good. I would eat the hell out of that thing. Sorry. You were like, hey, man, I got this fucking ostrich leg. I was like, fuck yeah, I'm going to cook that shit up. <laughs> What's up, man? Like, you know, it's going down tonight. Uh, Bite your friends. Christophe, nous discutons où nous pouvons manger l'ostrich. How the fuck do you say an ostrich? Uh, I would say ostrich, bro. Just say fucking ostrich. I mean, it's probably ostrich or some shit in French. It's probably, yeah, it's right here. Oh, ostrich. Yeah, we, we, we. Maman, Christophe, je ne sais pas où tu comprends. Autriche, Autriche. How do I say it? How do you say it? Say it one more time. Good. Me, nourriture, food, excellent Autriche. It's a good ostrich, huh? Mangerais-tu un Autriche? J'ai déjà mangé de l'autruche. Oh, he has already eaten it. Oh. Prison, en prison. Oh, in prison. Wow. Prison. Yes. How interesting. Aussi kangourou. I want to hear the story. Kangourou aussi. Autruche kangourou. He's already he's eaten kangaroo as well. In prison. Aussi en prison. Aussi à Noël. How très intéressant. That's the fucking uh, delicacy uh, they feed uh, you in prison. Smash, smash, come on, dude. 
euh, Noël, pardon euh, euh, à Noël, tu me dis Fuck, my French is so terrible. Encore une fois, euh, Christophe, je ne je, je ne comprends. Euh, yeah, euh, euh, à, à Noël, comment qu'on dit Noël chez vous, euh, fête de fin d'année, Christmas? Oh, Noël, c'est Christmas, yeah, oui, 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 oui. Oui, alors, me, euh, food, Christmas, euh, prison, kangourou, et... Oh, euh, interesting, so, uh, in other words, basically, for, for, if it, people don't understand, for prison meal, the fuck does it fly? Uh, for prison meal, basically, they had, uh, uh, for Christmas, they had uh, kangaroo and ostrich. How fucking interesting. Hell yeah, one minute to four. <laughs> for real, hell? how interesting. Très intéressant, Christophe. Crazy. Très, très comique, je ne sais pas. Euh, en France, euh, on mange ouais, des... How do you say uh, oysters? Uh, uh, pour Noël... Um... Chicken sea. Uh, huître. How the fuck do you say oysters? <laughs> <laughs> uh, huître. Uh, huître. 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 Good. Good huître. Yes. Yes. It's funny because every time I mean, you see... answer in English, he understands it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, motherfucker's yeah. duking us. Fuck. <laughs> uh, hold on. Love you, Christophe. For You're a good shit, bro. Mm. Ah, super, Christophe. Yeah, dude, yeah. good shit, man. Hell yeah. Okay, French oysters Christmas. Something like that. Well, yeah, well, hey, celebrate 420, Christmas guys. the French way. Cheers, everybody. Happy 420. Cheers, I think yeah. we're going to maybe head out here in a little bit. Uh, so I was right. Christophe, très belle. Uh, uh, I don't even know. I have to say that. Uh, what is it? Um, oh, yes. Good. Mm. What are they saying here? It takes two to four years for those things to, to grow. Avec du citron? He says with a little bit of uh, lime or lemon, I guess. Right on. Cheers, guys. That's all they say. Well, cheers, Koski. You have me on? I'm like a big it. fan of oysters. Yeah, oysters Not are bomb, likes them, though. You like them? Yeah, yeah, and it's, I agree. It, it's a it's a great fucking source of fucking different uh you know, it's it's fish. One, They're super healthy. Fucking, yeah, yeah, help healthy. It's like a superfood. Yeah. Good shit. Uh, what's the whole story? Uh, there's a whole thing about how supposedly uh, uh, I don't know if there are vegans that do this or that there could be like in theory. Supposedly they could eat oysters because they're so primitive. They're basically they and they've been around for so long. They're basically closer to a vegetable than they are anything else. I don't remember what the the whole story is, but they are actually quite simple. Like oysters don't have a brain or anything. Else, you know, right. just do, like do, a, you have, do you have Titanic on the background, bro? No, this this song oh, what might the be fuck? terrible. Let's see, what is this? I th uh, I, it sounds like some fucking slow Titanic show. This is just the so, Indian playlist. But so no, I was oh, like, Indian, India, so. And having a brain is like a, a factor. Like, oh, it has a brain, we can't eat it. Well, I'm <laughs> definitely not a fan of eating things that have, have a brain, like like a, 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 a octopi. I don't eat octopuses anymore. Yeah. I like squid. I, I, like, I like squids. Pretty good. I have no, mixed not feelings. Like big the squid one, are pretty no, smart calamari. too, but Cal calamari, they're, still, I mean. they're also delicious. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah oysters. Okay. I, mean, uh, so I don't I'm like thing. a meat and potatoes guy. The one time, like 50 years ago, I tried one oyster and hated it. Squid, I've never eaten. Octopus, I've never eaten. Squid's good. Like, like I'm one of these guys, never eaten, never eaten. No, nope, I've never, I've missing never, out, man. never tried. Yeah, squid, squid's awesome, bro. Squid's awesome. I never Calamari's. tried. Oh, I've had calamari. That's squid. Like calamari squid. Had squid. Same thing. Fried, I'll, I'll Same thing, bro. Yeah, you eat, if you eat calamari, you eat squid, bro. Yeah. Yeah, it tastes I, good. I like that. Well, it no, like a, it I like it when it's done good. One time I was at a place and it was nasty as fuck, but they had a whole baby stuff, squid. Yeah. Bro, they had a whole baby squids, like for calamari. I was like, no, nah, I don't know about that. Yep, cutting your legs off. I felt like a fucking butcher. Crazy. Yeah, I've been to su sushi restaurants like hundreds of times, and I just order tempura. <laughs> Never any sushi ever. Oh, I can't get enough. But I, I like locks. I, I like locks. Some people say if you eat locks, why wouldn't you eat sushi? But yeah. What the fuck are locks? What? Locks is uh, cold cured uh, salmon. I'm about to say, I thought you didn't chat, bro. That's no. <laughs> no, lox is fucking wonderful if you've never had it. Like a, a bagel oh, with cream cheese and lox. Oh my. It's not exclusively a Jewish thing, but it's known for, you know, being in like Jewish delis. It's, it's actually just like a Northern said? European thing. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, you can make it out of steelhead, trout. You can make it out of any like uh, uh, a soft flesh kind of salmonid, I guess they like call a, them. Like, but, like, like um, a river fucking fish. Yeah, like anything related to a trout basically will come out similar. Like even trout kind of comes out similar. Things that spawning. But, uh, other fish, I mean, you make a similar thing from mackerel, whatever, but it's not quite the same kind of lox. It's, you know, it's something, it's like a salted fish, whatever. But uh, lox is extremely tender and delicate, basically. Because uh, uh, again, it's like cold cured. It's cold salt cured, basically. Salt and sugar, usually a little bit. And then the, the salt and uh, sugar kind of cook it to be just. Uh, uh, safe to eat pretty much uh, uh, sometimes it's smoked a little bit as well but it's definitely not like smoked salmon where it's that like cooked tender like a uh, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking it's for really salmon. good lox salmon it's salmon raw, salmon like raw flesh basically what's that I fucking love love salmon really good lox doesn't taste any fish at all it's like that no, like I, I think it tastes like salmon but you know uh, I, I mean it's, yeah it's not going to be fishy I've in had the salmon. sense of like I've had ocean salmon fishy or whatever yeah, I've had salmon on, steaks like salmon. on Sunday when I went up to LA, I went to Canner's, this mm -hmm. really good deli, and I ordered, just like I always do, I ordered lox and bagel, but then I told the guy to bring me extra bagel, because like at these extra delis, bagel. they put like two inches of, or three inches of anything, like the sandwiches are like mile high type, mm -hmm. and that, I don't like it that much. So then I made it into two lox and bagels, and then took one home for breakfast the next day, and that was killer. Because it was good locks. Yeah. Yeah, they make their own, I think. Uh, still to this day, the best, best, best locks I've ever had in my life, I got on uh, Fairfax, but I don't remember where. And I, yeah. I went I went literally door to door to door one time trying to figure it out again. I could I placed my Well, sometimes the grocery store, whatever, and I'll feel like it's all good. It was a little Jewish deli, people. basically, but I don't but know. It like, might have closed down Even or the more expensive packaged box, uh, yeah... Nothing no, this like shit was homemade. This, yeah, this shit was homemade. Yeah, like for all I know, it was probably made in some uh, uh, Jew's kitchen, basically, and they brought it to the deli just to sell it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it was fucking yeah. amazing. It was like you say, it was the tenderest salmon you've ever put in your mouth. 
uh, uh, it was basically like raw fish, but it just dissolved on your fucking mouth. Like it was, it was incredible, but with this really delicate salmon flavor, it was so perfect, so good. Fuck yeah. Well, gentlemen, I don't know. Maybe we'll. Uh, what do you think? You guys want to keep talking, or you want to fuck off for the evening? What's the plan here? No, I'm, I'm just, good with I'm just smoking from majority. Know, whatever you want. To whatever do. everyone else wants. Well, shit, right on. Uh, let me think. Do I have work to do? I have a ton that I have to do tonight. Uh, I might pop away for a little bit. I don't know if you guys want to hop on and uh, shoot the shit with us. That'd be awesome. Uh, come say hello. If you guys are still listening in. We can also change the playlist if you want. We're still listening to, what is this, the... Fucking Indian... Indians Durga's Dance. Or you know what, we could even restart this playlist because the beginning was better. Yeah, it was. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> it's getting a little goofy yeah, now. Yeah, Floyd Twain is like, motherfucker, yeah, God. <laughs> change it, change it now. Yeah. It is what it is. <laughs> I'm going insane, man. Yeah, it's like... Miami well, yoga, yoga studio or something, right? Yeah. Well, it's it's like you hear that certain Coked fucking yoga studio, something song or whatever genre you know playlist you have on, and like you start listening to the music, and all of a sudden you don't unhear the music, so now everything else around it is like drowned out, but you're still listening to the music. So now if it <laughs> sucks, you're like, oh shit, this is terrible. You know what I mean? Like my fucking head's ready to explode. All I can think about is music. So it is. I've been there, bro. Amen. Yeah, I like all music though. Give a fuck. I'll, I'll I'm not a fan it. of most uh, country music. I have to be honest. Yeah, yeah. There's some country that I'm okay with. You know, I'm I'm, oh. I'm uh, okay with some classic country. Um, uh, yeah, that's fine. Not, I mean, not like, not like bluegrass, right? I'm not a fan. I'm, I'm of a, I like bluegrass. I actually country. like bluegrass. That's, that's like super country. That's like. See, that's the thing. Oh, that's that's kind of authentic. I don't like the inauthenticity of a lot of country. It's just real. My gra- my grandmother listens that. Eighty-one, dude. She listens. She listens to like the old, old, old country shit. It's crazy. Mm. Like, what? Now, now, now my kids listen to it. Like, what the fuck? To, to play that le- level, you have to be really good musician oh, yeah. to yeah. even attempt to play at that that kind of music. So right off the bat, it's pretty good music because to be like a mandolin player, any of it, you got to be really pretty good to pull off bluegrass. Yeah. There's no, there's no like. Oh, Wait yeah, a second. Yeah, you got to be good. No faking it. But no. there is like a, a thing where I, after maybe 20 minutes, half hour, I've had enough. But ding, 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 ding. <laughs> I need to move on. All right, bro. Yeah, a couple of times I had to drive my uh, my grandmother's car, dude, and I got in there and she's at XM radio on like fucking bluegrass radio. And I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, holy shit. Some Massachusetts yeah, grandma it, listening to bluegrass. I love dude, it. Dude, it's crazy. It, it's like, I don't know where the fuck she got it from. She's always loved country and she can sing oh, wait, Is she well. Polish too? That'd be even better. No, no. Oh, she, okay. she, she's she's an Irish. Uh, she's Irish and I'm like, I think That'd be great. Uh, Scottish. <laughs> yeah, but I'm also Yeah, Irish but you know, a lot of the, Dutch, the, the American traditional bluegrass music at, well, it all has roots somewhere else, American mm-hmm. music, but a lot of it is what you just said, Irish and Scottish, some mm-hmm. of the some of the yeah. ditties and the the little the songs that have been around forever. It, are it's from. like I would never heard of that shit unless she ever played and she played it and since we were like yeah. little, she's been playing stuff like that. And I'm like, I fucking hate this shit. It sounds terrible. But you know what? It like being, you know, older now, it, like when I drove her car, I was like it brought back memories. You know what I mean? It was like nostalgia. I was like, oh, this is this is different. You know, what I mean? like, oh, all right. 
I hate this music still, but like, hey, you know what I mean? <laughs> still like, hate it. It's terrible. Yeah, it's like terrible. But I mean, like, it also gave me a smile. But thank that you, reminded me. Yeah, exactly. I was like, man, I remember that shit. You still listen to that. You, you know, you'd be holding down the fort. You're welcome, Kowski. Yeah. I got in the car. I, I, didn't touch a, I didn't touch the radio or anything. She's like, okay. My dad was really into what they call bebop jazz. And like whenever I drove with him anywhere, like whatever, he played it. And I used to get, bug him and say how much I hated it. And he says, oh, one day when you get older, you're going to appreciate it. I think that was a baby. I don't know, but it's been a while. But yeah, I appreciate that jazz now. But I remember as a kid, I hated it. Right. That's all he used to play. It's, it's, it's kind of like, it, it's just one of those things that as you get older, you know, you just appreciate the... Uh, like the you know the, the whole the, the whole value of like of like that memory and shit. You know what I mean, it, it, it's cool. Like it brought me back like fucking a bunch of years. Like I said, I don't like music at all. And I, but I left it on there and I just kind of smiled the whole fucking time. Like I don't. I even probably knew the fucking song, dude. It was kind of crazy. I was like, what the fuck do I even? It's like going to church again. You know what I mean? Like you remember all those fucking things. And it's like, oh, this is. It was crazy. I'm driving down the street singing this fucking bluegrass shit. People must have looked at me like I was an asshole. In the middle of summertime, blasting that shit. It was great. Good shit. Good memories. What we got in the background? Well, tonight I, before, when the guy, I watched the Billy Strings show from Rochester on stream. And yeah, he closed with one of my favorite songs, Dust in a Baggie. I don't know if you know that song, but I think it's the coolest song. <laughs> kind of goes like, yeah, I, I got, I got, he calls his daddy to tell him he's got 25 years in prison for some dust in a baggie. <laughs> it's a good song. Who sings it? 25 oh, years for some dust in a baggie. Who, I who's the artist? Say, you know who the artist is? is This kid out of Michigan. That's actually one band I miss not being back in the States and going to see. Especially now that he's playing more electrical guitar. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, he's from Michigan, so he just played. Well, tonight was New York, but the last two nights were in Michigan. And uh, you could tell it was his hometown. Like, he really ripped it up. And he, he had a, yeah, he's home, home, home in Michigan. That shit fucking came out great, man. The auto. Top buzz. Nice. Beautiful fucking man. Yeah, I'm still trying to get a packing agent to get 1,000 auto flowers out of customs right now. August 1st, they changed the uh, forms to send uh, seeds into Thailand, and you have to fill out a form that says that they're non-GMO. And without filling out that form, you don't get them seeds. 
But like, how many? Well, I guess that's for all seeds, like all agriculture seeds, probably, right? But someone did send me. I think maybe even Bud, you sent me an article. Someone sent me an article, and they're supposed to reclassify cannabis seeds, so where they don't have to、uh, adhere to that because most cannabis seeds are non-GMO. Yeah, but the moment I don't know what the future lies, but. All、the, the moment I, yeah. But you know, like the truth is, that the process of GMO inherently isn't bad. It's what your end result you're trying to achieve is either bad or good. Because some things could be good that could be achieved through the, using that technology. A lot can be bad too, if that's what you're, you know, trying to achieve. So I, I have, I don't know. I don't necessarily think it's like just GMO in general is bad. I don't think that. I think like the purpose of whoever's putting whatever together is what matters. I mean, if your purpose is to like, you know, make something that has. More harm than good. Well, then maybe it's not not good. But there's plenty of things you can do that are good, right? Is Christophe making a pour over?、Uh, Qu'est-ce que c'est, Christophe? Café? Oh no no no! It's for hash. I was wondering what he was doing there. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, it's a little sift. So,、uh, Fumi, I just sent you some on IG. Yes, Fumi. You ask. Because the hash. Yeah, you ask Fumi. Don't look. Cool. Well, you'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Nice looking flowers, Koski. He just sent me some purple flowers. What are these auto flowers or what? Yeah, bro. Yeah. Beautiful. Fucking purple, huh? Yeah. That's like a、That's、five、so、and a half、nice. gram nugget, yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. Both of those autos I was、uh, showing before, just in the、oh, three, the、uh, three by three on the two hundred watts of light. Awesome. Fucking killing it, man. The other one I'm showing you right there, and the, the first picture is like nine grams.、Mm. So, yeah, they stack、cool. up. They stack up, bro. Now, but when you say 200 watts light, that's 200 watt LED light. That's 200、mm -hmm. watts from the wall. Yeah, but it's yeah, into、no、an LED yeah, fixture. But, but no equivalent shit anymore. It's just 200 watts. No, it's two. Yeah, I have it hooked up to the meter and shit. It's hooked 200 watts, like straight up. I mean. But an LED is much more efficient. It's going to do a lot more than like a 200 yes, watt or anything yeah, yeah. else. Yes,、yeah, so、it's、yeah. going to be more like a 300 watt CMH or something. Yeah, yeah like something something that's like you know, still, you know, it's better than whatever that like you. I would say like if you were to go old school and go like a 400 watt fucking、uh, HPS type of shit, it's better than that. I mean, yeah, better than that. 
like more efficient yeah. just uh just the, 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 the heat dispersion in the tent that i'm running it in you know i mean it was just like it it all just kind of has to have a certain balance you know what i mean and then everything works out well because like i mean these buds are fucking you know two you know not nine grams ten grams you know fucking most of them are two grams so i, I got probably about a half pound if not more off of 200 watts of light in six, 65 70 days so but pretty bud though too not even fucking shitty looking bud it's beautiful <clears throat> no i've grown a bunch of autos yeah they're fucking they're good yeah man. It's fucking they're tasty as hell and there's different varieties and they happen pretty easy and quick and do their thing Looks a hell of a lot better in the butt I'm smoking. I mean, just chunky nugs, bro. Like, right now, my outdoor, which is completely out of season. I mean, probably, yeah. I mean, it rained the last two days. It's in the 40s, the high 40s at night. But I have like a dozen autos that. What you I germinated it? in the pot, so they. But now they're getting to be like they're going, they're vegging. I'm hoping they veg for a good amount and get pretty big before they start to flower. But if I planted anything else out there in this weather, it wouldn't really be worth it. I actually planted these, thinking that yeah, they're 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 pretty. Resilient. I saw that with the last ones I did, because there was some heavy weather at the end, and it didn't phase them at all. Like they repelled it. It was weird, and they weren't so tall that the wind or anything bothered them. So I figured, well, they'd probably do good in these months. We'll see. Still too early to see, but this is the kind of.、Uh, Weather in my area that isn't really good for growing, but I think the autos might grow right through that outside. Looks like we'll find out. Yeah, that's <laughs> the idea. I mean, and I, I have, I have one that I'm just like doing as like a house plant with no light by maybe the windowsill, and see what it does. Because I, I actually think if it could grow like that, where you just have it in your house like a house plant, and it produced even just a few grams of bud that was worthy of smoking, that might be a a use for it. Like people that have, you know, they're not growers or anything, but. As like a novelty. Oh, hey, look! I got this little plant. Just like they grow their own little basil or whatever. I mean, God, I've given people an eighth of weed before that took them a month and a half to smoke. Like genuinely,、exactly. like, they were like, "Oh, I'm really smoking it. I'm smoking it." Are you seriously yeah, smoking it? Yeah, 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 I'm smoking it. That's what they're pushing here in Thailand. Is you know, put put an auto flower out on your balcony. That's very cool. I mean, that's all hash. That's awesome. I mean, there's the commercial application of it, which, all right, I, I don't, 
I, I know that's probably going to come into play, but that's not, I don't, I don't think that's good generally because eventually it'll be a way to produce whatever, distillate or whatever by the acre, you know, uh, which might, whatever it is, what it is. But that's so we're happen. talking about like the home application or for the novelty of it or just as a thing. I mean, yeah, I, I, I think there's more application there. Or cooler application. Fucking beautiful, bud. Them fat autos, says Ryan. Yeah, man, these fucking things. How yeah, does it smell? Nice and... Does it smell very grapey or what? No, so this one doesn't smell really grapey. What it is is uh, it smells more like a, um, like that Kush mixed with like a little bit of a uh, onion smell. Oh, that's good. I mean, like it, and then and, and on the back, on like, on like the back note of it, it's like a super like a um, like a weird OG. I mean, like a oh, like um, if you have you ever grown Death Bubba? All right, so this has death, this has death bubba in it, and um, it it smells just like the original death bubba. It's got, has like a weird type of spice, weird. I don't know, man. It's nice, really oh, good. Oh, it might smell a little bit like Jaeger or something. Yeah. Yeah, it's so dark though, dude. I mean, it's fucking so dark. Look at that. Oh. It's fucking like super, cool. super dark, man. Purple. From the beginnings, like 20 fucking, you know, like, I don't know, man, 20, 20 days in this thing started just going purple. Nice, though. Hell yeah. Nice. What do you think of this music now, Koski? I like it, man. Feel, I'm vibing. Uh, who is this? Is this, uh, is this still Padma? Is the fucking Jogger Man this time or some shit? These are the sweet songs of... No, this is Powell and Krishna again. Koski, oh, how could I? you not know Still this song? Dude. I obviously knew My best friend, bro. What the fuck yeah, happened? I'm, I'm a big fan of Powell and Krishna. All right. He of Through the Desert and Charokeshi Night <clears throat> and Lok Samasta, some of my favorite songs of his. Actually, it's bringing me back to the days working at the chapter because our president would sit there and listen to sitar music. That right on. Literally, like, play one CD for the whole day. That's funny. <laughs> Just over and over and over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my. I bet hippies like that are just obsessed yeah, with one fucking thing. When so I get in early, it would be great because oh, we yeah. put out our own CD and I throw that in there and he wouldn't say shit about that playing all day. <laughs> this but, would be yeah, nice to I listen to on uh, mushrooms. Right. Sure. Yeah, but I was I trying to answer phones and shit and try to tell people the laws and stuff like that and get them past drug tests. So, you know, taking psychedelics at the normal chapter wasn't the best idea. 
Now, don't get me wrong, we sold San Pedro out of the storefront window. <laughs> Those were some fun times. Uh, that's a nice, nice paint in the background. Right? It's not too shabby, actually. Look at this dude pulling that. I like whatever the fucking recorder he's playing or some shit. I don't know what the fuck that thing is. It reminds me of the school thing they used to play in music class. That is probably a wood flute, yeah. Oh, by the way, the pole. The poll on, uh, we actually haven't got any sexist robots for the last hour or so, so I guess they probably voted and, and left. Uh, the question was, what I want in a chat sex robot, because we get so many of them. Uh, the options were, uh, fourth place, didn't do too well, ability to translate from Chinese. Still important, but not all that uh, important for that many people. That's uh, 22%, there you go, nice, Koski. Uh, 22% yeah. <laughs> said hot signales, yeah, here now, uh, uh, important to get the pr pronunciation right. Right, you know, of course, for some of those people. Uh, definitely no Skynet-style behavior, say 29% of people. Sound, yeah, sound. And then 35% of people, actually, the winning number said, I'm just here for the free chips. So they just, they're, they're not here for any reason. So. The chips, bro? Uh, they're just here for the chips. Yeah. The chips, though? What chips? Just chips. I, I'm hungry. Chips. What the fuck, yeah. bro? Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, right. you missed out. You missed out. You God damn it. You chose, time you chose poorly. Like in Indiana oh, Jones and the Raiders of the something or other. Right, I got ran yeah. over by that rock. Yeah. That sucks. Worse, you drank from the cup of wisdom and it was the wrong one. Y'all melted to death. It was bad. Yeah. Oh, ended quick, huh? Terrible, terrible, terrible. Sorry, Harrison. Yeah, dude. I'm saying. I've taken mushrooms like twice this month, and it's been fuck. It's been good. Good resets, man. I, st I literally I, I went outside, lit a fire, and fucking watched it in my fire pit. Looked looked at the fucking stars and the shit. It was cool. It was nice. I think fire is fucking awesome when you get those blues and the orange and the reds and the greens. Yeah. <laughs> So Fuck the stars, you have to look up to see those. You just look straight forward to see the fire. Yeah, but at the end of the fucking night, my, my neck is hurting from looking at the... Dude, dude, there was like a storm rolling in, so it was like the moon was real bright, right? And it was just like... Every time you stared at it, it would just kind of like kind of go down. It felt like it was like kind of doing one of these. It was fucking cool. I was like, all right. And then all of a sudden, the clouds came over, and we were like seeing different shit in the clouds. It was fucking cool. It was nice. Not listening to this music though. If I was listening to this shit, I'd be like, "Fuck, man, those coyotes are fucking out there again." That's it, baby. You're one with the coyote. You hear that shit in the background? That's it. That's it. <laughs> Crazy. So yeah, I gotta go buy a bunch of PVC tomorrow. You gotta see a guy. You gotta go see a guy about some pipe. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> gotta buy some pipe. Then you gotta lay that pipe. Yeah, lay the pipe. <laughs> He's gonna guy might, the guy, the pipe. guy might even show you how to do it. Lay yeah. pipe all over Thailand. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> 
Actually, after four months, I'm going to end up with hot water again in my shower, oh, nice. but I have to replace like three quarters of all the uh, piping that they put in. Fuck, huh? Um, well, yeah, I'm going to try to do that, considering it seems to be easy. It's just a, a wall switch that doesn't have a covering on it, an open circuit and a wire from there to the electric water heater that's 1400 watts well hey, do they it's have like the, same, the same thing we have here where we have like building code standards and stuff and or they don't have very much of that it's like open circuits and fucking is things coming up oh that would yeah. Jesus, man. yeah they do but just like the united states we have houses that have you know hundred-year-old systems in them. And that's yeah. basically what this house has is the original electrical system, because I've sat here watched two fans catch fire, we mean wall-mounted fans, and I've watched my water heater catch fire now, because the electricity does kind of go <laughs> up and down. The worst was when I the water heater caught fire in the shower. The water got really, really hot, and I was wondering why. And I'm soaking wow, up yeah, and turning around. A little hot. And yeah. there's like flames and smoke coming out of the top yeah. of my electric water heater. And I'm looking <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm, just wet. I'm standing in water, and literally to switch it off is an open switch that you have to flip. <laughs> you have to flip and open. Man, this is down like a death trap, bro. I don't want you to go take a shower in your bathroom, bro. That's crazy. God damn. Well, that's all gonna be taken care of. We're updating that. I've got a friend coming over and updating all my electrical in the house. God damn, huh? Yeah, these old houses, bro, I'm telling you. My microwave, oven, and refrigerator couldn't run at the same time. Cheers, male flower. Ow, fuck. Burn myself. Ow, bitch. Ow. So, hey, Captain yeah, 20, I wasn't uh, laughing at you. Fuck. I was laughing at the pole here. Um, that pole, the horse part one's pretty cool. <laughs> you know I voted for that shit, so... Yeah. One yeah. of the options is I play sitar, and this is just okay. <laughs> it's ramping up to be the I feel like I'm going through the jungle and like a fucking a four by four. Well, this one has just more say, protection. You don't have to feel worry about you, or you don't have to worry about the the silence or whatever. Just listen to the. It puts you somewhere else, bro. We're it's, hunting you know, a Bengal like tiger that. The red Bengal tiger. Yeah, I don't know. Very lies. Arch up. I mean, fucking. There you go. Uh, what did the tiger do? I don't know. I turn back around and say, fuck y'all, motherfuckers. I'm way bigger. Oh. Good tiger. 
Look at that. As soon as I stopped doing the poll about sex robots, the sex robots came back. They won't <laughs> miss us. How is it oh. so hard for YouTube to stop that? I have no idea. It seems okay, like it would be pretty easy for them to stop it, yeah. not us have to stop it. Oh, I'm sure. No, as heavy-handed as they can get, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's what I mean. What do you know, man? No, people talk about it. There's all kinds of there's all kinds of weird shit on YouTube that doesn't get messed with, but you know, like weed stuff gets they thrown down all the time. But there's all kind of super fucking weird stuff I've heard of on YouTube, right? I guess their attention is elsewhere. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I guess they don't care. Yeah. Or they're making money from it. Or they're making money from it. That's right. Yeah. Oh, nice cheers, guys. Head out of here. Hey, cheers, Koski. Have a good one, buddy. Hey. Hey, right, guys. Good seeing you, everybody. Yeah, man. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Chat, much love, guys. We might head out of here in the, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> leisurely next minutes. I don't know. Maybe we'll hit the next 20 here. We'll see how how it plays. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we can smoke that with you, Captain 420. No worries. Yeah. But I think, yeah, this might be last call. Yeah, hopefully soon I'll be uh, smoking some aged bubble egg. Mm, that'd be nice. Yeah. So I I stopped in this new store the other day. Very beautiful owner, and they have this hat on the table. And it says hat, and I ask her what type of hat, mm. and she says. I stick. Hmm. And I said, hmm, I stick hat. Could you explain that a little bit more to me? Because uh, I think there's been a few different strains used as tie stick, basically anything they had and tied to stick became tie stick. Hmm. So, you know, what is your tie stick? It's tie stick. <laughs> but they do have somebody that's a Westerner grower. The only thing is, is I looked at the flower. It was nice and green. And then someone didn't trim the ends. And you can tell where they burnt like last quarter inch of every leaf on the plant. And then something else was missing. It was called triclones. Hmm. <laughs> That's a big one. Yeah. So we're up to about, uh, I think, 16 stores now in Shanghai. Jesus, you have that many already. Holy cow. Yeah, and we're only 70,000 people wow. for a big tourist destination. Huh. Does any of them stand out as like a place that, you know, good stuff's available? As far as good stuff, I have yet to find some place that would carry, say, craft quality cannabis. It's all commercial. Okay. So depending on 
wood commercial facility put it out, it may be a little bit better than the other ones. Like I have smelled some apple fritters that have actually, you know, apple, where the other ones weren't so much of the apple smell or the taste. But, uh, but I imagine over the next time. year or two that, I mean, like, like for instance, anybody could produce and then sell to these places. So somebody walked in with something really good, right? They would they would snap it up, right? Well, no. The whole the way the thing is going to go is first you have to buy a grow license. That's a grow license. You can buy a license to grow to sell to the dispensary. Buy those two licenses, you can actually buy the license to open the store yourself, which is only like $33 to open up the store. I feel like his audio just went a little bit bad. Am I wrong? Yeah, it did. Yeah, Captain, something happened. Maybe you could sit closer a little bit. Okay, I'm sorry. Oh, there you go. It is better. It is better. It, it may be my internet. Um, I uh, no, it's actually picking up better when you get closer to it, for sure. Okay, yeah. guys, I didn't know. Then we'll move you closer. <clears throat> but uh, they make you buy the grow permit, and then with the grow permit, it's another permit that allows you to sell to uh, other people besides the government because the government will buy your cannabis and especially your CBD cannabis. And then they distribute it or they resell it? They distribute it? Uh, they produce it into a oil, which is a concentrate, which is illegal in Thailand, unless you have a medical license, hmm. but they produce it into an oil and then distribute it to the uh, public that way. Have you seen that product? Have you ever tried yes, that? Yes, I have. And we're talking like 30 milligrams a bottle. 50 okay. milligrams a bottle, maybe. Now, what I am seeing is, is a big market for medibles here. People would rather eat cannabis than smoke it especially the tourists going out on tours. They can eat like a brownie in the morning. I made up my first batch of brownies and he left them home one day, but they were sold out within four days total. I'm now going through 80, 80 brownies a week out of one store. And the these stores are, are just like, they're not like what we consider a store that has like cameras and security and the whole thing. This can be much like, everything's much more low key, right? Well, in Bangkok, they do have security. Well, yeah. But up here, they don't have security. Not where I'm at because uh, of all the cameras that are around. Well, like... Like when you get the license, they're not telling you you have to do all these things or before you're no. like, no. Yeah. 
you know, that's They're the thing there. here. You pay your tax and that's it. Yeah. Well, like in the United States, most of the time, those licenses come with like a list of that's things right. you have to do to, to, you know, meet the requirements. Yeah, they're not like doing metrics here where you have to, you know, well, you took off four pounds of fan leaf today and you have to write that down. No. Uh, basically, you tell, they ask you how big your grow area is and you tell them and they write that on the list, your outdoor grow area, 200 by 200 square meters. Your indoor grow area, you know, 50 by 100 square meters. And that's what you're allowed to grow. <laughs> and then your shop, uh, they are cutting down on these pop-up shops that are just popping up along the street. Uh, they are making them actually get a physical address to open up. But the next hurdle is the taxation. Most of Thailand wants it to be just a 7% normal tax. Uh, the other part wants between a 12 and 15 percent recreational tax in conjunction with the seven percent fat tax so between an extra six and eight percent tax then there's the western thinking people that think like california and they want to raise it up to like 24 to 28 percent tax and if they do that, they would kill the industry here immediately. It would all go black market again. Well, if I was advising, I'd say start with the seven, see how it goes and maybe raise it to the 15. And uh, yeah, don't start at 15. Well, I think if they would just go and if they would say, hey, listen, we're going to add a 5% tax, that tax goes into, you know, paying for these government employees. I don't think anybody would say anything about it. But even this part of it, is it taxed like the grower sells it to the store? It's taxed. In the no, store sells it no. to the customer that's taxed or is it no. one tax when it's sold somewhere along the line tax that point of sale well so the grower doesn't get squeezed the processor doesn't get squeezed no it's just at point of sale well I, that's a smart idea because part of here is yeah it gets taxed at every stage or bullshit like that what they really want the stores to do is grow their own and that's what they're really pushing for and from what i understand they're starting to go around now and telling the people hey 
within a short period of time, this stuff that has exotic on it that you have from the U.S. or from Canada will not be on your shelf. What they're wanting is cannabis on the shelf that's produced here in Thailand. It can be well, humidor's genetics, it can be whoever's genetics. They just want it produced here in Thailand. Yeah, well, I, I mean, basically every back. state is the same way too, because otherwise, whatever money is being spent on that cannabis is being shipped somewhere else, right? Exactly. Now we are having problems and, you know, these problems will be fixed within the next year. Uh, I'm talking with the university. I go out and talk to them next week in person about running all the testing, including thyroid testing. <laughs> because I think there could be thyroids here in Asia that we don't know about, that we don't want back in the United States. But uh, to make sure that my clone business is successful, I need to have thyroid and virus testing done, even though I'm starting from C. And yeah, I well, I mean, in any way, often. this is just now becomes part of agriculture in general. And then you don't want things from any of this being spread around anywhere that the whole world has to protect itself from these things in, in any way they can right and yeah. cannabis will just be a vector a new vector to the whole thing of like plants moving around from or you know like i think eventually when the international thing comes in there'll be laws and stuff to keep stuff like that just like there is already with other agriculture. You can't just travel with plants all over the world and shit. Yeah, but then it, it's going to come down and it's going to hurt us craft people because a lot of us craft people can't go and apply for a lot of those licenses that you need to get your seeds from one point to another point. Well, I imagine the big lab industry here is looking at the opportunity in Thailand to set up testing there, right? I mean, testing has to be part of it when it comes to retail consumer sales, right? Testing. You know, I, I hear like two people talking about setting up testing companies, but uh, nothing has happened over the six months. And a testing company is... I mean, you get a spectrograph, you get a couple other pieces yeah. of equipment, and that's it. Yeah, and those, it those equipment you don't buy, you just lease them. I mean, that's what they do. They, you, there's like a, you lease the stuff. I mean, it's, if you can buy them, great, but you know, most people, don't, it's just as a, as a business, why buy them? You just lease them. You know what I mean? Well, even if you don't lease them, there's such a big me medical field here in Thailand. You can pick up pretty new ones for pretty cheap secondhand. Yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but no one's done it yet. 
And this that's why I'm going to the university to talk to them about having them set up a lab like this because they are a well-known university here in Thailand. And it will just give my business credit that they do all my testing for me. So when I say my plants don't have any viruses in them, that university backs it up. Now, we all know the numbers of THC testing are bullshit, but at least my testing is going to be done by that university. And that well, here in Thailand will give me... Cool. It should be universities should... Like, the only reason in our country universities have no testing of cannabis is because of the laws, right? And then these private companies sprung up and now are are what we use, which we have no faith in at this point, right? No, uh, pretty much across the board, people don't think that the testing numbers that they come up with are accurate, right? <laughs> Or the system been, that they use for it, at least in California, it seems to be a little, little funky. I have been told though that the uh, base equipment or the base uh, liquids that we need to uh, calibrate the machine, that I would have to incur the cost of those. The controls, so, they call those. The controls. Yeah, the controls. Yeah. I will have to buy the controls for that. Well, that's a bigger problem. Even our country, that we started from what, uh, standards, they call them, too. They don't have, like, they have standards on every other fucking drug, but not on this. Well, then the standard United States, those were off for the past three years. Yeah. They actually found out that the standards themselves weren't correct. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's like that in itself in 2022 going on 23. And with all the changes in the last 10 years and they still don't have like that. Something's wrong with that picture. But, you know. Hopefully they'll be able to do my sex testing for me. And that's really the reason why I, I need them is to really do the sex testing and the viroid testing. And well, I mean, if, I, that, if I can get them to set up a business where, you know, the university can make money and, you know, who knows? Maybe this can teach. This could lead to a teaching job for me without having a college education, but having past work experience. Well, somebody's going to emerge and handle all this testing in the country. But no one has yet. Everybody's thinking about making money selling pot, and that's it. Well. Mainly because the laws haven't caught up yet. Like, eventually, the laws are going to include testing, right? Don't they test other products there for safety? Yeah. Like, well, then maybe <laughs> they won't have testing. Maybe, you know, like I, they probably won't do the kind of testing we do, parts per billion on pesticides and 
microbes and crazy stuff like that, but. Now, I think heavy metals and pesticides, they will do a testing for because they were talking about the medical cannabis and, you know, uh, once it was harvested and dried before it got shipped off to the next point, it had to go to a testing lab to see if it even cleared. And if it didn't clear for pesticides and heavy metals, it got rejected, so it was never shipped. So I do see that here. Uh, a lot of people are growing more organic now. Uh, you are starting to see in the markets more people setting up with their KBAM and their KMF mixtures. Well, I mean, the economy of the place alone would tell you that that would, that would be really, uh, <laughs> you know, more viable thing, right? Than spending money on inputs like that. That's doesn't seem to be the, the uh, yeah, part of my life. It's not easy for a lot of people here. And a lot of the other farmers that think, oh, we're just gonna throw this into the ground. They're thinking about throwing it into the ground and just throwing chemicals at it. They're not thinking about doing some amendments to the ground. Those that do a little bit of an amendment, yeah, you uh, their plants seem to do a lot better. <laughs> well, when I was listening to those other guys from Thailand, they were basically saying that the native soil is not really that conducive, and the you know, and the and the cost of like the it peat or cocoa or all these other things are well. One, the supply is uh, hit or miss, and the cost is high. They had it translated, but it was like, wow, you paying a lot more than we are for, for the basic heat, stuff like that. Yes. For the or not the cocoa, but for the peat, yes, we are paying a lot more. Perlite uh, is the same price. Cocoa is cheaper here. Um, now, like, what, what? I would vision just seeing pictures of how lush Thailand looks. What's wrong with this? Like, why isn't that soil like great? Well, you know, outside looks lush, but if you look at my soil outside my house, it's all red clay. Okay. You know, uh, there's very few pockets that have what we call black earth which is really good dark earth. And a lot of those places are still contaminated by pesticides and uh, chemicals because they've just been over farmed. Race duck, we're gonna have another race? Sign up in the doobly-doo. 50 people watching, sign up. There's only like five people in the chat right now. Say well, the way I look at all these, like, things that were the issues I've heard, it, 
June 9th isn't that long ago. So I, oh, I'm sure that there's importers going to, next thing you know, there'll be more inputs available there than they know what to do with. Because if there's demand for it, then people will start, you know, setting up business, right? The costs will go down and all the things that, that, that happen. I mean, it doesn't yeah. surprise me that there is a supply chain issue. Like the country no one grew in. All of a sudden is legal and everyone's growing. Geez. Thanks for reminding me because I, I need to text Coop and get his opinion and maybe text Jeremy about doing something here in Thailand, them together. You know, just do a warehouse, but I could see running a warehouse with their type of products being like a killer industry here. I mean, you know, just like you say, selling the picks and the shovels to do the work. Yeah. And I a lot of right times, though, over the years, even in, in California, everyone went after the weed part. The picks and shovel, now everyone's realizing, oh, the real long-term investments in picks and shovels. But like five years, 10 years ago, most of the investment was just interested in growing, you know what I mean? Or producing. But actually my, the smart money was on the picks and shovels the whole way through. My best friend, one of my best friends here in Bangkok, his uncle owns a small injection injection molding company plastic and molding company and he's already told me he goes any thickness you want any size you want any shape you want will be china's price mama's into that too. yeah so cheers everybody and they're gonna be making sip containers for me because I think sip containers and auto flowers will let people really enjoy the ease of growing cannabis. Uh oh. Cool, I'm far enough back. Game and see me. Spider oh, I wasn't in chat. Talk. I told you. Fucking sign up for the doobly doo. That's all right. Sungrown's Sungrown's gonna win. He's gonna come up from behind. The first one I entered on one of these, it was only like a minute long and I'm like 30 seconds ahead. I, I've got like, you know, three lengths on everybody else. And then all of a sudden Rob, the last totally 20 Rob. seconds, I got oh, that crazy. It doesn't matter where you are until the last 20 seconds. And exactly. if you're up in the lead in the front, <laughs> nah, you ain't going to win nothing. No, Sometimes some horse is way up in the lead most of the race. No, that horse never wins. 
I was first by three, four lengths and ended up last by three or four lengths. <laughs> yeah. Now there's a certain rhythm to it. You just want to be sitting mid-pack right into the last 20 seconds and hope you're the surge. For those packs of seeds and whatnot, can I uh, send you like the Western money money order to pay for shipping and everything? What are you talking yeah, I ship it. Everything. Yeah, call, we'll talk about it. Yeah. If I win this, the second place winner can win it. Well, here it comes. Yeah. Holy All shit, Green Puffin Man. Look at that. Oh my goodness. <laughs> what a shocker. Congratulations, Green Puffin Man. Right on. Same story, different day, Green Puffin Man. Uh, email me at fumador at .com. You are able to pick uh, whatever you'd like. Uh, I may not send you a pack, a 10-pack of Pick Chris. That might be the only one. If you want, like, a 5-pack of that one, I'd totally send you that. But, because uh, I just don't have that much Pick Chris left. Uh, but 10-pack of whatever else you'd like. So, fumador at chronictable.com. I'm sorry, Fumi. I've been gone for a this Picacris. What is this? Oh, Picacris. Uh, I didn't have time or or I don't know whatever to really kind of test it and stuff. So I'm just giving it away as a freebie. It's uh, okay. a, a swine flu from Family Tree Seeds, which is. Oh, I guess I actually just can look look this up on my website. I actually had to ask him. Uh, it is. Uh, Bacon Grease by Pandemic, uh, and I keep forgetting to look up what the exact cross in the Bacon Grease and the Pandemic were, but anyway, it came out super asphalt fumey, basically, and I crossed that to my uh, Black Prince Ruby Mail that I had selected over, I don't know, like actually almost a year ago. Um, yeah, it should be a real interesting cross, honestly, so I'm looking forward to... A few people are already growing it, so that's kind of fun. We're going to see some, I think, some really, first of all, beautiful plants, because uh, the, the mom, the swine flu, was actually really, really pretty. Uh, really, like, uh, chemi, actually. Like, I kept calling it, like, kind of OG, but actually, honestly, like, really swooping leaves and stuff, and really cool, like, kind of crown top. It's an awesome plant, honestly. And then, uh, oh, shit, no music? Oh. Oh, the microphone's too far away, that's why. <laughs> That's why, because we have high technology here. Christoph, nous sommes uh, DJ. I don't even fucking know how to say that. Whatever. Whatever. Anyway. Uh, oh shit, I still have the duck going. Yeah. Alright, I'm going to sign off. Cheers, bud. We'll see you on Saturday. Yeah, have a good one, everyone. Yeah, dude. Have a good one. Yeah. Oh, I got to write this down before I fucking forget. All right, go for... Oh, shit, I just spilled some kind of seeds. Where are these fucking seeds? Something. Yeah, uh, cheers, Bud. Good to see you, my friend. Uh, thanks to Bud, we're about to do a, uh, a auto flower desk grow-off that's going to be a super fucking laugh riot, and I'm not kidding at all because it's going to be a desk auto flower grow-off. It's going to be so freaking fun. 
Um, but yeah, uh, uh, Bud was super inter- into it, so he uh, uh, DM'd his friend James Loud, and James Loud uh, uh, hooked us up with seeds. It was awesome. So anyway, green puffin man picks right on. Fumidor at chronictable.com. Green puffin man, just in case you didn't hear earlier. I'm gonna have to go too. Go for it, buddy. I gotta catch Bud here yeah, and man. figure out how to get those seeds over here. And uh, take care. Do it, man. Do it, do it, my friend. Cheers. Good to see you. Thanks, Thanks again. Uh, mm-hmm. Later, Captain Four Twenty. Good to see you, buddy. Oh, I think Chris just stepped away that. here for a second. Yeah, man. Christophe, mon ami, nous quittons pour pour le jour. Uh, oh, she's can't fucking listen. All right, never mind. I, can't, I don't have to speak shitty French. There we go. Now I can speak shitty French. Uh, Christophe, uh, nous quittons, mon ami. Uh, uh, à bientôt. Oh, he can't hear us. Christophe, nous quittons. Testing, testing, testing. He can't hear us. No audio. Oh, now we can hear you. Christophe, can you hear us? Or can you hear me? No? All right, we're going to have to move on. Pas de son? I can hear you. I can hear you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Cheers, Christophe. <laughs> Cheers, buddy. <laughs> Salut, Pas de problème. Right on, buddy. Uh, later, Christophe. Ladies and gentlemen, that leaves us, my friends. Uh, what was I going to say? Uh, yeah, just thanks to thanks to Bud very much. That was super cool of him to uh, uh, sign us up for all that kind of stuff. Thanks. Uh, well, not thanks to Epidemic Sound. I actually pay them, but uh, I don't know. Epidemic Sound, thank you very much for the music. That was nice. We actually had a pretty cool evening. We've been talking about listening to music for a long time. I do want to figure out how to do this better. Uh, there is technically a way to do this properly. Uh, I could properly, because this is actually like a professional recorder, I can uh, figure out how, somehow, there is a way, I'm sure of it, to actually route sound to the recorder. I'm super happy that I don't have to plug in headphones like I used to have to with all my dumb setup. Oh, that was so silly the way I used to have to do it. Anyway, um, or I'd get like a feedback loop and shit. It was so stupid. I just don't know how to play the music that comes out of the computer diggly-doo uh, on the thing that goes back to the mix that you guys can then hear. It sounds simple, right? But it's not actually. So the janky solution that we found today was literally pointing the fucking microphone at the computer speaker. It works. What do you want? What do you want? Just fucking point at somebody else. Uh, but we'll figure it out, ladies and gentlemen. We'll figure it out. I don't know. I have to. I literally paid for a course. It's so frustrating. I paid for a course for this fucking recorder, but it's a total dumpster fire. Uh, Teachable has basically no customer service and I emailed them I got in touch because I actually googled I had literally had to google the customer service because every time I pressed help it literally took me to a page that said you can't do that and I tried it on different browsers I was like I don't know maybe it's like a safari thing or something no Firefox Orion Internet Explorer whatever the edge or whatever the shit 
all of them. You can't do that. You can't do this. So Teachable basically does not want you to do customer service. You just can't, can't do customer service. So I Googled it. And finally, there was like some random email that was like, oh, it's support Teachable or whatever. And sure enough, some dude responded. But yeah, he's, he's, not, he's not interested in responding and giving me like a refund or whatever. The best part is I have like a recurring fee apparently. So I didn't just pay for that course. I'm going to keep paying for it. So that's awesome. So we're gonna we're gonna have to we're gonna have to figure that out. But in the meantime, if I at some point figure out that motherfucking course, I will then learn everything there is to learn about this goddamn recorder, and we will be ninjas, my friend. Ninjas, fucking ninjas, shasha, sound ninjas. It's gonna be incredible. Until then, I'll probably try to put a microphone under my computer, and we'll see how it goes. Uh, thank you, my friends, for uh, hanging out. Oh, I should show you my website, honestly, because, uh, well, it's because, you know, I mean, why not? This is a capitalist country, ladies and gentlemen. We need to all consume, consume, consume. Take a look, my friends, at fumidoro.com. You can also type chronictable.com or fumesofgold.com. They all work, ladies and gentlemen. Fumidoro.net, I think, is also, uh, uh, although I actually now forget if I've redirected that. Anyway. Fumidoro.com, ladies and gentlemen, is the main website. Please take a look. Uh, uh, that's a weird backing track we're listening to. I can hear them, like, basically yelling, which is kind of funny. Anyway, we're going to pretend that they're doing jumping jacks. It's very healthy for you to do, ladies and gentlemen. Take a look at, uh, like I said, I don't know. I, I might I might get rid of this. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Fucking fly, flying around my head again. Uh, I might get, no, oh, no, no, I'm sorry. That's not the page I'm going to get rid of. The Ye old Grocery Store. It was kind of a fun idea, I thought, but I don't know. It hasn't really, like, metastasized, or not, but thankfully it hasn't metastasized. Hasn't meta, uh, whatever. Hasn't done whatever the shit I'm trying to say, uh, that I wanted it to. So I'm like, eh, I don't know. It's, it's kind of fun to have it here, but at the same time, it's like, dude, I don't know. If, if I'm not making a bunch of money, I'm, I'm not interested in shoving a bunch of money to Amazon's throat, because Amazon's not, like, a good company. You know what I mean? So it's like... I might just remove it, you know what I mean? It's one of those things I thought, like, oh, if there's a little bit of money in it, maybe it's worth doing, but I don't know. It just feels so weird. So I don't know. Ladies and gentlemen, if you like the idea of having a list, it doesn't even have to be on Amazon. It could be somewhere else, for example. Let me know. Uh, uh, it might be fun for you to know. Oh, what lens is Fumi talking about? There you go. Maybe we can have a link to B&H or some shit. I don't know. Open to ideas, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, uh, this website is as much for you guys as it is for, well, I mean, it is for you guys, basically. You know what I mean? So I hope you guys enjoy it. I uh, 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 was very frustrated yesterday. I'm still, honestly, frustrated. It's like that joke uh, from, what, Mitch Hedgeberg. I used to be, but I, I am frustrated, but I used to be too, something like that. Anyway, uh, uh, the cannabis scene is fucking horrible. It just, it really is. Uh, uh, and it pervades into everything. Who was it that said that? Yes, I think it was a Bud that said that today, and he would know. It pervades into basically all segments of it. It's really quite disgusting that it does that. But I guess that's probably by design, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I think the big money knows that there is enormous money in it, and they, they want all the money for themselves. It's really quite perverse, actually. They never, ever, ever can share, isn't it? But anyway, if they were decent people, we wouldn't talk about them like they're fucking savages, right? Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, uh, what was I talking about? Uh, I was fucking babbling, to be perfectly honest. The Indian music has me all psychedelic and shit, and I'm just basically here like... I think I'm high as a kite, to be perfectly honest. Have I made any sense in the last five minutes? Now I wonder. I wouldn't know. I'll have to listen to this like back again to know if I made any fucking sense. Anyway. I had one of those moments just now where I'm like, dude, what have you been talking about just now? Like, 
I, I, someone could come to me with a videotape of me talking about like Russian nuclear rockets, and I'd be like, maybe, maybe, fucking fuck you, fly. Jesus, I'm trying to do a show here. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, uh, apparently I'm pretty stoned. Uh, I was smoking uh, well, a variety of things actually this evening, but uh, uh, in the later part of the evening, I was smoking Black Prince Ruby. I'm quite fond of that. You guys probably have heard. Fuck you again, fly. Jesus, H. Christ, when we had this discussion. Take a look, my friends, at the Chronic Table podcast, ladies and gentlemen, where you can listen to Delirium Sativans or Mom, What Did You Do with the Crappy Audio? That is the first of hopefully very many uh, podcasts that are uh, going to be better. Oh, I was talking about how I was fucking distracted or I was, uh, I was uh, frustrated and stuff. Basically, actually, that applies to this kind of stuff. I have all kinds of ideas, you know, like uh, I, I bought this recorder very much on purpose because I knew that, you know, it's going to be so much more, so much more better. Basically, that's great English. Uh, so much. I'm going to fucking slap you fly. Jesus, H balls. Uh, I want to do all kinds of fun stuff. I want to go meet with Coon. I want to do all kinds of stuff. But it becomes one of those issues where it's like there is a real, real, real concern that it's just a fucking waste of my time. And that is kind of sad to think, you know, like this has not been an inexpensive investment. You know, you guys probably wonder where the, some of the purchases go. They basically go back into the fucking stuff that you see. Um, how do I say like uh, 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 in terms of time, in terms of money, in terms of everything else? It is not an inconvenient thing to go and meet with Coot for a few hours or whatever else and then edit up the video and this and that and that and that and that. So if I'm going to do it, I want it to actually be meaningful. You know what I mean? I don't want it to just get fucking report bombed by some shitbirds that used to be on my show. That is really insulting, I have to be honest. I don't talk about it enough, but it is genuinely insulting that it's people that I just let on my show. They wanted to come on the show. I let them on, the, on my show. I never said a bad word about them. I never said they were dipshits or anything else. And those motherfuckers tried to fuck over my channel and then didn't stop trying, even when it became clear that they fucking lost. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what they were trying to win, but it was clear that they fucking lost. They didn't achieve their victory. But they kept at it for so long that they effectively fucked up my channel. It's just dumb. It's dumb. It's insulting. You know, that's what I'm talking about. It's like that fucking perverse insult. It's like some fucking mediocrities that you were nice to fucked you over. That is cannabis. Like, that's cannabis in a nutshell right there. Like, wow. You know? And then you're like, why do you do it? Like, for, for a flower? You can do that at home. You can do that by yourself. You can do that, like, quietly amongst friends. That's how you start to think about it. You know what I mean? Oh, it is a frustrating situation. So, I don't know. I have all these ideas, ladies and gentlemen. I'd like to get to them. I'd like to do them. There's some pretty fucking killer ideas rattling around in this little head of mine. Uh, I don't know what I'm trying to ask you, ladies and gentlemen. I guess I'm trying to ask you maybe for help. I don't know. Tell your friends. Serious? I, I swear to shit. I mean, I don't know what to tell you, you know? Like, uh, uh, it'd be nice if there was a little bit more subscribers to listen to the stuff that I want to do, you know? But, um... I realize this sounds like a dipshit complaining. Perhaps it is. Perhaps it is. Hopefully not. But perhaps it is, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, I don't think it's unfair to want to get a fair reward for your work. You know what I mean? So if you get, like, no views because the fucking channel is shadow banned and whatever else, you're just like, fuck off. I'm going to go do something else. I know. First world problems, honestly. Nobody's holding a gun to my head to do this kind of stuff. I'm aware of that, ladies and gentlemen. Nobody's forcing me to do these things. So I'm asking you, if you would like me 
to do these things. I don't know. Convey that, like, in some way. Tell me. Tell me. Yeah, Fumi, that'd be fucking killer. That'd be amazing. That'd be awesome. That'd be super baller or some shit. Or tell me no. Fumi, that's a stupid idea. You know, you're wasting your time. Because if I am, I'd like to know now, ladies and gentlemen. So, by the way, it always cracks me up that, yes, there is a spider mite right there. Literally right there between Fumidor Seed Co. and home. That's how deeply the spider mites penetrated the fucking Fumidoro Holy of Holies, ladies and gentlemen. Those fucking spider mites were here for so long. It was epic, those motherfuckers. I did battle with them. Seems ridiculous because they're tiny and they don't even speak English or anything else. But they're, they're a worthy adversary, I have to be honest. My friend Cannabisian was talking about them years ago and I was like, I scoffed. I was like, ha, 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 ha. I know better. I know better now, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, take a look at the podcast page where you can listen to, again, hopefully the first of many. Go listen to, unfortunately, not the best audio. I hate to say it. No worse than before. You know, it's, it's not like I didn't, I didn't convert it all to farts or something, but uh, that would be pretty funny if all the voices were converted to farts. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I did not do that, ladies and gentlemen. It just happened to be kind of tin canny. My apologies, my friends. Hopefully from now on it will be exceptional sound quality because we fucking have crazy good microphone and a nice recorder and stuff. So hopefully it's going to be super solid. Uh, if, you know, I mean, how do I say this? Like uh, uh, if I want to go down and talk to Wendy Kornberg and whatever else, I'll need to invest in some more in equipment, which I'm happy to do if it makes fucking goddamn sense to do it. Right? Like I'm not a, I'm not a fucking moron. I don't want to be a moron. You know what I mean? So ladies and gentlemen, I'm not one of those people who's going to just shell out tons of cash hoping that someday the views will I'm, I'm gonna give up pretty soon you know what I mean if there's no positive feedback ladies and gentlemen so and this is I think endemic of the cannabis scene that a lot of the decent people that are kind of in it for the better reasons just leave you know it's one of the reasons why all our politicians are garbage because basically all the good people that try and try and try and just get assaulted by the shit heathens from all sides they leave because any sane person would, right? So when you do see a sane politician, you honestly should, should send them a letter, you should send them a fucking, uh, uh, well, I guess you can't really send them anything else now because they're worried you're going to, I mean, it's a crazy time now, they're, you, assassination attempts and shit. Anyway, but at least you can send them a letter, you can call them up and say, hey, you're doing a great job, whatever, because a lot of times they don't know, you know, and, and, and uh, uh, it means something to those people. And I can say it, it, it means something when you tell some of the people who are in cannabis for the right reasons that you appreciate what they do. I'm, 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 I can say that from experience, and I'm pretty sure that the other people feel that way as well. There are a lot, a fucking lot of charlatans, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, more charlatans than there are non-charlatans, I have to be honest. The more you know about the different scenes, you hear the stories about so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so. makes you fucking cringe. Because there are, again, there are decent and good people. There are good uh, uh, breeders. There are good growers. There's a, there's a variety of decent people in cannabis. You know, like, obviously, how do I say this? I, I don't know everybody, like, uh, like Wendy or, 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 I don't know, God, fucking Kevin or what, Kevin Jodry. That guy, that guy would know everybody, right? So he'd know all the good people and the bad people. I clearly don't know as many people as those people, right? A lot of the people that I've met have turned out to be, for a variety of reasons, untrustworthy. Or, yeah, just leave it at that. It's frustrating. It's frustrating, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that exactly, but it's a two-part series arc. 
just like your favorite TV show, ladies and gentlemen. Yesterday was the fucking first part with a, I don't know, epic cliffhanger twist or some shit. Not really. But then uh, today is the wrap-up. I, I don't know. I don't know, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to roll with that, my friends. Haven't decided what to do because it is a very frustratingly... How do I say this? It's. Uh, I certainly don't have the media savvy of uh, Masonic or, 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 you know, a lot of these different people. So, you know, the growth here is quite a bit more incremental. You know what I mean? And then you're just like, eh, you're better off somewhere else. I don't know, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see. We'll see. Like I said, no one's actually holding a gun to my head that I have to do this. You know what I mean? But anyway... If you support me or anybody else, honestly, in the, in the cannabis, because I bet you if I'm thinking it, this is something I've learned on this show. If I have a question, I know that at least 10 people that are watching have that same question. Uh, if I'm thinking something, at least 10 people in the chat are thinking that same thing. And I think conversely, ladies and gentlemen, if I'm thinking this kind of thing, at least a few of the people that are in the YouTube scene that are in some way like me are thinking the same kind of thing. They're thinking to themselves, why the fuck do I do this? Is there any point to this? Is there any future? Did I just waste the last however many times that they, whatever, however much amount of time that they've spent doing their thing? Let them know. You know, let them know that you appreciate what they do and honestly just uh, uh, you enjoy their uh, whatever, their content, I guess is what I'm trying to say. For some reason, the quick view never seems to work on this. I'm, I'm baffled. Oh, maybe it's too much RAM. That doesn't... I don't know. Maybe. Anyway, take a look at uh, these uh, macro seeds. What is this? Do I remember what this was? I don't think this was Morgana. And this was not Cielago. Cielago is this really fun... I finally need to take pictures. This could have been Cielago because it's so stripy. I wish I'd taken notes on that. I probably have it written down, but I actually don't remember which seeds these are. Anyway, it's really fun to see all the different seeds. I don't think the striping is meaningful in any particular way, but, uh, you know, maybe some AI someday will discover that there is, like, that the seeds are talking to us from the gray. I don't know, whatever. But uh, I don't think there's any really big meaningful anything. And even seed shape, for matter, like, it, it varies from breed to breed to breed, even with the same father or a similar mother or whatever. It's, it's it's so haphazard somehow. I don't know. It's 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 really weird sometimes. Uh, <clears throat> one of the very first times that I bred anything with Morgana, the seeds were fucking tiny, like poppy seed small. But they all germed. Uh, then the the prototype and the production runs were enormous seeds, like just. Like sunflower seeds, almost. I mean, if anybody that's bought Morgana seeds probably laughed a little bit. They're like, Jesus, those are big seeds. Morgana V2 and Sour Morgana, medium, medium seeds. It, it, there's no rhyme or reason. There's just absolutely no rhyme or reason. It's really funny. Anyway, take a look, my friends, at the Smash and Grab if you guys would like to take a look at three five-packs of something that's on the website, my friends. Uh, perhaps Morgana, Sour Morgana, and uh, Lime River Rose. That'd be a great option right there. Uh, or uh, Lime River Rose, Black Prince Ruby, and Morgana. Your choice is uh, 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 your choice, my friends. I'd be happy to fulfill it. The Baller Pack is twice as nice, my friends. Three 10-packs for a special deal. Uh, you guys can pretty much pick anything that you've heard me talking about or, or anything, obviously, on the website. And, of course, the Menagegana, ladies and gentlemen, is uh, three packs of Morgana. You can actually pick. There was a question today. Uh, does it have 
have to be this, this no, it, honestly, I mean, fuck, you can pick whatever you want, it's your money. Uh, if you guys want uh, three packs of Sour Morgana, I'm perfectly happy to do that. If you want uh, two packs of one, one pack of one, but, you know, the idea was, it was just kind of a fun name that Ryan Krakowski in the chat came up with, Menagegana. I was like, oh yes, sold. So, uh, 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 one, version one, version two, version three, there's going to be more versions of Morgana in the future, so this is not even going to work out for all that long. So, uh, in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, if you want the Menagegana, uh, whichever version you want. If you just if you don't say anything, I'm going to assume it's V1, V2, V3 that you want. But if you tell me that you want anything else, I'd be happy to. Uh, 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 and again, I mean, you can you can get this one for all I care, and then tell me you want a pack of Lime River Rose. I'm not that strict about it, ladies and gentlemen. It's all for fun, anyway, my friends. The name I thought was hilarious. Individual packs are available, my friends. Uh, you don't have to get a whole big package. You can get uh, five packs, ten packs. Uh, uh, they're all available, my friends. Lime River Rose, uh, Sour Morgana. Sour Morgana is something I would very much recommend. That's technically like Morgana V3. That's uh, actually a Morgana and not a Cuvée, uh, but uh, not a Cuvée F2, rather. Uh, but that's uh, technically that was from my prototype run. So speaking of the prototype run, that was the run. Basically, I was, I was testing. I'd done a little bit of work with Morgana, but that was like the test. Like, okay, let's see if this fucking actually works with the Ruby Jack, whatever. I'd use a different mail for a couple things. Uh, but uh, I had created this uh, awesome Ruby Jack mail, basically. And frankly, it took me a while to do that, too. So anyway, whatever. I was ready to do the fucking prototype run. And from that one, I got such really interesting plants, honestly. I knew it was going to be a fucking nice cross, I have to be honest. Uh, one of my absolute favorites, the crazy unicorn that I wish I'd kept the fucking uh, uh, seeds for, or I wish I'd kept a clone for, rather, was uh, the sweet sister of this, basically. They're both green Morganas, basically. A lot of the Morganas, like more than 50%, have some version of purple or even kind of a lavender sheen to them. Some of them are deep, deep, deep purple. But these girls were uh, green. Uh, I want to say that almost all the greens are cherry, but I don't want... Uh, yeah, I think, well, that's not 100% right. Yeah, that's not 100% right, but it's basically mostly right that the greens are mostly cherry, basically. There was kind of a spiced wine green one, basically. <clears throat> but anyway, mostly cherry flavored. The sour cherry is the mom to this uh, Morgana V3. Uh, I'm just talking about that sweet cherry one because I just remember it so fondly. It was a crazy early finisher, and it was basically uh, almost identical to the uh, sour Morgana, except honestly, as as you know, whatever, as it of course was even a little bit more nugged up, basically, because of course I didn't keep a clone for it, so that's why it was so fucking amazing, right? Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, 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 that one was sweet cherry and had that crazy like the giggle laugh and whatever uh, What happened was it was the earliest finisher. So it was it was done by far uh, Before any of the others basically and so I think I actually cut some down early because I was like Oh, this is literally gonna rot in the tent. It was it was it was, it was finishing that fast uh, So I basically cut down, you know a couple three nugs or something a couple three colors something and they were dried up basically when everything else was still finishing frankly and uh, I think just about I think I had just cut down uh, some of this or I just started harvesting basically when they were ready but I had a fucking root canal that I had to go to and I, I'm, I'm not afraid of the dentist but I'm not thrilled you know what I mean Cause, you know whatever 
And uh, uh, I smoked a joint basically on the way to the, uh, I can't remember if it was on the way or basically, you know, right before, whatever, you know, obviously the legal version of that. But anyway, I smoked a joint uh, uh, before the, the dentist's office and I was sitting in the chair as the dental hygienist or assistant or whatever it was, uh, I guess the dental assistant, uh, was making, you know, preparing stuff, whatever, I don't know, getting the, the hammers ready and stuff and the saws. Uh, anyway, uh, the chisels. Uh, but anyway, uh, the uh, uh, dental assistant at some point looked at me and I didn't even notice really that I was just sitting there giggling and she's like what are you laughing at and I was just like I start to stop giggling and I'm, I look at her and I start giggling and get I don't know I don't know it's just it's, something's very funny and I, actually I don't think I said that I just was like I don't know I don't know but I just kept giggling and I was like oh this is fucking this is the shit and so it turns out Morgana had this really really giggly effect that was the sweet cherry one that arguably had the best of the giggly goofy dipshit you know Morgana but uh, Sour Cherry Morgana, oh my fucking God, that one. First of all, the flavor on that is just next world. I'm next level, honestly. I have tasted a ton of cherries in cannabis. I haven't tasted a Sour Cherry candy like this. It's just like sour cherry juice that was distilled into fucking candy. It's just luscious, and the high is delightful. It's, it's still that goofy, giggly, dipshit high. You forget stuff while you're like, what the fuck is it talking about? It's, oh, love Morgana. Ladies and gentlemen, you're going to hear more from that. You're going to hear more uh, very, very hopefully from, uh, where's the picture for it, actually? The best would be to take a look at this. See, this doesn't fucking load. It's really infuriating. Why doesn't this load? All right, anyway, it's not really infuriating. There are worse things in the world. Here we go. Uh, this one right here, ladies and gentlemen, this one right here is the smoky cherry Morgana, as you see. She is still basically green, but if you let her go long enough, she purples up. Super, super, super nice plant. That's honestly probably my favorite Morgana. You're going to hear more from her in the near future. Really big plant and dominant. Mwah. Oh, Morgana. Love it, love it, love it, love it. Anyway, take a look, my friends. Uh, Gawain is available. Gawain version 1 and version 2 actually are available. Of course, Ruby Jack uh, 2, the father on the first, and Black Prince Ruby, the son of that one, uh, the father on the second. For the longest time, it was uh, request only, basically, on Gawain. Uh, there will be a new permutation of Gawain in the near future, hopefully, so we'll see about that one. That should be a really interesting cross, and... Uh, I, don't know, I guess I'll uh, leave it at that, ladies and gentlemen. Take a look, of course, at Charybdis or Silago the Bat. That's a, a, a actually quite a popular one these days. There's been a lot of uh, people growing that, so a lot of people have heard good things. So, of course, as that is, ladies and gentlemen, people start to pick up Silago the Bat. Take a look and uh, get some strawberries in your life yourself. This fucking Indian music feels so bizarre. It's so unusual to have this like backing track of sitar music. I don't know. We'll have to. We'll have to keep doing this somehow. But I don't know if we have like enough genres to go through. I don't know. There was some like Balkan music or whatever. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out, my friends. What was I going to say? Oh, and why doesn't it go back to the? That's so bizarre. Why doesn't it show the? That is really weird. Why doesn't the top load here? That is really bizarre. All right. And unfortunately, I still haven't fixed the photos. My apologies, my friends. That's literally my. See, it's supposed to do that. I have to look. It's constantly something, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but uh, in the meantime, what do you want? Nobody uh, forced me to put this website together. Once again, my friends, Fumidoro. 
Facebook.com. Uh, go there for uh, yeah for the podcast. Go there if you want to guys. If you want to show the the YouTube page, if you want to check if the the channel has been. Oh look, it's like fucking Inception right there. We're literally looking at ourselves. We got, I could probably p- press play and we could probably watch ourselves, ladies and gentlemen. And then the guy in there could press play and then we could just keep watching ourselves forever. Probably that's that's probably exactly how it works. Maybe we could live forever that way. That's that's I bet that's how it works. I think I think that's exactly how they nailed it. Uh, I saw a show with a friend the other day called Nailed It on uh, 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 Netflix, where they basically make people do advanced like baking tasks who don't know a fucking thing about baking, and then they just they completely fuck it up and they nailed it. It's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. It's still a reality show, so it's still basically garbage, but it was. not smelly garbage like hotel garbage maybe i don't know i don't know i don't know anyway morgana for the wind for the for the wind not for the wind for the well maybe for the wind i don't know morgana for the wind and wind ladies and gentlemen atomic spoon atomic spoon also for the wind cheers my friend thank you See you as well uh, on saturday dead saturday dead fish fan cheers my friend uh uh how about morgana Yes, more, more Ghana. There will be more Ghana in the future, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, absolutely. Uh, hardy, hard, hard. So we're we're so we're such fucking comedians, ladies and gentlemen. Just, we're gonna win the Oscar for comedy. It's coming any any day. But anyway, my friends, uh, thank you very much for hanging. Uh, once again, did I say brains? I think I think I said brains for the coupon. Oh, and there is the fifty percent off coupon, ladies and gentlemen. One person gets to guess it, uh, and then I'll just change it. Pretty much is how it works. Um, and you know, we'll just do like a new coupon every once in a while. By the way, uh, Green Puffin Man, make sure to email me for. Uh, uh, did we have another one as well earlier this evening. Uh, that's a different one. Somebody else won earlier tonight. I can't remember. It's written down here somewhere. Email me, my friends, uh, and say, I'm the winner. Oh, my God. Uh, Fumador at chronictable.com. What was I saying? I was saying, uh, oh, keep your eyes peeled, uh, domestic guys, uh, for the autoflower seeds. They should be showing up basically as we speak. A, a bunch of people have already gotten them pretty much around the country. So literally keep your eyes peeled. Don't leap in the box too long. If it gets wet or whatever, it'd be nice because uh, they, they are basically just like in an envelope, honestly. So don't, uh, don't dawdle on leaving them if you pick up your mail at a I mean, uh, fuck, people, the, this community, you never know. You guys might have a 40-mile-long driveway. Shit, the stuff they have in Humboldt is lunatic. A uh, 40-mile-long driveway, at the end of it, it's a mailbox made of deer bones or some shit. I don't know. So if, if you have that, don't leave the mail there for too long, my friends. Go and check regularly if you can. I, I, maybe you maybe you have to walk there on... Oh, my God, now I feel bad. I was going to say, like maybe they have to walk there on crutches. I mean, you signed up. You signed up for the. I don't know. I don't know. I feel bad now. All right. If you, if I don't, I don't know. I don't. Well, I can't help you. So I can't drive down there to help you. So you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to train a an ostrich to go and pick it up and not eat the seeds, but pick up the envelope. They don't seem that smart, but there's got to be a way. Where there's a will, there's a way, my friends. There's there must be a way to train a postal retrieval ostrich. <laughs> to, to come I mean while you're doing it maybe it could be a guard ostrich as well you can, like an ostrich with guns might be dangerous though they seem mean 
We'll see, my friends. We'll see uh, if we if we find out that there are uh, uh, nice can can a man good. Yeah, glad to hear it. Uh, if we find out that there are military ostriches at some point, we're fucked. Cheers, my friends. Uh, I probably don't think I'm going to make it Atomic Spoon, but I am going to ban this motherfucker right here. This person right here is banned. Ban They're already... Oh, you guys are amazing. Look at that. Already, look at that. Already banned. Already timed out. Already everything. Shisha. Sorry about for sorry about that. Cheers, my friends. Thank you very much for hanging. We will be here on Saturday. Uh, yeah, one doesn't really know why, but anyway, I don't know. I'm kind of joking because you know I did get a lot of messages of support and stuff. I know you guys are quite uh, 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 fond of the show and stuff. It's a weird one, right? Because the the show has that's one of the that's how do I say this? That is one of the ways that I know that the channel is getting fucked with. That's one of the most obvious ways that you guys should see the fucking metrics. Uh, uh, for a long time ago, you know, before some of the fuckery and stuff, the metrics were so good that even though it was a tiny channel, there was actually a little bit of money in the channel, and I was actually surprised. I was like, oh, I could actually pay the internet bill because I have to pay for the fucking corporate price, basically, because of this fucking show. It's, it's fuck Comcast forever, just forever, forever, forever. But basically, at the time, there were enough viewers that watched the show for fucking hours at a time and blah, 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 that YouTube actually paid enough that it was like making a dent in the fucking internet bill. And then the shenanigans happen and blah, 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 blah. But the metrics are still there. You guys are fanatically loyal. Uh, the subscribers are always watch uh, the percentage of people that are watching is it's 97 percent subscribers on and on and on and on and on it's infuriating ladies and gentlemen that the channel gets bottlenecked with such a loyal audience you know what i mean so that's why i say tell your friends my friends seriously like uh, tell your friends that goes for my channel I, I bet you anything that other channels have the same problem because when i look at eagle's channel uh, 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 we used to have a f about the same ratio. I think he was something like, oh, now I'm misremembering it, but maybe like one and a half to one. And then at some point he was like two to one to my channel, but then it came back down to one. Anyway, I've noticed recently that basically our ratio has been frozen for a long time. And if my channel's frozen, it means he's not getting a lot of subs either. Well, that's, that's pretty fucking bizarre. He has a pretty regular show. So that's pretty odd, ladies and gentlemen. He's not the only one I've noticed that about. So and then there are, of course, the channels that have no problems. That's always uh, uh, just delightful that you're just like, okay, well, how, how did they get away with it? Not me, you know. Well, luck of the draw, I guess, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, tell your friends. Uh, uh, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. If you do uh, watch the show, don't be ashamed to subscribe. Honestly, if you're not one of those people that subscribes, it'd be nice if you subscribe to this one. It would help the channel, I honestly... Uh, uh, mean it, ladies and gentlemen. It would help the channel. Uh, and uh, other than that, if you guys, how do I say this, uh, uh, have any questions, comments, concerns, uh, email me, fumanartchronictable.com. You can also uh, make a comment in the YouTube chat, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I, I almost always check. I have to be honest, I do sometimes check those a couple days late, but I pretty much always check the, the comments for the videos. So uh, hopefully I'll see them there. But the best way to contact me, bar none, uh, if you need to contact me, if, if you actually need me to see your message, the only way you should contact me is fumidor at chronictable.com. Everything else is at best 
uh, second best because I might not check it. You know, Instagram even. Uh, sometimes people will, uh, I've, I, I can't even count the times that people have DM me on Instagram, but because either they don't follow me or I don't follow them or both of us don't follow each other, it comes through as, uh, I don't even know the combination of things because I've had this happen even with followers, uh, it goes into the mes message requests. Maybe they, they DM too much. I don't I don't know why some people get into the message requests and some don't. And I won't even check it for fucking three months. And and you know, people will be like, feel me with the shit. Are you ignoring me? Didn't see it. Didn't even see it. Didn't even see it. So can promise you that doesn't happen at uh, Fumador at Chronic Tape where I actually check the spam. So even if it went to the spam, I would check that as well. Fumador at chronictable.com, ladies and gentlemen, if you need to reach me, that's the only way to guarantee that I will, uh, well, I, I mean, even then, I guess there could be a meteor, but there's the best possible chance of contacting my, my friends is Fumador at chronictable.com. I think you get the message. Cheers, big ears. Uh, be kind, be decent, be gentle, my friend. Oh, I should probably say hello. Uh, Samuel Olson, nice to see you, my friend. Good to see you. He's, uh, I think he's on a new shift, so he rarely has as much time to, to say hello. Excuse me. Cheers, Ryan, Kirk Ryan Kurkowski. Good to see you, buddy. My freaking shoulder hurts. I don't know why that is. Uh, cheers, Deadfish fan. Good to see you, my friend. Uh, 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 good to see you, as always. Uh, he's saying, uh, oh, he's watched every single show since I left the EO show. Cheers, Deadfish fan. Uh, good, glad to see you, my friend. Thank you very much. Uh, cheers, Grayson. Always a pleasure. Cheers, buddy. Uh, who else in here? Green Puffin Man. And, of course, Cam the Cannon Man. And not to mention Atomic Spoon. Uh, uh, always a uh, pleasure. Atomic Spoon. Cheers, legend. Thank you very much. Thank you, Barry. Thank you very much. Thank you very, very, very much. Thank you very much, my friends, for hanging. Uh, and uh, again, be kind, be decent, be gentle. Don't be fucking dicks. I think I said that already, but just in case I did not, you guys got it twice, or at least uh, at least once, at least once, ladies and gentlemen. Bears repeating, my friends. Thanks for putting up with the uh, strange playlists, but hopefully it made the uh, the evening a little bit more entertaining, and uh, hopefully the sound quali quality is better. It should actually even be better for YouTube, so we'll figure it out. Little by little by little, I hope to actually get the uh, camera set up, actually back to snuff, because right at the moment it doesn't even make sense, frankly, with Zoom to really set up the whole camera and stuff, because like here, I can even see like a super clear image and everything else, and then it gets all downgraded and fucked up for uh, YouTube. So bizarre. Uh, so I don't know. I have to learn the the streamlabs and all that kind of stuff. And it's it's it's, 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 it's a process. Whatever. It's just a process that I have to get to, ladies and gentlemen. But I'm I'm working on it, my friends. And uh, so I did mean I did mean it. What I said. Uh, if you guys actually do want to see some fun uh, uh, recorded and also live content that isn't just these kind of streaming things, please let me know because it would be nice to know that I'm not just spinning my wheels for nothing. You know what I mean? I'm not I'm not one of those narcissists that thinks like the world must hear my fucking voice. I'm just like I'm too old for that. I'm just like I don't know. I just, yeah, okay, it'd be nice if the world hears my voice, but there's also cake and shit, you know what I mean? So if you guys want to see cool stuff, let me know. Because I will be more motivated to do it, basically is what it comes down to. And I'll be more motivated to ask Coot, like, hey Coot, can we smoke weird shit? And he'll be like, oh, grumble, 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 but the audience, our people need us, or something. You know what I mean? It'd be easier to convince Coot. He'll be like, 50 people demanded it, Coot. Maybe I'm going overboard. But it'd be nice. It'd be nice if 50 people demanded it. We demand the Coot smokes fucking rainbow belts. It'd be funny. Cheers, my friends. Thank you. 
ghetto hippie. This this is all basically a ghetto hippie. What this is is this is all a simulation in Joe Pietri's mind. That's 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 what we are. Something like that. I don't know. I can't figure that out exactly. Coot show for the win. Yeah. Yeah, man. Cheers, dude. Adios, my friends. Thanks for hanging. Oh, I just obscured my hand. It looked weird. Looked like a disembodied hand or some shit. Cheers, my friends. Thank you very much for hanging and uh, have something wonderful. Later. Yeah. Just appreciating life. I've been listening to birds cry I've been viewing from a bird's eye That's why I always keep my third eye open I'm focused If it's real, you know it's gonna come back This that season, but there's no comeback If you let go, then please don't run back Cause if it ain't love, then we don't want that Yeah, that I got bigger fish at the fry light who gon' take care of my family when I die? So they can't say I failed with knowing they never try. Let's put our ego to side and tuck an eye in the pride. We force our past to collide, now we traveling worldwide. Some people think I'm fake, cause I ain't never apply. But that well is run dry, the people I used to confide in. Thought they was riding, but it was feelings they was hiding. You tried it, now I'm thinking wild, cause I thought that you was silent. Could've been making money, but you steady making prowlers. Could've been here with us, yeah, but now you in them Comments. You was wildin' If it's real, you know it's gon' come back This that season, but there's no comeback If you let go, then please don't run back Cause if it ain't love, then we don't want that Yeah, we don't want that We don't want that We don't want that Cause if it ain't love, then we don't want that all the sacrifices that my parents made for me I return it all, you could get the world from me Stay the same, make it big, can you still love me? Will you still want me? Cause just like you I've been trying to mediate, see the value in things before it all depreciate. I find myself protecting my mindset so I don't deviate. Then it start to pull me back, writing an egregious state. With these words, I lead the way to lyrical heaven. Just me and my brethren's carrying this on our backs like Tim and 07. I'm calm like a setting till it's set in that you could lose it all in the blink of a second. Flash of a minute, involved in an accident. The car started smoking while I was in it. Jumped out, felt the Holy Spirit. God whispers, You got something to live for and it ain't nothing stopping you cause lately it been too much famine and out the hospital keep my head in the beats and show them that it's possible to live out your own dreams and go against the logical i was down till a voice said i believe in you my mama used to say your daddy i could see in you you a man now on your own and i ain't seeing you just know i'm stacking up this dough so i could be with you stay isolated bro the saga still continues forever indies Double R.